the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is, you know what, let's bury the lead. We're not going to tell you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie you might have heard of. So Our get your DVDs ready. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and sync and up. And it's not the special edition, by the way. That's important. You don't get the, yeah, this is a, uh, Titanic is our movie this week. Yeah! The Bill Paxton thriller from. Fuck yeah! Jesus, 12 years ago. <laughs> Go, before we get started, go ahead and pop in your DVD or your VHS. And you know you have it. Tape one of your VHS if you had the VHS at the You do. Did. You're not too cool for this movie. Come on. Press play and press pause when the Paramount logo, the mountain, the old school model, fades to black. Second at six to... Uh, the second Is that comes, a model or a painting? That's a Is model. It, really? It's a model in front of a map painting. I'll be, well, okay. Like a, like a background paint. It's like... And the, uh, the Paramount logo fades to black. The first frame you perceive of all black, your best guess, press pause. I've pressed pause in a second. I'll say three, two, one, unpause. I'll press play, you'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time it will be with four friends in your head who, for the most part, like this movie. Get ready. Get ready for Strap it. Strap in, kids. At the oh, table yeah. today is myself, as always, Mr. Teague Christie, here with my friend Brian uh, Benthic Finifter. <laughs> Hi. Michael <laughs> Benthic Scott. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And Shrey Rose Dewitt Bukater Stokes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I There's, had to write that down. That, that, that There was truth but no logic to that riff. I know. Something Picasso. Yeah. Anyway, Brian, how do you feel about Titanic? Uh, I haven't seen it in... Since the turn of the century, which is always a fun phrase to say. <laughs> since uh, before the turn of the century. Yeah, before the turn of the be. century, yeah. Uh, Ancient. I, I, my opinion at the time was basically my opinion of Girl Twilight movie. at the moment. Like, <laughs> screw it! Jesus Christ. Uh, what the hell? But, you know, that was before I was as knowledgeable and as as uh, genuine of a film snob as I am now. So, uh, And you are a genuine film snob. And as big of a Cameron fan, uh, fan as I am now, because I wasn't back then. So um, we'll see how it holds up. Michael, uh, yeah, I love this movie. I saw it probably. I saw it but two or three gay, times right? in theaters. So, well, yes, but it wasn't so. for Leo. Although I will, I will give oh. you. Oh. I I will say that that I did always think that he he, he was getting a bad rap. People were you know people yeah. were anti this right. movie for you know they're like oh Leo sucks. So I'm like the, people said the same things about Brad Pitt, and you're like no Brad Pitt can act. Right. Unfor- I'm like, unfortunately he's the hottest guy on the planet. I, I, but exactly. I was like I was like he's is. actually quite good in this. Right. You know. Yeah. But but I went back and saw it because it's a great movie. Uh, great special effects. Um, you know, uh, uh, just very well put together, and I personally thought it, it deserved all the Oscar wins it got. Trey, how do you feel? Do you feel this gets a bad rap? I, I do feel it gets a bad, it gets a bad rap, um, but at the time, I was not a fan of the movie, but I was not a fan of the movie for a very specific and personal reason, and that is because the whole time um, that this movie was being made, I was working on a movie called Starship Troopers that was, for you know a year and a half, it, that movie consumed my life, and the one bit of light at the end of the tunnel that I was looking forward to is like there's, sure thing, Oscar. there's no way we're not winning the effects Oscar for this movie that's what I'm doing this for and and at the time there was a uh, there was a rumor that Jim Cameron was doing this crazy out of control Titanic movie down in Mexico that was you know the industry was just waiting I mean literally I think it was Variety had Titanic watch you know, for months on, you know, it was a regular feature in Daily Variety about, you know, what terrible mishap is happening on the set of Titanic today. And my God, how big is this thing going to tank? Um, you know, the, the whole industry was just waiting to just for Titanic to come out so they could go, <laughs> Cameron fell on his ass. And um, of course, that and, didn't happen. And unfortunately, yes, we were all kind of surprised. So, so literally the timing was Starship Troopers came out in, I believe, November something of that year. Um, and barely managed to be number one at the box office that that week titanic came out the following week 
and that was the end for us, uh, both <laughs> both at the box office and as uh, as having any hope of winning the official effects Oscar. Bum, um, bum, bum. In, fa- yeah. in fact, uh, the the movie I was doing at the time, by the time of course Troopers was out, I was still working at Tippett Studio. I was working on My Favorite Martian, and the original draft of My Favorite Martian, we were shooting before Titanic came out. There was a joke in that script. And the joke went like this. Um, I, Jeff Daniels' character in My Favorite Martian is talking about he tried to talk to a girl and embarrass himself. And his best friend says, uh, well, that, uh, that uh, wasn't too big of a disaster. And, and he goes, on, on what scale? She goes, uh, not, well, you know, not like the Titanic or the movie about the Titanic. <laughs> Um, because this is before the movie came out because it was just accepted that the Titanic was, was movie was stuck. going to yeah. tank. Um, it's probably good that they didn't actually shoot that joke uh, because it would have kind of seemed strange now. But um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but so Titanic. So when Titanic came out, I was like, Titanic <laughs> stole my Oscar. Um, At which point did you kind of? On, on video later, on video later after yeah, I saw the theater and it was kind of, it was spectacular, but I didn't I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but uh, I <laughs> but I, I see Trey just clenched, yeah exactly just ah, the movie theater. We were better than this, um, and it's it's apples and oranges. I mean, you know, that, like the visual effects Oscar always is. You can't really compare Titanic to Starship Troopers, but um, later on video and, and successive viewings on video, um, I became I became much more appreciative of it as a movie, and I'm uh, I'm actually quite appreciative of it as a movie. I think it's I think it's actually brilliantly done, and I think one of the things we'll get into is people like to dismiss it like oh it's the biggest movie of all time because of hype, and that's a complete lie. Yeah, yeah. that's the lazy man's answer. You don't get to be the biggest movie of all time, and 12 years later, still the biggest movie of all time. Allegedly, or is it? No, uh, well, it's the biggest movie <laughs> of the decade. And it's like you right. know, we say, well, Dark Knight came close. It's like, well, even Dark Knight didn't really come close. Right. So it's like you you do have to at least look at for sheer amount of time it was number one at the box office. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a record that's never it's it's, it's yeah. number one worldwide. You know, of all time, um, in terms of numbers, it's it's uh, you know, it's a relatable story. It what needs do you want? to be, yeah, it needs to be looked at. I think if you're a film, I person. know it reminds me of the time I went uh, almost down with the ship of the giant luxury cruise that wasn't that good time sunk into the Atlantic. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, reminds me of the time I was in love with a real. My point is, love it or hate it, if you're a movie person, and otherwise, if you're not, why are you listening to us? Um, you know, it needs to be looked at. Why did this become such a phenomenon? I think it's worth considering. Even if you don't like the movie. And for my part, I uh, I like this movie too. However, I don't think this is going to fall into the category of just love it, love it, love it type commentary. <laughs> no, I, I don't love everything about it either. There's certainly there, there will be nitpicking things I don't like. But uh... so for those of you listening that are already going, oh Jesus, <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. We've got your back. Yeah. All right, you've got your yeah, DVD this... pause at the point where the Paramount logo fades to black, and I've got my remote handy. Get yours. Here we go. Three, two, one. Unpause. Wow, that's a lot of black. Starts off kind of slow. So. Starts oh, off no, slow no, because there's music. We're, oh, we're not listening oh, we're, to the music. The James Horner no, riff here. Oh, look at this. Go. Now, is this... This is a special effect, right? Oh, it's got to it be. Is. It yeah. looks like a matte yeah. painting in the background. Yeah, this is all... And you can actually see... You can see that some of these characters are in the the real shots that yeah. come up later. You oh, see yeah, this. this is all the... But, but, I mean, that shot right there, I actually would see a lot... Um, uh, the book, the digital domain book, um, has has an example. Uses that shot as an example of the like the shake scripts they would have, and it's just this this page where the the nodes are so tiny because it's there's a model. I mean the 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 Titanic I think is a model, and then they actually shot real people, and then it's crowd duplication, and the background is a map painting. Well, it's also a lot of that is shot with the real set, and it's just the camera and the people in the foreground are on a on a trolley, and they're being pushed past the ship, which right. of course doesn't actually move in real life. It was a giant standing set. 
So it's it's you know clever again. I, I I admire Cameron because he is from the old school, and he'll in the middle of a you know one of the most expensive movies ever made, he'll go, no, we don't have to do a special effect. We'll just put the camera on a trolley and push it. Mm. But at the same time, he also go, but we are going to get real submersibles and dive on the real damn Titanic yep. and shoot widescreen on it. <laughs> so too. Uh, between the abyss, Titanic, two IMAX documentaries about the bottom of the sea, I feel like we found a theme. Yeah. In in an interview recently about um, about Avatar. Which I think is going Avatar up. Avatar No, I haven't heard about this movie. He's got a which, new movie which coming I, out? Which I think is going up <laughs> it's in... It's going to bomb. Uh, we'll you know it's going to be the biggest oh, yeah. bomb of all time. I keep hearing that, too. Yeah. But uh, although that one has a much better chance of it than uh, Titanic yeah. did. But um, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but he said, actually, to, to your point, um, and I'm sure it was you know tongue-in-cheek. They were taking it very seriously, but I'm sure he was joking. Um, but he said, the only real reason I made the Titanic movie was to get the money to do the deep-sea dives. Yeah. Like, I didn't really want to make the movie. I just did it as an excuse to go on the dives. <laughs> is this? Uh, I, think that's, I think that's partly true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a model, and this isn't and a No, it's Titanic. a mixture. Really- You're seeing back and forth and back and forth. This, some of this is actual, real, gosh darn Titanic. And How deep some- down is it? Do you know? Like 10, oh, off the top feet, of my right? head, I don't it was know. Way down there, I don't know the exact number, but like this, this shot here, real. That's a real shot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in sync with us, but it, it switches. It switches back and forth. But there's a surprising amount of real footage of the. Yeah, real and wreckage. the uh, the the um the tiny submersible that they send in. Little robot. The, 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 the little. It, do they? It's, it's, not, it's called, not called Geek. It's not called Geek, right? Yeah, okay. it's an RV. Um, the, but the the little yeah the little uh, RV robot that they send in. There are actually shots in the like like the shots of the the inside of the ship. No, the, well, the shots of the outside, like we were just talking about, where we where we see the the dive vehicles, those were shot with that. It, it was only supposed to be a prop, but then they they were actually like, let's well, we can let's put, put a, a camera, hung a camera on the RV, and yeah, I got some shots. Yeah. Bill Paxton actually thinks he's still doing Apollo thirteen right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. Bill sure was Dude, a are, good are Paxton ship. and Cameron just buddies? They are because he oh, shows yeah. up in all of his. Yeah, movies. we know. We've, we actually think we talked about that yeah, in the abyss. They're, they're, they're Alien, all the way back to I, I believe Paxton's appearance in the original Terminator was because he was already a buddy of Cameron's at the time. God, Paxton owes James Cameron so he much. He does. He owes him tremendous amounts of money. <laughs> so just give it back. I just give it back, Bill. It was all of that money. Um, and again, it's it's so you really can't tell very often. But there's there's a, all through this all these sequences. There's switching. There's real Titanic, and then there's there's a model Titanic. Yeah. I'm assuming this is a model because we have light coming out from both corners, which which suggests they either went down there with two extra subs with just lights on them, just to shine lights on it. They did. They set up. Well, they set up some lights on it. They actually set up some remote lights. I mean, it was a crazy, real? Cra- yeah, it was a crazy thing on the real did. Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? It's nuts. I mean, it's like it's like twelve thousand five hundred feet. Is by this the Cameron? Way. Like you know, whatever. So the, the abyss was eighty nine. So this is ten years. Ten years after what the, the abyss. Um, yeah, it's fifty six hundred times two is about twelve hundred. So it's it's two miles or twelve thousand. Yeah. It's two miles down. Yeah, there's an anec- there's an yeah. anecdote in I think it's in the Cinefix article is where I recall reading it where of course they did build the giant, you know, a big miniature, a bigature of the wreck as well to do some of these shots. And uh, there was a, a, an anecdote about the production managers uh, was going over the budget, uh, which of course they were looking at very carefully as time went on, and said, uh, "Look, yeah, um, just just watching it, yeah, watch fl- it just skyrocket, just go right <laughs> yeah. out the window." Which I, I relate to because on the abyss, I remember getting the call sheet, and it was like, you know, hey, look, on the abyss, we're we're at day two hundred forty-seven out of ninety-five, right. or whatever <laughs> the script, whatever it was. But it was like we were at much more than the number of days in the production by the time that the, I was on the project. So. Um, but there was, this, I think it's in Cinefix, the production manager was saying, well, 
look, you know, I, I understand we have to buy snacks for the crew and stuff, but I'm sorry, I'm just not going to authorize this much purchase of Cheetos because you're just like, what, why do they eat so much Cheetos? And the and the and the, and the, uh, the model the high pressure safe. No, the the model guy had to point out, no, the Cheetos are for the set. All those little rusticles on the miniature are spray painted Cheetos. No way, <laughs> they're made of Cheetos that they're hanging off of the set. So so it's like, no, this, that's not food for the crew. That's that's our department. This is just blows my mind that they can do this. I wouldn't, you know, and I, I, I go back and forth mentally about whether or not it would be super delicate or just, just don't try to slam it into, you know, because at the end of the day, it's metal and it's probably rusted and, or at least to some it's degree, disintegrated. Rusted. Yeah, some of it's like, but practically porous. Yeah. On the other hand, I, I wonder if it wouldn't be too dangerous to try to do this that I can't, I can't believe they did it in the first place where send that in but just don't hit anything because it will fall apart and collapse the whole the whole ship will just dis- and it, dissolve it, it right ha- now. well there's a, the follow-up is it, i think it's uh is it ghost of the abyss i think it's ghost of the abyss yeah yeah which is the one where they no they, no no um wait no ghost oh, of, the yeah, abyss ghost of the abyss and then there's aliens of the ghost of the, so Titan- ghost of the abyss it is ghost of the abyss is the one about so. the titanic the one where they Cameron's went big on the of those well yeah. yeah they went back and they and they shot more on the titanic and then they digitally recreated like you know which is always fascinating to me it's a thing about history that i'm fascinated by is the sense of place where they said here's here's the wreckage and then they digitally put it back together and said so here's where the captain stood and here's where this happened and this where this here's where the lookouts were and all that i think that's ghost of the abyss i think that's the movie but and i think it's that movie where they had an even newer generation of rov that are perfectly square they're like cubes (laughs) these little bizarre cubes that have extensions that can come out and they're even less tethered they literally have a little fiber optic that uh, tethers them so they're almost untethered completely and they're very mobile, and uh, they get these amazing shots. And I, again, I, if it wasn't Ghost of the Abyss, it was another Titanic documentary with Cameron showing these new RVs. And they lost one. One went inside the wreckage and got hung up, and they couldn't get it back. And they, they, on this, they did this big rescue mission where they sent the other ROV in to try and snag the one, and then in this long, drawn-out, dramatic process, pull it out. And it becomes, and they do it, and they successfully do it. And it's this dramatic scene where you're all caught up in the fate of this little yellow cube. <laughs> And then the punchline, Wally. And then the punchline of it that makes it really bizarre and interesting um, is that they finally get it out, and then Cameron says, "And who, boy, successful! I can't believe. Wow, that's the most. You know, he's talking about how oh, that was so traumatic and difficult. So anyway, that's the news from Titanic, September eleventh, two thousand and one." And then they Whoa. and then oh, they go to the surface wow. and they go. Oh, so what's new today? Well, <laughs> while you were down there, guess what was going on? Whoa! So. Anyway, it kind of puts things in perspective, right? But it's quite—it's a fascinating thing of the technology and and the you know the, these ROVs and what they can do and how deep they can penetrate in the ship and the things that they find out you know, by doing it. This is a kind of a fictionalized version, but uh, you know the, this is not out of the question of the kind of stuff that they can do with the Titanic now. But I mean, is 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 Jim just simply captivated by the sea? Is that just what's going on here? I, uh, yeah. You have to explain somehow how he made four too, yeah. fucking movies about the bottom of the ocean. Well, clearly he likes it. He, he's a diver. He enjoys diving. I know that. The Keldish is real, by the way. The Keldish is a exploratory vehicle. It's really called the Keldish. Um, it's one of the main Titanic research vehicles, deep-sea research vehicles. Has Titanic... I'm uh, already sucked into this thing. As, 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 as a ship, has, has Titanic ever been outdone in terms of scale? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple times. There's, there's, I mean most of most of the stuff you, Yeah, the, most the, of the stuff you can you can get on, you know, the luxury cruise liners and stuff are way bigger than Titanic. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're, they're just really? launching a new one, Oasis yeah. of the Sea, soon or just have. The Queen the Queen Mary was bigger, the Queen Elizabeth was bigger. Um, you know, the, there was a time when they were 
that was the thing. You know, bigger than Titanic, bigger than Lusitania. Because <laughs> that worked than the out that so well. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a very good selling point. Yeah. Bigger than the ship that sank because it was so big. Yeah, bigger than the Titanic was, you know, for a while until the Titanic uh, sank was was a good selling point. But it, we got Geraldo's yeah, safe this here. Is Geraldo. I, I have to say that Bill Paxson's archaeological technique is not the greatest here. Yeah. Just uh, jamming in. Yeah, and dude, yeah, you could possibly, you know, those are artifacts that you're. They've those are artifacts, too. Treating those like are mud. Still or something. They are mud. Well, he's looking for a giant ass diamond. Exactly. Yeah, he's a yeah. He's not exactly a. Uh, he's Indiana Jones here. That, does, like, so, ah, that, screw that, the that does sort of throw a weird little shine on the whole thing. I had forgotten about the diamond part of this, but the mm-hmm. reason they're looking for it is ostensibly to find this expensive diamond. Yes. Yeah, they're so just, it's, it's not even about the Titanic. Yep. It's about no, which, no. Is, which is part of There's the golden them their Titanic. Which is which is Paxson's arc basically. Yeah. At the yeah. very end, he's gonna you know it finally sinks in that this was a real tragedy the, that really was you know really happened. They're not archaeologists. They're 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 grave treasure hunters. Yeah, they're grave robbers. Highly well-funded grave robbers. Yeah. The 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 September 11th strange connection between you know the camera thing actually makes sense though and is, is worth bringing up because the the sinking of the Titanic culturally worldwide was akin to September 11th in terms of a cultural event that changed everything because the sinking of the Titanic was was you know it's 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 really impossible to understand now from from the perspective of 1911 1912 12 uh, i think 12 yeah. um what that was like i mean it was it I was mean, april 14th 1912 april 14th, correct. Yeah. correct um you know you're talking about first of all an era it was it's quite rightly called the gilded age which is very appropriate up oh, there uh, it is but bam <laughs> yeah thank oh, you hey oh. thank you movie for helping us out <laughs> corroborating me Yes. Um, he even calls him a treasure hunter right there. Yeah, treasure hunter. Yeah, he's not an archaeologist. Um, and this, by the way, is Cameron's fourth wife. Or fifth wife. <laughs> Actually, fifth wife, I don't believe. Cameron was married before, uh, before Galen Hurd. He, before he got into the movie business, he was married. Um, so Galen Hurd was his second wife. Um, and, and then uh, during this movie, he was already breaking up with Linda Hamilton and ended up marrying this woman who plays the daughter of I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure she saw uh, her appearance, too. <laughs> I guess. I I'm sure know. she imagines herself, uh, you know, making pottery with Leo standing behind her a la Ghost. Yeah, I'm like, sure. That's, that's how she got into that. She's like, someday. Yeah. Now, this this is uh, uh, Gloria? Gloria? Gloria. St- Gloria. Stewart? Gloria. Gloria. Gloria Stewart, right? Gloria. Um, you know, she's, she's an actress who's, uh, you know, I think she was nominated for an Oscar in like the 40s or something. I don't know her, but go she's ahead. Not, she's not actually. She had a huge. She's not actually that old. Yeah, she, but she's not this old. She, she actually is made up to look even older than she actually was at the time. And, uh, really and she good. won this Oscar as well, didn't she? It must be much easier I to, to make look someone it up. look. I'm not sure. I'll check it must out. Must be much everything, easier to make someone didn't everything, look. Can they didn't, show that everything on TV? Won an Oscar, didn't yeah. everything huh. this movie ever was nominated for win an Oscar? An artistic representation of boobs? I think they can. Yeah, I think yeah, that, I guess so. It's Titanic, man. It's like it's like Saving Private Ryan. You know, they can show those. It's the, the gore is important. It's for the veterans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, the, uh, the the idea of the the cultural significance of the sinking of the Titanic and the Gilded Age. You know, this was an era when rich people were literally considered gods. You know, like oh, Jacob Astor. Jacob Astor is one of the richest men in the world. You know, and 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 this idea that this and technology was like yes, technology. Everything about technology is great. Which it's true that most we everything have conquered ab- nature. Most everything about technology actually is great. But the idea that we could fail at something was, was was kind of a more of a surprise. So the idea that the Titanic, the the biggest, most amazing, most you know advanced machine that humanity had ever created, and full on its maiden voyage, full of like the best and brightest that humanity, by our definition at the time, had to offer, sank and most of them died. Was was a was a world shaking event that that made people question everything about everything. 
just like September 11th, you know, suddenly had an impact like we didn't even think Trey, that this could happen. How old were you she in the Titanic? She didn't thing? win. I was six. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't win, but she was nominated she was for nominated. an Oscar. Likewise, Kate wins. I love his shirt. Yeah, that's a great shirt. <laughs> This is, She's a very old guy. Th- this is actually uh, this guy is not an actor. Actor. This is another friend of Cameron's. Who's, uh, Cameron just said you should just do this. Shit! Yeah. If you knew that guy, I'd be like, I yeah. need to put you in something. And this guy, I always like this guy because I look at this guy and this guy is an actor. Like I could be an actor. Like I could play that role. I couldn't play like a real acting I, role. Trey, I got to tell you, I agree. You could tot- You can. You can see me. I could be this guy. I could play this role because this guy only does this. He, you know, this is what he does, and I could. I could have done it. So I, I like movies like that where, you know, the guy, the third guy on the console who gets like three lines. I could play that. I could be that level of an actor. But that's it. I couldn't, I couldn't do any more than that. Speaking of the whole Gilded Age and the failure of technology thing, that leads to my favorite line in the whole movie, which is, "This ship cannot sink," and he's like, yeah. "She's made of iron." Yeah. I assure you, and she that's can. and that is the it sort of crystallizes the concept, the idea that uh, you know. Let's tie you, this back to reality. You literally, right. literally could say it's unsinkable and not be ironic about it. You could right. mean it, and just you know that the level of hubris. And yeah, and of course, you really buy into your own marketing. It's really amazing. It's actually that the Titanic, extremely easy. To it's, sink. A, it's amazing that the Titanic didn't come of the American philosophy. It was out of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, a lot of them were, were you know, we'll, a lot we'll of Americans on board. <laughs> we, Astor, we had the next one basically. Astor, Astor was, was an American. Was yeah. American, yeah. Now, now, one of the things that we should t- talk about why this movie is good, and, and one of the reasons that I, I consider it good is because of setup and payoff, which this movie does set up and payoff about as well as Back to the Future, which is, I think, the gold standard of set up and payoff. Um, and it starts everywhere, and part of it is, is uh, the artifacts that Gloria, Miss Gloria here, Miss, Miss Rose, elderly Rose, has brought with her. I mean, the, every photograph has a resonance to something that happens in this story. Um, Basically, you, you know, there's God, a, there's he's, a such scene. A, he's such a douchebag. Yeah, he's there's a, a scene. There's a scene at the very the scene at the very end when uh, when uh, you know they talk about we're going to go horseback riding in Coney Island. There's a picture of her going horseback right. riding in Coney Island. You know, all these things are you know there's her on a plane and on her being an actor and and, and all these things are you know that she went on to live the life that it was, was seems, begun by with these events. It always seems really easy to me to do that sort of thing. Where after you finish your thing, you, you, you put a factoid in the beginning of the movie that you can right. easily and painlessly put in the end of the movie. Like, at one point they say, I'm going to write on a thing, and you're going to write it with your legs on both sides, not side saddle, the girly stuff. Yeah. And then later just have a picture of that. It seems like and, – and I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I'm saying that it, it's such a, a cheap thing to do, not in terms of cheapness, but in terms of it's an inexpensive change to the script where you're just like, <laughs> I'll just say that she did this. And then later you have that, and it feels like a symmetrical movie, and there's all the more experience of the story arcs and all that stuff. It's just well, like, yeah. drop that in, and you're good. Well, that's a very that's very much the product of the second and third draft. Screenwriting is easy. Draft. Yeah, that's because that's you. You sort of stumble your way through in the first draft, and then you get to the you end in the last ten pages. And you're like, oh, that's a cool thing. If I just do something here on page five, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, that's that's how that stuff happens. That, yeah. that's it's absolutely not difficult to do if you have the sense to look for those kinds of things. Yeah. But the problem is, the the problem is nowadays, uh, especially um, and especially with big movies, uh, things move so fast. That you start shooting the first draft, yeah. you, you're not even you're not even uh, able to think of those things, right. and and maybe halfway through you're like, oh shit, oh, and then you yeah. try and th- you try and like manhandle it into a, a, a completely inappropriate yeah. scene. You and, could do a lot of tweaking in post of that kind of stuff if yeah. you, if you if you went to went to war with a without the troops you needed, yeah. <laughs> um, so to speak. Um, so and and there's no in the end it's the viewing experience and not the making of that matters so it's 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 entirely possible i have no idea one way or the other they may have 
you know, started by taking, they're going to take a bunch of retro photos of you. So, you know, so let's get some pictures of you on a horse and we'll put Coney Island in the background. And then six months later on the set, go, hey, I know, let's reference yeah, that right. photo. And yeah. you put a line in. You know, it doesn't matter. However what, you get there. What order these things happen in. It's, it's, it's nice to, to, to have that level thing. of detail. I, I, I do love this line. Reflections change. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good My, line. The one that always got the laugh, although that, that got a little laugh, was uh, uh, you're, you, she had to be wearing the diamond when the ship went down. And then he, like Bill Paxton, like drops into frame, yeah. and that makes you <laughs> my, my new best friend. Yeah. Now, there, there's a nice little significant cut of her. I think it's already passed by, but when she talks about her, it's somewhere in this scene when he talks about the diamond that must have gone down with the ship. There's a cutaway to her, kind of going, <laughs> you know, making a little face. You know, it's a tiny bit of foreshadowing. Here we go, Trey. Uh, why does this kick ass? This I, I, kicks ass for. It's, uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, no, I just think this is hilarious. Where they're like computer graphics, and yeah. then we're like, oh no, we're about to see some <laughs> computer. Yeah, graphics. I know. It's a, this is like uh, this is computer graphics versus computer graphics. What's great about this structure wise, and our good friend and unofficial fifth member of Down in Front, William Goldman. Yay, Yay Bill goes on a great. Like, Bill William Goldman wrote a great essay about why Titanic is a great movie and. And, and really kind of changed my attitude about it in many ways and pointed out some things. And one of the things he pointed out is what good storytelling this scene represents. Because what this scene is really doing is telling you the physical details that you need to know about what happened in the big picture. You know, that the ship got hit, it sank, it broke, it twisted like this, the end went up and went down. So that way, when the characters are experiencing it, it's not going to be explained to you just like it wasn't explained to them at the time. Right. They had no idea. They were just trying to not die. They didn't know this was all happening. And But now, because they've given us this very clinical, as they say, explanation up front, we know when the thing goes down and goes back up and goes back down. We know why that's all happening. We're not going to question it. It's already been explained for us. And that's just good, efficient storytelling, that now that they've gotten this out of the way, they can just focus on what the experience was like, which is about where we're about to go now. Right, and, and, and it's also... Uh uh, you you get the 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 uh, advantage also of what she basically just said. It's like the 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 difference of thinking thinking about it from the clinical scientific. This is how it happened, and this is why, and et cetera, et cetera. Versus versus people. People. even understanding. I remember it a little differently. Yeah. Human yeah. beings were hanging vertically off of the side yes, rails. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that one guy that fell off and hit the. Has there been any uh, discussion? I, I just I'm positive there must have been because I know how the world works, but I don't I don't think I've ever heard of any. Like critical comparisons of how it's depicted versus how it happened. Is, has there been any discussion in about this, what, in this movie whether or not, yeah, whether or not this is a faithful depiction of how it's it would a, it's have gone as, down? It's as faithful as as it, as can possibly be based on what most of which we know. There's still some conjecture about the specifics of it. Didn't, isn't um, in, in that in that footage in that simulation they just showed it? There were the big gashes. And didn't, after the fact, after this movie came out, they. Um, they discovered that it was likely a lot of very small punctures yeah, like through the rivets. It wasn't a slash. It was it was more. It wasn't a big gash. It was a lot yeah. of like little tiny punctures. Yeah, but it was enough. Up, yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of interesting, you know, the, the after the fact studies, and they, you know, they've they've there's been a lot. There has been real archaeology done on the site, um, and they've brought up a lot of artifacts and a lot of pieces of the hall, and and you know, again, it's 1919 era, 1920s era technology. The steel was was strong but brittle. The way the steel was manufactured, so it was you know very strong. But you know, if you give it like like a cast iron pan, if you hit a cast iron pan with a hammer, it'll shatter. It won't dent. It'll crack. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a quality of that kind of steel. It's not designed that for cyber tension. That's not yeah. the point. It's made of iron, sir. I assure you, it will shatter if you hit it wrong. So, um, you know, again, it's this this 
just wasn't enough knowledge of Middle Earth. This, here we go. A brilliant transition, yep, by the way. this is great. Fantastic, beautiful bit of transition. And a lot of good transitions. There's, the movie, movie's all about really nice about. Yeah. ins and outs of you know, back, back and forth in time periods. That's that. Okay, no, this was the shot that they used to demonstrate. How that's big not the bad, was. right there. That's pretty yeah. good looking stuff. That's it's pretty good looking stuff, and it, you, even ten years, twelve years later, it yeah, that's pretty a well. lot. Of, well, that's that's, that's a set piece, right there. This is their set, but then there's digital. That's it's, digital. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. good. A lot that of, a lot really of again, well, there's a lot of there's certainly a lot of a set of extension, you know, without getting any. You know, this this car obviously is real because they're going to have sex in it later. However, the guy is not. Spoiler. Yeah, straight there, are, there are no Britons. His hat is not real. In this movie. Yeah, it's all Mexicans. Daddy, this is, this is... it's a ship. How about I just beat the shit out of you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't we'll, sass me, kid. We'll see them die later. Uh, the the um... Yeah, that'll that'll slake your bloodthirst. Yeah, there you fig. go. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and there's a lot of great little touches. Uh, again, the homework that's been done here is is uh, wonderful. There's so many little touches of actual historical real stuff uh, going on. Oh, man. It's 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 practically psychotic how, how, <laughs> yeah. how down to the de- – I mean they, they talk about um, you know all the, all the silverware is exactly the way it was and all the china is exactly the way it was. And they're really eating caviar in the big first-class dining scene and, and stuff like that. It's like the, the, the attention to detail is, is staggering and, and why this, this movie cost at the time so much. This is the first movie to break the $200 million um, barrier. In, in, was, mod, in modern dollars right. again, and we'll talk well, about even that then, a bit. Though. No, even then, wasn't it two hundred million? Well, in yes, those but if days? It, well, it, again, two hundred million by, by number. But if you adjust for inflation, this movie is nowhere near what Cleopatra cost. Oh, right, right. So, uh, right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it, this this was a really out of control production. But David you, Warner, but you the see, master control. It's program. David's the master control program. Yay. See my master control program. I but, forgot David Warner was in this. End of line. I think you do see every <laughs> dollar of it on the screen. It is. It's really, you know, yeah, it's not like uh, it was wasted. Yeah, it's not like Waterworld. <laughs> I have this thing where you watch it and you're <laughs> yeah, like, wow, this is a really wow, great. Wow, how'd this cost so much? This well, is a really great $30 million movie. Too bad it costs 150 Tell me if you guys are affected by this like I am. Not so much with guys, but with girls. Uh, with Between the realms of like 17 and 22, I have a hard time seeing them as if, – if you say that she's 20 and she was – I don't. I, I don't go. She looks twenty. I go. She just looks like a woman. And I have the same problem with the chick in Last Crusade and Leia in A New Hope, <laughs> where it's like they were nineteen, and you look at that like that. She doesn't look nineteen. Leia was seventeen. Carrie Fisher you, was seventeen. Are, are you shitting me? Yeah. See, that's again. It's just I look at, and, and it's women, not guys, because guys for some reason they develop differently. But women look like women really early, and it always boggles my hit, fucking mind. Actually, I, I, I could be, they hit pure, they hit adolescence. I'll take too. it back because yeah. someone can t- prove me wrong. I think she was seventeen when she did Shampoo, Carrie Fisher, and then two years later she did. Uh, she did. She's 19. I think you were right, 19. Anyway, go on. That's it. You look at that and you're like... Scientifically speaking, you're right. Like you, like know. you said, Brian, just, they, 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 just, they reach just adolescence adulthood. Earlier. Yeah. They're just, their body goes through that change earlier. Because they got less time to pop out them babies <laughs> than the boys do. That's basically... That's basically <laughs> they the have an expiration evo- They do. That's yeah. basically the evolutionary that's reason right. that that happens. That's why they look so good right away. Yeah. <laughs> so that we get started. So, so that, I'm sorry... I'm sorry, but evolutionary speaking, it makes all kinds of sense. Brian, how do you feel about Leonardo DiCaprio? You've got 12 years big... after this with Martin Scorsese pictures to look yeah, back yeah, on yeah. it. At this point, I'm a big, big fan. At that point, I was like, oh, he's a pretty boy. Screw him. But again, you know, that was an unsophisticated opinion at the time. It's um, Gilbert Grape. Michael? Yeah. Leo? Uh, l- like I said, I, I, e- even at this time, um, I did think he was kind of adorable. But he, he <laughs> was also – he was also – I'm like – 
everyone's like, oh, like you said, everyone's like, oh, he's just a pretty boy. I'm like, no, he's actually really good in this movie, yeah. you guys. Yeah. The, like, the, ana- you know. the analog we were using is Brad Pitt. That, yeah. uh, you know, Brad Pitt, you go, oh, he's just pretty. But if you actually pay attention, he's actually quite a good actor. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that he's trapped inside that face and body. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, poor Brad oh, Pitt. Oh, yeah. No. I'll, tra- yeah. I'll trade him any time. Poor guy can't get taken <laughs> seriously as an actor. Oh, but it's dramatic irony because we know that the ship yes. is going to crash, and oh, God, it's all it's, worthless. It's so, it's so yes. like oh, and this is actual a- irony, people, not Blake this Snyder is- save the cat irony. Okay, <laughs> real, the real definition. One of the yeah. major, one of the major things that people were always like, they hung their hat on the one thing they knew for a fact wasn't going to work is that you know it sinks, right. You, yeah, the ending is there. How do we avoid the fact that the ending is there? We make that not the story, right? Yeah. Right. Well, at the, I mean, at the same time, you know, that is an easy charge to level against it, but it's kind of like it's bullshit because well, well, we know well, that now. It's, well, it's, it's I know how the Passion of the Christ ends. Right. You know how the Passion they, of the they Christ knew ends. how Apollo thirteen was going to end. <laughs> yeah, but but not even not, not necessarily even, not even h- historical <laughs> yeah. or pseudo historical um, uh, stories. I mean, I mean, you go into any romantic comedy, you know how that fucker's going to end. Yeah, you true. know. So, okay. so true. the question okay. is, how do you get there? What What's the yeah. journey that gets you to that? To and, that stage? And what Cameron did here, which you know is the only way you can make a movie that will work, is oh, it's geez. not it's not about the sink. It's not about the sinking. It's about these characters and their experience of it and what happened right. in their lives. Right. You know. It's and and geniusly in a sense in a in a money making format, he made it about you know. He made it Romeo and Juliet right. on board the Titanic. Well, and he made the girl the focus, which is part of the reason why this movie was hugely and, and successful. Which is, which is um, uh, of course, also kind of Cameron's thing. Which is Cameron always has a very strong female yeah. lead. Always. But, um, I mean, I mean, it's going back to what we were talking about. It's like, yeah, you know what happened, but you don't know what it was like. Right. You know, and that's okay. what this all is right, all sure. about. Yeah, I know. That's wh- why Battle of Hoth is so extreme. Because <laughs> yeah. you know what it'd be like to fight giant robots in the snow, but you haven't seen it. Right. <laughs> I know you who haven't won- lived through it. I know who won World War II, but that didn't stop me from going to see Saving Private Ryan. Right. And- I can't imagine. Boring, glorious what, bastards, but what, the, yeah. that one. That seems really fortuitously. <laughs> or the, Valkyrie, the depth of the water right there seems perfect. It's like four feet above the bottom of the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's true. I mean, the, the, the ship can. The ship can. You know, you, know, you know these things. If you're a ship person, you know where it can fit and when the tides will, will be at your <laughs> and favor. You, you and build so it right up to that. I mean, yeah. they, they build ships. Digital around, water? Or they'll back build, when this was hard? Yeah. <laughs> They build ships Arete, around the, the Panama Canal. They like yeah. okay, the Panama Canal is this it's wide, this so wide. we will make our ship three feet less wide. And now, this is a, and or you dredge out the harbor because you're yeah. going to make room for a bigger ship. This is a digital domain movie, right? Yep. Yes. And, and at yep. the time, uh, the Titanic, if I recall correctly, Goldstein. Titanic had been <laughs> the um, the biggest CG model ever made, and then it was later replaced by Poseidon. Yeah. Uh-huh. By ILM. Take that. So ships. Are so ships are big. Ships are ships are boats big, is big. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, there was a the, there was a Chinese guy in the corner of that uh, hallway. That's Van Ling. By the way, that's a Van Ling cameo. James Jim's assistant. Right? Jim's assistant on the Abyss, and then went on to. Uh, and he worked on this movie. I don't think he was Jim's assistant anymore, but he went on to found found a visual effects company called Band from the Ranch. And then uh, I think he does he have a company of his own now. But I met Van on the Abyss, and he's a cool cool guy. He actually got a job working for Cameron because he built. A power loader costume that, <laughs> that wow. Jim was impressed by, and that's how he first got to start working for Jim. 
Oh, this is the senior. Uh, here's the here's the yeah. here's the Picasso scene. Now, of course, art historians will will quibble with the fact that these paintings still exist. Yeah, these, <laughs> these are real Degas and so on. And and, what, but, and they were not lost on the Titanic. Right. They still exist. And wasn't it wasn't it also a thing where several of these paintings weren't painted yet as well? Like the historically, the yeah. Historically, I think yeah. Some someone can can look up the details, but yeah, they're one of the few historical missteps is some of these paintings are anachronistic. Yeah. Not, not just that. I mean, that Degas, certainly. I've seen that Degas before. Like, I, I know that didn't go down on the Titanic. Well, they were, they some... were dug up by the other uh, treasure hunters. Yes. Maybe somebody grabbed A watercolor in perfect condition. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful night. Now, and of course, Molly Brown, the unsinkable Molly Brown, is a true historical figure who mm-hmm. more or less um, d- did what, what you see her do. And we don't know the and... specific dialogue, but, but as far as being in the boats and then raising a stink by going, damn it, we have to go back. In the lifeboats, that that's why she's called the unsinkable Molly mm-hmm. Brown. And uh, this is a fact to what I just heard just very recently, but apparently she wasn't called her her real name is something else, and she wasn't known as Molly Brown until after the Titanic. I'm, huh. for, I'm forgetting could, now what her her actual be. first. Well, name of course, was. there's a famous musical that was based on Debbie Reynolds. Carrie, right. Carrie's there he mom. is. Theoden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who just recently passed away? Edward Woodward passed away like a oh, week, a week ago. Oh Aww. my gosh! Yeah, like a week ago he passed God, away. Way to bring it down. Yeah, I Drake. know. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, everyone was talking about. Oh so yeah, well. he was the equalizer. He was in Breaker Morant, and it's like he was in all those things, and he was great. But he was also the captain of the Titanic. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah, but no one, you know, that's that's kind of a black mark on the resume. You don't want to. Well, according, <laughs> yeah, according to some people, but I think he's great in this. Edward that's Woodward. that's awesome. Do they have Ugnaughts working in the yeah, Titanic. Yeah, like, well, they do. In a sense, there is some forced perspective, and there are some little people on set to make them look bigger here. Some of this is a real engine room of a real ship, and they literally have, like, kids and little people to make all the to machinery look huge. bigger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I expect somebody to toss 3PO in the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chewie's going to come in and rescue 3PO. Of course, a bit of, the, uh, a bit of uh, an indication. Uh, I like the fact that he doesn't really go into it this much um, at, at this level, but, of course, there's the the... Um, the juxtaposition of the classes where you've got the, the yeah. beautiful room and stuff like that, and then you've got these people toiling away yeah. literally day and night. Yeah, you literally, constantly. literally have the Ugnaughts, and uh, yeah. Yeah, literally down below. The, the Morlocks. Uh, the Morlocks yeah, are down exactly, below. The Morlocks. And that's, that's civilization at the time. That's, that's society of the time. That's, that's the time. civilization now. Well, it's, well this, is, <laughs> this is largely British. I mean, the British, mostly what you're seeing here is British culture, and British culture is much more about class than even American culture is. I mean, America, the American myth is no matter where you start, you can rise up. The British myth is where you start is where you're going to end. I yeah. mean, literally, so you might as well just get happy If your dad's it. a coal miner, you're a coal miner, yeah. and that's yeah. it. And that, that's the British mindset, certainly at this time. Um, they, they've, they've loosened up a little bit. These are all digital people populating, I believe, yeah. a model. I believe it was a model. Yeah, it was a, it's, a, oh. it's a model with digital water. That big flyover shot yeah. that's coming up certainly is uh, – and and again, like like we kind of uh, uh, briefly touched on, like nowadays, digital water, it's it's a thing you do. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. not cheap or or simple, but but it's doable. People know how to do it, stuff like that. Back then, this was still the time it was where a big, it's like big deal. digital water. My God! Fun 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 fact here: um, this, this shots of dolphins is one coming up where it's a side shot where you see the dolphin leap out of the water in front of the bow. That's actually a shot from Under Siege. A, um, <laughs> that one. No, it's coming up where you see the bow. It's this one. Uh, that's a, you'll, you'll see that exact same shot in Under Siege, <laughs> except that that's originally the battleship. And they've just digitally – the dolphin and the water are real. Nice. And they've just put the Titanic in place <laughs> of the battleship. But that exact same shot is in Under Siege. That's amazing. And that's a recycle from, from a, a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> 
it, it just goes to show you that not even Titanic is above recycling shots. Stock foot, hey, stock yeah. footage, always welcome if you can do stock footage. Now, one of the things, talk about Echoes, one of the things, because the, the wreckage of the Titanic, the bow is so iconic, because it's really the only recognizable part left. I mean, the thing split in half, the, the stern is a ruin, you know, but the, the bow is still the bow, and it's mm-hmm. very dramatic. So Cameron set like 18 different key moments of the movie on the bow of the ship because it, it has that iconic status to it. This is one, and of course the I'm Flying is coming up later, and they keep, whenever you see the Titanic, it's always you come at it from the bow, and right. go, there's the bow, and it's very dramatic coming out of the, the in, mist. Including the, um, just now was the big king of the world moment, which yeah. people seem to have missed <laughs> in some sense, because because as, as there's the big flyover, like you were saying. Yeah, this is the one. Um, it's, a real, it's a model ship, digital people, and digital water. Yeah. But, digital um, smoke, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that when he won the Oscar for, for – oh, Famously, yeah. yeah. When he won the Oscar for Titanic – Well, first he, of all, you have to start with the fact that he's James Cameron and everyone already thinks he's a douchebag. Right, right. So he goes up there. He wins the Oscar and he's, he's basically so overwhelmed with emotion that all he can, he all he can do is the repeat the line from the movie. And everyone's like, God, what an asshole. He thinks he he's the up, best he in stand, the world. He stands up on the podium and says, I'm the king of the world. Yeah. He, he, and in fact, he actually he doesn't even say that. He says, "I feel like I'm, I'm the king of the world." world. No, but no, everyone only well, gets, "I'm the king of the world." God, what an asshole James Cameron is! He well, they also he's forget that they also forget that was after a five minute speech about let's all be quiet for a moment and remember all the people who died on the Titanic. Right. You know, he, he kind of cheapened his own moment by then ending by saying, "And now with that said, I'm the king of the world." Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, weren't those two separate things? Wasn't that the directing one and then he said king of the world I think for that, best I, picture? I believe there was the same speech. Oh. I believe that was his acceptance speech for best picture. All right. As a bonus feature of this commentary, we're here to inform you that you can find Kathy Bates naked in about Schmidt <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at play in the fields of the Lord. I Kathy mean. Bates is I'm I like Kathy I, Bates. I, love I Kathy like her Bates. with her clothes on. She's incredible. <laughs> she is amazing. How do you guys Okay, we're watching Titanic and saying it's cool. How do you feel about fried green tomatoes? <laughs> I actually really like Kathy Bates, and I, I like Kathy Bates I like a, lot. Her a lot too. She's always very, very Just strong. Whatever she does, on, she's great. I think she's pretty. And and we should mention what's what's this actress's name? <laughs> this Kate, oh, Kate Winslet. Kate something. She never amount to anything. Trust something me. Winslet. Kate Winslet. I. You know, These this, are all great actors. Kate, not her. I don't know her. But. Well, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I do she, know her. She, I, yeah. Who is that's, she? That's um. She's one of those four four four. She's one of those something? that gals. Yeah, yeah. yeah I re- got, and oh, and, shit. and I we have to look her up. She was in um. She was in yeah. Unforgiven, and she had a child with Clint Eastwood. Um, and I actually, Ugh. yeah, I actually actually met her at a SAG function, and she's very cool. She's a very nice lady. And, and she, uh, looking at her, well, like, she's great. I'm looking at her face to face, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to. I should be able to say I love you in something. Isn't it something Forrester? Something like that? Uh, no, it's not that. It's it's. And I should know her name. And these are all these are all shots of uh, of James Cameron. Sketching, James Cameron right? does the sketching. Yeah, exactly. He's a talented motherfucker. He's a, yeah, he started as you know in the art department at you know, Corman movies and things like that. And and here we you know they, they touch on the class system here is is and of course it becomes more and more important later <laughs> in the film where people were literally like people of the lower classes will go well we need to wait till the rich people get in the boats first and they accept that that is how things are that how that's how that society so is. here's our three word review Titanic is deep <laughs> wah wah Kate Winslet I. Kate Winslet was not her first movie. She'd already done um, uh, uh, Creatures. Uh, Heavenly Creatures. Heavenly so. Creatures. She'd done at least and done some other work in Australia and New Zealand. This was certainly her you know, big breakout. And uh, again, I think d- totally deserving. She's proven since that you know she wasn't just – didn't get lucky by getting this role, that she's actually quite, 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 quite good. Francis Fisher Francis Fisher. And I, I went to a – What else has she been in? Because, Unforgiven yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. Um, 
I went to a SAG function as a SAG meeting about internet stuff, and she sat next to me, and I'm, she's very personable, and we're making conversation. And the whole time I'm going, oh, I'm supposed to know who – I know I, know I should you. know who you are, and I feel bad that I can't put a name to it. And uh, you know, later I went home, and I was like, oh, Titanic! God, Jesus! And then, and then I found out, you know, fun fact, that she – after Unforgiven, she and Clint Eastwood had a child. So, uh, you know. Oh, you meant in real life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's God. The, she's the main whore That's in Unforgiven. That's some right there. Yeah. And then when she, you have a child with Clint Eastwood in real life, you have a child with Clint Eastwood in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and do, it, do you think during it, he asked eternity. her if she felt lucky? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's not do this. Yeah, let's not go there. Anyway. So oh, melodramatic. And, and I would. Oh. And of course, if I were Clint Eastwood, that's what I'd say yeah. every time <laughs> I had sex. That and of would course, be my the, dirty talk. The stern, <laughs> the stern of the Titanic is the other iconic point that they keep setting ec- echoes uh, of. Of course, they're going to have, you know. And if I recall correctly. They even hang a lantern on it because at the end she's going to go, hey, this is where we met. Yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly, and right Either right about the time. Oh, that's kind of a bad Starfield. Uh, well, it, it's it's an impossible Starfield, as we know from Moon yeah. Pictures. You can't, you couldn't get that you shot. Couldn't expose it to couldn't, that. it couldn't happen. The uh, either right before, during, or after this movie came out, or perhaps I, I had somehow in my young state picked up on the hype. I became very interested in the Titanic and got a few books on it. And one of the more interesting things I remember was that the stern hangs over the. Uh, the water like a hundred feet up. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. an insanely. It's oh, yeah. just this big. Yeah. fucking I've actually been giant, very interested. Been very interested in Titanic before this film came out, and then I kind of lost interest for a little while, and then this film came out, and I'm like, ah, Titanic. You know, I actually shit. I had the same <laughs> thing you? happen with tornadoes <laughs> and Twister. So, so now I'm thinking Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Ah. Bill Paxton inspires people to to study. <laughs> they talk topics. about it here in a second the effect of of cold water and how when it gets that cold, it's just pain yeah you, you don't even you respond to you, you don't even respond to it it's just a visceral i can't breathe yeah no i, I forget i've been in water that cold it's in 30 degree water i don't know if it was 30 degrees but i've been in 30 degrees i've is, been in so cold i can't breathe water <laughs> i think the coldest I, I jumped into a pool that was 50 degrees once uh-huh. which was don't ever do Enough. that uh-huh. that was plenty trust me you get into a pool that's like 68 70 degrees you're like that's i'll get used to this in a few minutes but like 50 degree water which is very, very, very warm compared to this water. Mm-hmm. It, it's still this intense. I had a buddy. Who was beautiful in the pol- lighting here. I had beautiful a buddy. Who was in the beautiful polar everything. Bear club. You guys familiar with the polar bear club? Where yeah. you, yes. you go swimming in like forty degree water. Well, they ru- they that's why they they're rubbing themselves with snow because by the time they get in the water, it's warmer than they are. Well, snow is actually a good insulator. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Surprisingly enough, for whatever reason, well, don't it's ask not, me. Not going to do you much good in the water. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But, but it's, um, I. As when an insulator, like for an igloo, igloo or something, sure. Well, I, was a kid, I like I how he takes one, one more little yeah. drag off it. Cigarettes like, oh. are like gold, come on, <laughs> when you're a homeless guy. When I was Jesus a kid, Christ. we had the chance to uh, – we went on a trip to Antarctica. And wow. Yeah. It was, it was back in the day before – like now they actually have normal like cruises that go down there. <laughs> but in the day, they didn't. That's so it was awesome. a Canadian tour company that leased a Russian science ship. And this wasn't actually too far. The Keldish, I'm sure. The Russian sage. The yeah, academic Yoffi. Yeah. But uh, the <laughs> ship's doctor was this stout shipsky, <laughs> the stout barrel-shaped Russian woman. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Svetlana. She really was. And whenever we went ashore on these like various islands and things to to walk around, she would dive into the Antarctic Ocean and go for a swim and Damn. swim in Antarctic water, and claimed it was good for her or whatever. I don't know, but. She's dead I'm now. I'm sure I put hair on her chest. <laughs> Very wah, sturdy wah. people, those Russians. She was yeah. a shot putter, I'm sure. Now, this now, can, can somebody re- refresh my memory as to why she's committing suicide? Because she's trapped because in she's a terrible... Because she's trapped on a precipice in the... Yeah, the because... there, is a bit of a, there is a bit of a jump st- stylistically that because you don't really see whatever the specific trigger is that makes her go suddenly this batshit. Have you ever known a crazy chick? You don't need to see it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surely something. It could have been anything. Bro- broken shoelace. You don't know. It could well, be. Yeah. Anything. With with. I mean, we've we've seen the 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 situation that she's in. I mean, I mean, uh, talking about yeah. you know being. We know we know that she's trapped, but she, we didn't see like a a, a key moment. The moment that made her go, ah, I'm, gonna I'm done. It. Yeah. It was just the the. The dinner, as far as I yeah. always understood, she was like, "I can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> I Even can't the, do this." But anymore. much worse things are going to happen. She's not going to be leaping off the boat right. later. But anyway, the now of course we have to acknowledge that one of the reasons why this movie was so phenomenally popular was because it got, unlike many blockbusters, it got the teenage girls in. And here's your scene that explains. I mean, basically, you could take this scene. This is scene. This scene is a better written non-vampiric Twilight scene. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. This is a scene right out of Twilight. If Twilight was competently made, <laughs> you know, this is exactly the emotions that a 15 year old girl who would go see Twilight loved this movie for as well. You know, yeah. They, yeah. they love this. But, but this is actually a, a more healthy role model. ultimately yes. <laughs> That we're dealing. I'm with. also noticing that, uh, River Phoenix as young Indiana Jones has the same haircut that Jack Dawson has. Yeah, the yeah. short hair with the very long blonde bangs. Well, it's the same time period. It's the you know early movie was. Century. In, in, yeah. yeah, in terms of making movies, not <laughs> not. Oh, no, in, in the movie world, I'm is saying. it too? Oh, yeah, right. Because young Indiana Jones, he would have be been in the. the teens. Not, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Don't He's qu- too young for this shit. Don't question my Indiana shit. Jones knowledge. Yeah, I'm hey. sorry. I'm sorry. What were you thinking? By the way, this was shot by Russell Carpenter, who, strangely enough, was the DP I had just done worked with a few years before on Pet Cemetery Two. Nice. And strangely, you know, it's kind of strange to go. You know, next thing I know, Russell's winning an Oscar for it, which I'm sure he must was one of the ones they won for this was Russell winning the Oscar. And I was like, geez, you know, four or five years ago, I was on the set. You know, I was in Georgia, in a little town in Georgia, sitting having lunch with that Here guy. Russell's very cool. Point. Oh. Nick. Russell's a very cool guy. He's a great guy, very easygoing, and I was very happy that you know he's 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 made it big in doing movies like this. I always wonder in situations like this, and it happens in Pirates of the Caribbean too, uh, not Pirates of the Caribbean, comma, T-O-O, where the the guy appears to be at very first glance in a compromising position with the female that is you know empowered with some sort of uh, status thing, and then the guy always says, "Kill him" or whatever, like the one yeah. the, the knee jerk thing. And there's never just a, "Here's what just happened." Let me give you one and a half sentences worth of explanation, and this will make sense now. Uh-huh. They always just shut the hell up. Like Jack Sparrow doesn't say. <laughs> no, I just Dude. saved her life. The only like, there's like a throwaway line, like, oh, no, it seems enough to condemn it. Like, there's the only thing. It's like the only thing you get. And the same thing here, where it's like, well, I, no, I believe thanks are in order. Well, no, asshole. it's just it's just the kind of thing where, again, based on based on the situation, it's just like. You wouldn't believe me if I did tell you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, yeah. he knows. He's like, oh, this looks so bad. Yeah. It's like I could start talking, but it's not going to. Not going to do a thing. Bernard Fox over there. Bernard Fox, the, the elderly British gentleman over there. Bernard we used to be on Bewitched. He was uh, was Doctor Bombay, I think, on the Bewitched television series. Um, and he was, he was. I did. I worked with. Yep, it won Bernard the Oscar to, for best cinematography. I worked with Bernard on. A, he did. A, he did the voice of uh, of. Uh, a bulldog for a, a puppet show that I did. I actually <laughs> hired Bernard to be in the voice of a bulldog, and he was a fantastic bulldog named Winston. And it's just the sweetest, most easygoing guy. And that was long before he did this movie. So it's always like, hey, look, it's Bernard. I love, I, I do love uh, uh, Leo's look just then. She's like, she's telling What's the story, and he's looking at her like, yeah. Okay. What, what are you doing? Now, here's she, this is she's the story actually, you're going to go with? Here, what's great, what I, what I enjoy about this is here she's actually using. The the way people see her is right. like I'll just play like the stupid girl now, and yeah. that's how we'll fix this. Because only, the only explanation is I'm so dumb. Yeah, look how I was so dumb. I did a dumb thing because I'm a me. girl. I'm just a girl. I'm so stupid. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine being uh, 
very, very unhappy in a stuffy situation where every night is cigars and brandy, and you you never talk about anything on like a, a deep level. It's just you, politics. Well, you never and, get to talk. You just sit there and look pretty. Well, yeah. when you're the girl, yeah. But even the guys like, hey, oh, oh, back to our brandy, hmm? you know, diva. Like I, I, I get really cramped just thinking about. Sounds their lives. awesome to me. I'm well, okay. <laughs> to, yeah. Well, remember, they didn't to have, have they didn't have, have Twitter the, then. To have all the money <laughs> in the world and get to do that, then I'm fine. Well, with it. exactly. Yeah, they but have... I can see how after years of that, you'd be growing up in that, never having any other experiences, and not going that this is great. Well, that, that, that again, this is a, a, a cultural. Obviously, it's been heightened for a movie, but it's not un, unrealistic. That again, there's there was the. This is what you do. There was the this is what is accepted and this is if you're a member of high society and of course Rose's mom is all about being doing things properly for high society and even though they're they're essentially broke and she's hiding that fact. There is just so much about emphasis on this is how you do things and it's it's real. It's 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 real for the time. I mean, but but what you're saying is is very true. I mean, nowadays especially I th- and I think because of how how uh, open the world has become in terms of communication and stuff like that. We see all yeah. these different ways of living you can have. But back then, it's like this is what you <laughs> yeah. do. When this you turn life. 20, you go, you drink brandy every night with, with your chums and talk yeah. about politics and you blah, blah, blah. You get a job at your dad's law firm yeah. and you're done. Yeah, you never, you never question it. And really, what else is there to do with your life, yeah. quite frankly? You've got all the money in the world and this is what you do when you have money. And if you're and if you're at the bottom of the totem pole, it's not like you can go to YouTube and and right. s- see what people elsewhere live like. It's right. Like, well, this is it, you know. Yeah. Now, once again, Billy Zane coming in. Just he 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 does everything in this movie, but just literally tie her to a railroad yeah. track. <laughs> <laughs> just because they didn't bring a railroad track. Well, with that was them a little bit of boat. a jump cut there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. They're but, like uh, speed it up, put her hand on this, it. But this character, as and and our our good friend William Goldman points out, this this character literally is like from an eighteen eighteen nineties melodrama, and you know doesn't belong in any movie, much less this. He needs one. the mustache to twirl. Yeah, he literally he should, he should have a curly. He mustache. should twirl those Fu Manchus on his head. That's what he should. And be twirling. he gets to say Wax every every one of his di- lines of dialogue is just so. I am the villain. It must be so fun to be able to just come in, like if that's all your part is, and just come in day after yeah, day and, and just go, be the douchebag over and over again. Well, this will be easy for me, you know. And it's it's it's. I think Billy Zane is actually quite a good actor. He's unfortunately, I don't know if it's his choices or just a series of bad luck, but boy, he's been in a whole bunch of not that great movies. He was in the Phantom right around. He this was time in the too. Phantom, and I think he's good in the Phantom. And I think there's a lot of great things in the Phantom, but overall, not a great movie. Um, and he's also notorious because he's the one who did the the movie in the Middle East a couple of years ago, where he's the evil American who's trying to sell Arabic organs to Jews. Or whatever the hell that movie was what? about. There's a movie that was that Syriana? Was that couple? No, no, uh, no. It's not a movie that was released here. It was oh. a movie that everyone goes. That's outrageous that they would make a movie like that, and that Billy Zane would appear in such a thing. It's a it's a foreign made movie about, you know, some heinous conspiracy about how they're harvesting Arabic children to sell their organs to Jews, and Billy Zane is the evil American who's doing it, or whatever. You know, it's a thriller in another country. They they didn't make the Arabs the bad guys. They made the Americans the bad guys, and we as Americans somehow found exception to that. We didn't enjoy that. We said that's not done, and we should chastise Billy Zane for appearing in such a travesty of a movie. Well, hey, at least nowadays he just gets kind of like you know chastised on TMZ as opposed to blacklisted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, it is, again, this is uh, just fantastic production design and attention to detail here. Uh, just what are you looking at? Everything. I mean, the costuming and the, uh, the, the, know, the set decoration and everything else. Now, famously, the, the Titanic is not full size. You know, the, this Titanic set is the whole Titanic stem to stern, but it's not, quote-unquote, full size. It's not scaled down is not the correct way to say it either. They literally 
cut chunks out of the middle of it and just squeezed it together and accordion it together. So it's not like everything is like one-tenth, you know, nine-tenth scale. It's just if you looked at it, it's not as long as the real Titanic. They literally just took out sections from the full size because they just couldn't build the full they, well, size. Well, they could have, but they couldn't have fit it in the, the in tank studio. in Mexico. In the, in the slot, yeah. Yeah, exactly. the, the Fox the Baja Studios. Or raise it up because they literally do – it is – you know, engineered to raise they sink up. the motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, and sink and do everything else. Now, now, one of the things that's, you know, a perspective that you guys certainly can't possibly have is, of course, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't know where the Titanic was. All we knew was that it sank. The Titanic was just a big mystery. We'll never know what happened to the Titanic. It's not like we could ever that's find it right. now. right. I vaguely, vaguely remember. Yeah. Titanic was found by Ballard in, like, the mid-'80s, yeah. you know, and it was, like, a huge thing. Like, we found the Titanic? Are you kidding me? I mean, for people of my we generation. We can't do that. Yeah. It, it like, vanished into the Bermuda like, Triangle. Yeah, literally, like, the, the idea that you could actually find the Titanic or that there would even be anything left to find is, was mind-boggling. And uh, you know Ballard did it in you know eighty something. We could we could look it up, but it was it changed everything, including including the fact that we the the eyewitness reports were vastly different. You know there was a big controversy: did it break in half? Did it not break in half? Some people I remember some that. people I said it did. That. Some people said it didn't. Well, we'll never know. How will we know? You know, we finally we find. Well, it's in two pieces, a mile <laughs> apart. So I Wait, think what, it broke. What in were half. the? Uh, how did the eyewitness reports? Differ from what happened. Some well, not everyone saw it go down and go back up, and then there were different reasons for well, why why did it do that? One of the explanations was well, it rose up and cracked in half, and then the, t- the stern the, went down the later. Yeah, the, but other yeah. people just said it, it it rose up a little bit, it went back down, it rose up a little bit, and then it sank. They didn't you know notice they didn't, they didn't see, see that. it break. And what ended up happening was that it went up and then it broke, and then the other piece was kind of just ripping off, and it pulled that up, and then that part broke off, and it was just sort of floating there, bobbing until it sank, and then it sank straight down. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, which which we now probably, know. Probably a lot of those eyewitnesses were the ones who were first off the ship and were so far they couldn't yeah. see. In that. other words, assholes. <laughs> well, Maybe. I, eyewitnesses, as any defense or any attorney will tell you, eyewitness data is the worst kind of yes. testimony. Eyewitness data, you, you don't want, if you go to court with just eyewitness data, you're going to lose. You, you want some DNA if you want to try and <laughs> win the case because eyewitness data, you can poke holes in it because eyewitness data is tremendously unreliable, especially in a case like this where people have no frame of reference. Everyone's panicked. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know, you, I know what you think you saw, but... Let's take and you're it decidedly account. worried about something else. And then else fucking the Poseidon, yeah. not the ship, the god, yeah. came Hang out of the sea. <laughs> it's like, well, you, sir, and are the an expert. little ex- mermaid was there, and she was laughing. So you, sir, are an expert at watching gigantic ocean liners sink. Is that correct? No, just the one. Well, then I don't think we need to listen to your testimony, do we? Now, this right here is, again, underscoring that, you know, the two different worlds thing. And it's, it's actually kind of – it shows what a radical she is, that she'll even go down to third class and talk to this guy and, uh, and how she's scandalized that he should ask her such a question as, well, do you love the guy or not? You know, that's, you don't ask that. It, it's, again, it's, it seems so quaint, but uh, it's, it's, that was life. September 1st, 1985. Uh, a joint American-French expedition led by Jean-Louis Michel and Dr. Robert Ballard located the wreck using side-scan sonar. Yeah. Wow. And it was the, the gigantic coffee table book that came out after that in the first TV documentaries. It was just amazing. It's like, you know, like there's the Titanic. I mean, what year t- again? What year? 85. 85. 85. So, you know, to be able to see... You know, for me, you know, 85, I was 25 years old. You know, so the Titanic was, you know, a missing, you know, a great mystery for my entire life. And then suddenly, no, we found it. You know, <laughs> there it is. We, oh, we oh. learned all kinds of amazing it's things. It's a boat. It's and right by there. the way, it did break in half. So there you go. Yeah. 
Although there was I, – I seem to recall there was still a controversy. They're like, well, well, did it break in half on the surface or after it went down? Yeah, or did yeah. it? Yeah. It's pretty much pretty clear that it, it did. Now now we figured it out. The, pretty just much. pretty much the way that they, they, yeah. they illustrate in this movie. Ah, something that at one point we didn't know and then we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, sure well, is good that we stopped looking. Yeah. <laughs> What are God sank the boat. Yeah. That's that's yeah. all we Sci- need to know. Science science doesn't know everything because if it did, we'd stop. Yeah. So, how remarkable! And if if only we could continue to do such things. Yes. If only we could apply <laughs> that same method to other mysteries. <laughs> such as okay, but you have to admit, being a woman in this society at this time, that sucks. That's bad. Sucks. Bad. Big Not time. good. Well, it's well. I mean, yeah. Unless you're unless you are the kind of person. Who would occasionally look at the cat and be like, "That is the life." <laughs> no yeah. responsibilities, just get to curl up in front of the fire and occasionally fuck something. That is the life. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you had that mindset, I suppose you would find it quite quite wonderful. But uh, I imagine yeah, I'm sure there are many. There were I'm many. Su- I'm sure there were plenty. I mean, that's that's probably why stuff like women's rights and suffrage <laughs> took so long because a lot of them were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's wait, not, hey, whoa, let's wait. think about this here for a second. But um, let's not be hasty, guys. Yeah, you want me to have to do stuff? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, whoa. And it, and it took all the other women being like, no, 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 it's not have to, it's get to, right. you know, <laughs> choose to, oh, choose to. I see. Oh. Astor, I wonder if he was this big of a prick. I mean, obviously, the famous story about him yeah, is that Ismay, he, Ismay. he got. Is that Ismay? Ismay. Astor. Oh, Astor is the other guy. Astor right? just a millionaire this who's is, on the boat. Yeah, this is the guy that. It was like his project. It always weirded yeah. me out, by well, the way. Oh, Ismay, but the Ismay, ones, the ones, Ismay is – oh, read the historical – Ismay is a real a major douche. <laughs> really? Ismay, I mean, Ismay so, actually also – he did have to kind of go, so how is it, Mr. Ismay, you didn't die? Well, yeah, the whole idea of how, that was, why that's, he's that's, on a lifeboat. That's life the one boat. story that everyone knows yeah. is that he, he got on the ship. Yeah. He, he's like, women and children first, gets on. No, he totally was a company man in all the inquests and trials that came after. He, he, he was lying. He was Paul Reiser in Aliens. He li- yes, he absolutely is. He is absolutely Paul Reiser in Aliens. He was the easy, I do not recall. I, yeah. I'm afraid I do not he recall. He was you know, scapegoating the dead people and, mm. you know, trying to get people to coerce people into, you know, telling, telling the right kind of the truth and so on. Although, you know, there's that, but then there's um, uh, a couple of character bits of the supporting characters that um, – uh, characterizations that cause some trouble for uh, Cameron later on. But we'll the, get to Well, that yeah, the, yeah, the first officer certainly. Yeah, yeah. The family was not pleased. But, uh, first officer? Uh, light taller. Is Light Toller? Yeah. I don't remember his name, but there's there's a guy who um there, there's a character here who who you see throughout the whole movie who you see throughout the whole thing, and then when the ship is going down, we'll see it. Everyone's trying to get oh, on. Oh, is the, the guy that shot himself? He, yeah, he he's the guy himself. who who kills himself. Yeah. And and it was like it's, it's what, in dispute that, whether yeah, that happened. It's like that. Well, that character existed. That oh, person he's re- he's existed. very real. He's that very person real. existed and and did uh, not survive. According to yeah, and according to eyewitness testimony, there was an I, I believe there was. An officer who shot himself, but I don't. Th- the, the argument is yeah, they're not the same person. So the estate took took a problem yeah, with that. The estate was like, uh, yeah. "You made him look like a coward who fucking killed himself," and that's not how it went down. Yeah. <laughs> say, what? Well, well, were you there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ultimately, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Ultimately, yeah. You, again, it's I. They did apologize. It's eyewitness testimony. You know, like, do you believe the guy who ran by at five, you know, fifty miles an hour? Like, yeah. I saw a guy shoot himself. I think it was light taller, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like who knows? You know, like, good enough for me. Yeah, but but uh, can't, this was always a funny bit where he's got a mouthful of loogie right yeah. here. And by the way, spitting. By the way, spitting, teaching her to spit, pay off later. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, right, with Cal. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, storytelling is easy. Um, the, the, what's funny is... <laughs> if that, you're good at it. Yeah, I know. What, what's funny is... Uh, this scene really does make me gag because he's got a mouthful of snot right now. Like, I'm just sitting here going like... And of course he doesn't right now. That's acting and, and context, you know, but it's gross. I, the reason we all love Kathy Bates in this movie is because she's given the Han Solo role she of these totally chicks. Does. She's yeah. the one relatable one that thinks it's all bullshit. Yeah. Hokey weapons and giant hats may be fun for some people, kid, but I'll tell you. I love this. You got a jacket or something because they're <laughs> yeah. going to gonna make fun yeah, of you. Yeah, she's like you, – because well, they, they point out that she's new money. And, you know, again, you know, she's, she's not born into this society, and that's why they don't like her either. <clears throat> they sort of have to accept her because she's rich. Mm-hmm. That is a nice suit. Yeah, got to no. say. I don't think he looks that good in it. It's Howard Hughes. <laughs> it totally. Speaking of Howard Hughes. Oh, dear. Would, way, would, way Hell's, feature. would Hell's Angels way be one of feature. those most expensive movies ever? Certainly one of, yeah, up there. But uh, not like all time, I don't think, compared to others. Well, I just, you know, The Aviator. Probably, I'm sure it's probably pretty high. Though. Just shot it over and over again. Now here, I believe we're about to see. Okay, this is, of course. Shined his hair up with whale blubber. All the, the, all the deaf people reading guys. the subtitles are happy to know that we're, lo- reading, we're listening, we're listening to, the to the Blue Danube. Yeah, what is that? Now... Now here's a this is the grand staircase. Now here's a here's a fun and bizarre historical fact that I picked God, up. God, that's a gorgeous little area. Though. It's a beautiful thing. And the grand staircase. This this set, as they will happily tell you in the special features and so on, this set is based on the original blueprints of the original grand staircase. Mm-hmm. And this is as, as to spec as it possibly can be. This it's is a, this is essentially exactly what it looked like. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Now when oh, they man. now when they now fl- I want to cut uh, a version of that. That's awesome. Later so, later of course in the movie there's a there's a great dramatic scene where this floods. You know, glass shatters and it goes. This set, yeah. This, so this set, this set floods completely, and they did this whole scene. Now, when they shot it, um, what they discovered in a very kind of shocking, traumatic moment is the thing tore loose. It, it's buoyant. It's made of wood. It tore loose from its mountings at the end. You know, as the, as the room flooded, and and you know, it was a little bit of a scary situation for a little while because this thing broke loose and started to float upwards, and all the stunt people were like, "Yikes!" So everyone, everything was fine. Everything was okay. Um, but that suddenly kind of solved or maybe helped solve a strange mystery, which is when they go <laughs> to the actual Titanic and they go down and they see it in this movie, they say, here we are with where the grand staircase was. And, of course, it's gone. Like all the wood, it's gone from the ship. But on closer inspection, they kind of realize that the grand staircase is not gone like the rest of the wood on the ship is gone. The grand staircase is just gone. Uh-huh. And the skylight is like destroyed. scooped out of the ship. And, right? Yeah, the idea and what they think happened is as the ship sank, the staircase – Broke loose, just like the real one that was made exactly the same way, because it was so buoyant. It was all up and tore through the skylight and went up and was probably floating on the surface. And and they speculate, and there were probably lots of people on it. It's just that no one ever found the grand staircase in the search after. Whoa! It's like a really expensive episode of MythBusters. Yeah, it would have been this (laughs) James Cameron. It would have been this colossal piece of floating wreckage. That if you know someone could have gotten if somebody them. saw on the horizon, they yeah. go, oh, "Okay, well, it's, it's a piece of it's an iceberg." Of you always have you always have with a, a disaster movie the opportunity you would not have if you were in that situation to go. No, here's what I would do. You know, if oh, hijackers on a plane, I'd break apart a CD and I go stab him with it. Like yeah, that exactly. Kind of shit. And then you get into it and you're just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. just running back it's and forth so, down you're the like, aisles. You're like Lex from Jurassic Park with your hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the it's just the, shrieking. You, since you don't know how the movie ends or if you're the main character or not, you right. don't know whether or not you should do that stuff. You're fucked. If you're black, you're gonna fuck faster. And yeah. the um, the thing that always people said about Titanic, and I I get it, and I'm glad I. I've had the opportunity in my life to say this about a shipwreck situation, so in case I'm ever in one, I can think ahead. But they're like, 
So why didn't everyone just grab something that was wood? Just grab something. Mm-hmm. Pull a door off the hinges and just go for that. Well, when this movie came out, they did, I did. And then they died in five minutes because of the cold. cold. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Then sure. they froze to death. And, uh, well, you can't help. Is that John Lithgow? <laughs> I remember when this movie, I remember when Titanic came out, my mom was like, okay, now. What you should have done if you were in this situation, you should immediately she, run that down. That came from Whoville. Did you see that? My God. <laughs> uh, she is. Oh, her? Right there. Yeah, my yeah. goodness. Totally from Whoville. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, immediately run down to the galley, find as much lard and fat as you can, and just start <laughs> slathering yourself in it and covering yourself as much as you can. Because that's, you know, fat and lard is a good insulator. I'd do that even if I wasn't on a ship that was sinking. That sounds awesome. If you know you're going to end up in ice cold water, you need as much insulation as you can. Smart. And you you don't want to layer up on clothes because you're just going to soak up more water. You know what I'd do? I'd get in a lifeboat because that's what they're for. (laughs) Yeah, you run down to the galley. Everybody else runs the lifeboat. (laughs) Silly fools. You finally get the lifeboat. You're like, I'm ready to go, guys. Don't they know we have lard? What are you guys doing in the yeah. lifeboats? We've got a bunch yeah. of Crisco. <laughs> Here, he, he won't. Now stuff. I want a MythBusters. That he won't freeze. I want to. Not my whole body, but I want to yeah. like lather up my hand in Crisco and stick it into ice water. <laughs> he he won't freeze to death. Oh, he's covered in large, sir. I yeah. assure you, he can. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, class against class. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just being a total douche. What to a him. bitch! Bitch! You oh, bitch. but he pulls it off. He charms the crap out yeah. of him. And the snail says, look at the escargot. I don't think there's ever a situation throughout history where that human being who in our current existence is known as Leonardo DiCaprio could be sitting at that table and the women would be like trying to like get to his like sugar in. Like, they'd, <laughs> yeah. just, they'd just be sitting there just like, like cheek on fist going, oh. He's yeah. awesome. Well, well, her mom would – you know, yeah. the mom character would continue to be a bitch. But yeah, all the all the other girls would be like – what? Oh, I want to be poor. Look at the way he talks with his face moving like yeah. that. That's a, that, that throwaway line. I don't know which one to use. Just start from the outside and work your way in. Mm-hmm. Which I, is good I, advice. I, I, I know. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I still yeah. use that. Yeah. 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 Totally good advice. Wow. That's, that's actual caviar, by the way. Actual yeah. Yeah. Is caviar. caviar there. And like, that's why hyper, this movie is so expensive. Yeah, exactly. is, is caviar really that expensive or is it just not cheap? It's Well, it's, it's, the good stuff is, is yeah. real expensive. Like 50 bucks a can, 200 bucks a can. More than you that. You can get up there. How, 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 big, how big a can? How big is Yeah, how can? big a can? Where's it coming from? I mean, just the same with bottles of wine, champagne. It's like, yeah, if you've got it to spend, someone's got it to sell to you. I, 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 I've never had any, but I imagine it tastes like shit. I, I like I it a lot. I think I'm it's a big just, fan of caviar. I, I imagine it's just kind of salty. Is that how it, I've it's never like had it's it? It's a little fishy salty. and salty, but I, I actually really like it. I've developed a taste for it. I mean, I do mm-hmm. like it. I don't. I don't. I've never had the good stuff. You know, the the Russian beluga. Well, $100. I feel that I'm the same way about champagne. I've had yeah. like the the five dollar bottles. I and can't I'm tell like, the I difference. I like this champagne. Yeah. So I imagine yeah. if I ever get a two hundred dollar bottle, I'll be like, great. Yeah, you know, yeah. I actually can't tell the difference between good champagne or uh-huh. cheap yeah. There's champagne. a there's a funny or, line or about that on the show How I Met Your Mother where they're like, let's get that two thousand bottle uh, dollar bottle of uh, what was it bourbon, and they're like. Wow, this tastes bad. Can I get a Diet Coke, Chaser? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, like many things, it is an acquired taste. I mean, you might taste it and go, why is this so awful and expensive? It's like, well. Which always, which always puts the question in my mind is, who is the first guy to go, I'm going to eat this for now? It's like, on. I'm yeah. going to goddamn like, like it. This is hard. Escargot is a perfect to, example. This Who's is the hard first to guy get? that went, I'm going to eat snails until I like them? 
My, 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 the one I always like is uh, the uh, the fugu fish, the the fish that's poisonous if you, uh, yes, if you don't yes, cook it right. Yes. And someone's, who kept trying? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm going to find something on this fish that won't kill you, damn it. <laughs> and I bet it's tasty. If it's the last thing I do. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, there you go. Oh. Honey, where's the dog? Oh, he had an accident. There's science for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure something here is edible. Science marches on. What's well, it's the, the Seinfeld routine about? You know, who was the first person that looked at a horse and got? I bet I can make that sticky. <laughs> glue. That's what I'm going to do with that. I'm going to make glue out of that. Join me in a brandy. Why there wouldn't be room for all of us? <laughs> good one. Good one. Yes. Now you've seen how they do it. Here's how he does it. You guys go smoke your cigars. We're going to go see flogging. I'm going to show you how you get a gal to bone you on the first date, Cal. Here's yeah. how it works. We're going to we're going to go. To and it. I didn't even give her money. Yeah, I don't even have a million dollars. Yeah, I drew a picture and I made a dance and I got her drunk. That's how we do it downtown. I always thought this was cool. How he throws it, and Leo's just like, no, "I'm going to catch it. I caught it. I'll totally catch it. Damn. Yeah. Whatever you throw, I'll catch, Cal, including your flinch. girlfriend." <laughs> so let's talk for a little bit about the uh, the biggest movies of all time, and how this isn't necessarily a high a high point on that list. Well, we can, and we and we should probably get to it before we, you know, because we're about to have a bunch of dancing and, and romancing, and Who this is probably a, a good place to do it as ever. Um, yes, uh, the this rather, I I think it's worth talking about because again. 12, we already covered it a little bit, 12, 12 years later as at this recording. Yep, yep. Not even remotely has a movie come close to, even with 10 years of ticket price inflation, not even remotely has another movie come close to making the money this movie had. Oh, by the way, uh, so, but speaking of this staircase, the... Uh, One of the um, many echoes of the staircase. Right. It's another echo moment. But um, um, trivia-wise, supposedly this staircase is, it's accurate, but it's actually scaled up a little bit. Because people on average are taller. Ah, we're taller in true. the 90s than they were in, in 1912. So it's like it would be like they were on a little play school set if yeah. they actually did it accurately. So yeah. they scaled it up to, to look proper. With the... it's, it's largely nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's largely uh, – Dr. Hannibal Lecter covers it best. In, in <laughs> good nutrition gives you length of bone, as he mm-hmm. says. And literally that's the case. If you, if you better nutrition as a child, you'll be a taller adult. And generally we have better nutrition, yep. even, even more than rich people in 1912. So, yeah, our, our average height has, has gone yeah. up by several if, inches. If you feed then. humans better, we're like, li- we're like any livestock. If you feed us better, we, get <laughs> we bigger. grow we're larger. Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, if you're raising if – you, those of you who are raising humans for food – <laughs> when they're young, feed them well. That's the key. That's it's an investment, people. Give yeah, them a head start. Okay, okay. Make big, sure big movies throughout Make history. Sure <laughs> a little less cannibalism. Uh, okay, well, I'm just saying for later when Make sure they're grain-fed, and, and they do produce a lot of methane, i got to say. So yeah. you don't want to industrially produce Good point, them, just like these Irish people. Warming. So, um, <laughs> and there was a modest proposal by, uh, by Dan Willem Dafoe. Swift, right? Dan, Dan, yeah, Swift. Exactly. Willem Dafoe. By Willem Dafoe. I can imagine Willem Dafoe proposing Daniel Dafoe. Willem Dafoe proposing or whatever the hell. Seriously. Anyway, let's talk about big grossing movies rather than <laughs> obviously my encyclopedic knowledge of British literature. <laughs> as, as, and, <laughs> and slandering famous actors <laughs> accusing Willem them of Willem Dafoe is a cannibal. That's documented. <laughs> I'm, I stand by that. Look at the guy. Well, we did watch him eat Madonna. Oh, oh! with the bang zoom. You didn't. Okay. I All don't right. get it. Anyway. That's the so. end. That's- so. You're better for it. That's why his face looks like that now, too. It's oh, a fun fight fact. We can do this oh, kind my. of stuff because this movie is nine and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. okay. Seven hours of Big which movie. is dancing. So, so Lovely action, though. I now, people that. like to talk about it, and God knows studios like to talk about, well, Dark Knight made $150 billion, zillion, trillion dollars, and, and it's the biggest movie of the decade, and yada, yada. And 
Which is true. Dark Knight was a tremendous hit by any measure. Um, but in terms of – even in terms of uninflated dollars, it didn't come close to what Titanic made just domestically. And in terms of adjusted for inflation dollars, it's off by like six Pixar movies. It's not even close <laughs> to being what Titanic made. Um, so – Thanks to the good Which, folks. by the way, it's really scary that inflation can have that much of an effect it, in 12 years. It's true. It's really very true. And uh, it's, it's over time. Longer periods of time is even more amazing. So uh, check, my, check my sources. Feel free because it's a fascinating reference. If you don't go regularly to box office mojo, um, I suggest you do if you're interested in movies because they'll keep track of weekly box office and, and all that for those who like that stuff. But they also keep track of the – Worldwide and domestic all-time greatest movies. And then, in the most fascinating to me, and I hope to you because we're about to talk about it, um, they will adjust for inflation. Where, you know, a movie from the 30s where ticket prices were 35 cents. This is is one of those moments where you're like, really? You did this shot? It is a little – it's almost cliche. It really is. But, you know, sometimes cliches are good. But, uh, you know – Oh, my God. That is John Lithgow. (laughs) It almost is. A a movie that, you know, from the 30s where the ticket prices were 35 cents can get compared – appropriately to The Dark Knight when ticket prices are $9. So if you can't compare money, you can't compare box office gross with that. So you adjust for inflation and average ticket price at the time, and now you have a number that represents how many humans went to the see that movie, which is a more indicative indication of popularity. So we're going to play a little game with the panel. Um, I have here, adjusted for inflation, the top 20 movies, going to box office mojo, the top 20 movies, and this is in terms of... I love how she's the one who's going to go home smelling of beer and yeah. like stumbling how's around. She, how's she going to explain that? <laughs> number, of, number of people who actually went to see a movie. This is, what, this is what this ranking calculates. So, without showing anyone else, we're going to test your knowledge here. And pl- play along at home if you like. What is... This is intense, by the way. This is this ridiculously. Is I don't I, to talk about a special effect. Yeah, I love. I love. Uh, she she's saying she's like, oh, you think you're hardcore? No, you, yeah. you, uh, Try this. Yeah, I had to, le- oh. Oh. I had to learn ballet, mofos. Oh. Yeah. All right, painful. Ready to play? I'm yeah. going to go with Gone with the Wind as number one. Number one. Yep. That is actually my guess. That's what as I've well. heard. That's that's is correct. The okay. One, the all time the all time most by this is domestic by the way. All time domestic. You know, not Titanic. The all time domestic movie in terms of the number of humans who went and bought a ticket and went to see this movie. Number one, far and away, never, ever, ever will be <laughs> defeated. Gone with the Wind is the most popular American movie. What is number two? Well, you said Cleopatra earlier. No, that's, with, that's expensive, that not popular. popular. I'm going to oh, go popular. with Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two is a movie you might go, is okay, well, I would have said that was number one. Uh, Star Wars? Number two is Star Wars. There you go. Oh, that's wow. Good. Number two is the original Star Wars. Number nice. three, shocker. Number three. Empire? Shrek 2. No. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's up there on Shrek, the IMDb Shrek two, list. Shrek 2 is very high up on yeah. the list, actually. It's not in top 20, but it's very high up. Shockingly high up. All right. Yeah, number that's three, why I, I said it. Number three, I number three wouldn't surprise us? <laughs> number three would, probably would surprise you guys because you're young. Number, um, number three oh. is The Sound of Music. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Sure, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That no, makes sense. Yeah. Number four. Now, number four really is shocking. And this is going to, I'm going to see number four, the all time. This is Spielberg's highest ranker. This is Jaws? a Spielberg movie. No, no, no. no. E. Not Jaws, because that's expected. E. Spielberg movie. <laughs> this is his highest, most, in terms of ticket sales, number of ticket sales, I'm most gonna popular. I'm going to go with Temple of Doom. E.T. And you said, um, you're sticking with Jaws? I'll go with E.T., actually. I'll switch to E.T. E.T. is correct. Which is kind of, you know, E.T. is, you know, not forgotten, but it's mm-hmm. not really remembered as being that big. But, but it really but it was, was yeah, quite was. a phenomenon when it came out. E.T. is one of my favorite Williams yeah. scores. Here yeah. we go. Here, here's the 
tighter to the train track moment. Yeah, this is absolutely yeah. the Snidely Whiplash. You will listen to me. Yeah. This, this, is the, this is the moment that, well, I, this would, is basically that I would this say <laughs> would be a justification for her to then run this to right. the third. Exactly. Yeah. It feels like they've re-edited this because this yeah. is the scene you would expect to see her running to the rail afterwards. Yeah. Well, this it's also it, the justification for – I mean that you almost feel like there was probably like, well, she's kind of just – She's kind of just a whore, isn't she? Like <laughs> she just, she just, she had all this stuff, and then she ran off because well, she'd rather she, be she Jack's the other wife than his whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but so, so it feels like you get this moment, and and it probably you know came up in development or whatever. Where yeah, like, as they were going, we along. really need to know that this guy is a fucker, and we really have to want her to get away from yeah. him. The uh, it's he funny. This actually, yeah, we're talking yeah. about the the lack of an incentive that he has to be this way. But it, it actually occurs to me the uh, Stanford prison experiment. If you grew up. <laughs> Being told that you're more important than everyone else, yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. you deserve yeah, your pretty absolutely. wife. And if she absolutely. doesn't want to do that, you have no. If you if you're not a very layered person, yeah. you really don't have an, an outlet no, for that. You, don't, you have you don't no choice. Do, you don't know how to deal with that. But to yeah. beat her into submission, exactly. Yeah. All right. right. So, and, and, if you're, and if you were in that society, you would you know down below you would ignore it. And, and we can't say that we can't relate to that because we. You, you have to admit that we hold Bill Gates with a certain kind of awe. Right. That we kind yeah. of go, he is truly different than us. Mm-hmm. And if tomorrow we found out that Bill Gates was on an ocean liner that sank and Bill Gates is dead, we kind of go, wow, Holy that kind of rocks died. my world yeah, to know that. that blew you know? my mind a little bit. That kind of shocks Like I've, I've, I've thought or about for, that with all the celebrities dying. I'm like, no. I, I've, I've, it's popped into my mind. I'm like, what if I wake up tomorrow and Spielberg is dead? Yeah. Someday you that's know, going to happen. I know, and that fucking blows my mind. That yeah. does blow my mind a little. No, bit. you're gonna maybe get, I'm trust morbid, me, but get, I, I look at a lot of celebrities like that, uh-huh. and I go, someday they're gonna be dead, and yeah. that's gonna be really weird. No, you're gonna yeah. trust me. The first I mean, one we're gonna world, get, the first one that we're gonna that's gonna rock our world is gonna be John Williams. Nah, he's he's uh, well, uh, our world. No, our world. Our world. Be slightly less rock. The one that the one that rocked most of the world was, of course, you Michael know, Jackson. Michael Jackson closed down the internet for a right. day by dying. <laughs> you know, that's that's a big, that's a big thing, and and and, you know, and cost still, me two jobs by the understandably by the way. shocking. Uh, of, of the fifteen guys we could list, where it's like, oh, that guy can't die. John Williams is probably the first to go. He's really yeah, old now. Quite literally. <laughs> He's going to be the first to go. Yeah. All right. So what's the rest of the list? Just All go right, through well, in there. Um, number five. We're up to number five. Number five. Um, Give us a hint. Give us a hint. Cecil B. DeMille. Oh, uh, Easy okay, one, pretty okay. much. Um, Ten Commandments? Correct. The Ten yeah. Commandments, number five. Number six. All-time domestic hmm. ticket sales. We need, we, need, we need more hints than this. <laughs> this is an easy one. Number six. Titanic, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sure. I feel like so, I've seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Look at the, There's the perspective. Gone with the Wind, Star Wars, Sound of Music, E.T. Terrestrial, Ten Commandments, Titanic. Sixth oh. on Number that six list. on the list. That's a big movie, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge, huge movie. Okay. Um, rounding it out, number seven, Spielberg's second entry. Jaws? Now I'm going to say Jaws. Yeah. Is Jaws, correct. Uh, oh, by the way, this this was another uh, slight incongruity because I believe this hymn was written about oh, uh, two years after the Titanic yeah. sank. Yeah. Which, which you hear all the time because it's a famous But it's got the peril on the sea line. That's why so they used yeah. it. That's why they used yeah. it. It's, Titanic, it's appropriate, apparently. yeah. It's like uh, it's like Amazing Grace is just you know it's also a, is actually a sailing song too. Yeah. It's based on Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace is written all flats, so you can play it on the piano even if you don't have to play a piano because it's just black keys. <laughs> nice. I'm serious. And it sounds wow. great on the bagpipes. Just it it does. made for the bagpipes, especially with a giant sunglasses case. Correct. Involved. Number seven, Jaws. Number eight, another like really, huh? Uh, a movie you guys probably have never seen in your lives. Oh, Cats and Dogs. Dr. Zhivago. Oh, oh, no, I love Dr. Zhivago. Number eight. Okay. Number nine, another movie that's like, I, I was there at the time and I was aware I wasn't in the movie business because I was a kid, but I was aware that this was a big, big deal, but I certainly didn't see it in the theater because I couldn't. And, 2001? Uh, no, not that. No. Um, number nine, um, kind of a surprise, really a surprise how, to, to see how big 
this movie was. And again, we're not talking numbers. We're talking People. tickets. Yeah, tickets sold. Seats. Number nine. Number nine domestic. The Exorcist. Oh, that, oh, that does make a bit of sense. Yeah. That does big, make big sense. thing at the time. And yeah. now here's one that you kind of go, huh? But then it'll make perfect sense. Number 10, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yes. No, I believe that. Okay. I totally believe that. All right, sure. That. Yeah. Now, Disney films get a bump because they re-release them, and that counts. Mm-hmm. Just like Star Wars gets a bump. Oh, okay. Because they got re-released, and that counts. Um, Gone with the Wind was re-released multiple times, and that counts. And Titanic was in theaters for about five years. And Titanic, well, but only one release. There was only one run, <laughs> number six at the box office. I remember seeing Titanic in theaters two yeah. times, and they were eight months apart. It seems like singing that hymn at church is like, I was on a cruise once as a kid, Asking and they showed, a, they showed a perfect storm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like why? Why are you? It's doing like that? showing snakes yeah. on a plane on your cross-Atlantic yeah. trip. Yeah. But um, I, I like the fact that he worked in um, the because because oh, isn't this this is about to be an actual? This is a real shot, this photo. Shot. The kid with the yeah. top and his dad. This is a recreation of yeah. one of the last photos ever taken on the Titanic. Which is uh, a guy who uh, the pre- is a priest or a minister who is left a picture where you can see the plane flying at it. <laughs> yeah, he left at Liverpool. He was the one, the last dock. He, he got on in Southampton or wherever they stood. Mm. He left at Liverpool. Um, so this actually that's an anachronism in itself because that event happened before they before. reached Liverpool and they right. already left. But a guy took pictures on candid pictures on board and then got off at Liverpool before the thing left for the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. So he was one of the last humans to photograph the Titanic and the people on it. Just openly admits that they don't have enough lifeboats. Yes, yeah. they're only there for show. That's hubris. They are there yeah. for show. Yeah, that's that's hubris. That's a level of hubris. It's good. Um, I mean. <clears throat> Pretty pretty important exposition being dumped right here, but it, but again, most people going into Titanic knew that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, they, yeah, they also knew that. Yeah, about but the, but the from our argument. cultural point of view, it's. I was actually going to ask that question earlier. Like who 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 even thinks to put less lifeboats? They, right. No, they didn't. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, How do you even have that thought? Because it's mind? literally and, unsinkable. Yeah, I, yeah, well, I guess so. Well, part yeah. of it's unsinkable, and the other thing is that those are you. You're trying to figure out how you can serve deck 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 space, and you get to the point where it's like. Okay, I don't think it's going to sink. And these are gigantic. They didn't have inflatable rafts. These are big fucking boats. They do. All they, over the well, they call collapsables. They do have some. I mean, they feature in the story, but uh, they don't have zodiac boats. No. Right. Yeah, they don't have enough. Yeah. But anyway, run through the list. Let's fi- let's finish these. Yeah, out. Exactly. Through. actually, the, the list gets a little weirder in the in the <laughs> next ten because there's some other surprises. Now, number ten was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh-huh. Um, Eleven, I guarantee you, not in a million years will you guess. Jazz Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> okay, no. go ahead and take your wild guess. Jazz yeah. singer. Okay. Uh, I got nothing. Sure, go ahead. 101 Dalmatians. And, wow. not, and not the Glenn Close remake, right. the Disney anime. Yeah, I would right. not have guessed that. Wow. 101 it, Dalmatians. It I forgot that sense. movie no. fucking existed. Exactly. Yeah. I well, forgot that was a thing. Well, number 11 <laughs> of your all-time domestic. Number 12, a movie you know and that we have not yet done on Down in Front, but we will. Forrest Gump. Actually, Forrest Gump is number twenty-two. Number twenty-two oh. all time is Forrest Gump. Did we do Close Encounters? No, we haven't done. We close have encounters. not done Close. It's The Empire Strikes Back. Ah, it's number twelve. Oh, okay. Number thirteen, Back to Demille, biblical, what? big time, oh, epic. Um, uh, Charlton last, Heston. Last Charlton Heston. Uh, not Demille didn't do Last Temptation. I can't remember. Oh, ben Hur, ladies Thank and gentlemen, you, yes, number yes. thirteen. Number fourteen. Return of the Jedi. Yay. Okay. Number 15. Now, this is a movie I know was huge. I saw it in the theater. Um, it's, I'm, I'm kind of surprised to see it was this big, but it was really, really, really big at the time. Um, I'll get 1981 movie. Number 15. All time box office. Uh, Bueller. Bueller. Raiders. Uh, no, actually, although uh, Raiders is 81 and is the next on the list. So, oh. Sting. 
The Sting. The Sting. Oh, 73. Oh. The Sting. I remember. Did I, I say 81? I meant 73. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, read, I, read the, I read the Raiders' line, yeah. so you were okay. correct. Okay. Okay. Sting right. is 73. Okay. Um, Sting. Great movie. Still a great movie. When I used to go to Universal on the uh, on the when I used to tour. go to Universal no, yeah. on the backlot tour to meet with Sid Shine, they would talk about like they, they would talk about yeah down down there is like where they had the the climactic scene the, the, yeah the, in the, the sting and, I'm, and I was always like what the, what? the fuck is the sting yeah but, but it's a great, that was one great of the big movie. things yeah I saw it when it, I saw it in the theater it's a you know G rated isn't film. that a isn't that a Goldman isn't that a Goldman script. The Sting? The Sting? I don't believe no, so. No, it's the same director as Butch Cassidy, yes, but it's not. George Ray Hill, yes, right, right, exactly. Right. That's correct. Nice, and nicely done, by the way. And the next one is Raiders. And the next one is Raiders, so yeah, I gave you the wrong year for that last one previously. Yeah, 81 is Raiders. Um, and the next one is yet another Spielberg, and not a surprising one, number 17. Uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, yes. I also forgot about that movie for the purposes yeah. of this yeah, commentary. So now, 18, also, I will rock your world, I think, a little bit. Number okay. 18, a movie, I'll get the year right this time, 1967. Number 18. 2001? 2001. No, no that's, that's earlier. 60, oh. 67 would have been, oh, shit, what was going on in 67? 67. Oh. A debut film for a man who remains a major movie star to this day. Oh, Dirty Harry. Close, but no. Dirty was Dirty Harry was early seventies, sixty seven. It's a Clint Eastwood movie, Dorkman. Go. It's I, not a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Oh shit! See what you about you. You're trying Eastwood to was around before this. This uh, is this is a graduate. Young, the graduate is go. correct. Well done, the graduate. Hey, number, well played, Brian. Number eighteen of all time I American box topic. office. Huge, huge movie at the time. Number nineteen. Sixty seven. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, Dustin Hoffman's an old fucker. Yeah, yes, he, he is. is. Number. He was pretty young at the time. Though. Yeah. Yes. Number number nineteen. The Phantom Menace. So, yeah. Are you fucking uh, with me? No, yeah, really? that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. number 19, Phantom Menace. We and didn't know any better at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And before we get to our famous it bow scene, deserved it. final number 20, number 20 all time. Another kind of like, huh, really? Wow. Um, Fantasia, number 20. Yeah, I believe Another that. one that's been released Another like one six I believe. times. Yeah. So, I was uh, doing a lot of acid and watched Fantasia a lot, exactly. and one day things just clicked. Yeah. So here we are, the famous, the famous, there famous, famous. And, and rightly and so. And we're also about to pull back into present day for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we're going to finally leave our flashback and, and do a great transition out. There was the, an Oprah interview where it was Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet on the show with Oprah. And she was like, so you, like, she oprah the shit out of it. She was like, so how does it feel to be God, part of one her. of the, the best cinematic moments of all time? And, and Kate Winslet was like, really? <laughs> I was like, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> she came just close to saying, I thought it was kind of contrived, didn't yeah. you? I was in the Death Star explosion? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also the, really, that's the question you're going to yeah. ask me? <laughs> exactly. Why didn't she ask hardball questions like she did of Palin the yeah, other Yeah, exactly. You're going to ask me the question that everyone asked me on that yeah. uh, on the media yes. blitz? It's only the biggest movie of all time, and you're only like the 5,000th press appearance I've done. Yeah. You're going to ask me that. This is beautifully shot, by the oh, way. Yeah, it's wonderful. Bravo, Russell. Well, 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 well done. Very beautiful without being... With an affectation of being oh. overly stylized. Well, it's, and it's quite – most of this is just real. I mean, this yeah. is, you know, the, the very, sunset very over the Mexican Ocean, you know, the Pacific, and yeah, it's magic you get hour, the, you and You get beautiful. the motion because you just move the shit out of the camera. That's yeah. what you do. Just fly by on a crane. Here comes the transition. Just keep swinging yeah. back. Now we, got, well, now we got the digital. And it's oh. snazzy as all hell. And, you're gonna, and, yeah, and a good shot starting. of the Cheetos. Here oh, come the Cheetos. <laughs> There are your Cheetos. <laughs> and, and I like that they're the last thing that remain. Very ghostly. Yeah. It's good. And that's, to me... That's no accident, I respond course, to, Yeah, of course. I respond to this tremendously because, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm always fascinated by the history of place. I'm always fascinated by right here on this spot yes. a thing happened. Yeah. Right here. You know, 
50 years ago, I'm having a sandwich. 50 years ago, there was a war happening right. where I'm standing. You know, I'm, I'm always fascinated by that. So the idea of there's the bow. I was there. I stood there. Is it resonates with me as a, as, a, as a character thing. Chloe talks about that all the time. She's like, dude, dinosaurs were here. <laughs> right here. I had, we, we did a lot of traveling when I was a kid. So we, I had a lot of those moments as a kid where we'd be standing in you know, the Colosseum or you know, some ancient Roman whatever. And it's mm-hmm. you know, that 2,000, 3,000 years right. ago were gladiators. Yeah. In this this in was this a party. Spot. Yeah. Just that. yeah. Did, did did I say in uh, uh, the dinosaurs thing? Did did I mention in Jurassic Park that uh, that we're closer to certain dinosaurs than they yes. were to each other? Yeah, yeah. that's yes, a, you did. a wonderful and then, fact. Yeah. And and uh, uh, alongside of that, I was just reminded of something. For, that for I, those that, that didn't listen to that episode, the point is we are now closer to the T Rex than the T Rex was to everything else. To the, the Allosaurus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We're closer. We're to literally the closer on the timeline. In, term, in terms in yeah. terms of the time between yeah. them and but, us. But uh, but someone pointed out recently that we're now um, we are now officially as far. Time-wise, speaking of of classic movies and stuff like that, we are as far removed from Star Wars as Star Wars was from The Wizard of Oz when it was released. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) In terms of perspective, there there you go. <laughs> a very very good point. All right, how do just, we do, some, do, some more? Just, can I? Oh yeah, just a couple of fun facts. Just Hurry, to close out be this, nakedness in a we second. will. Oh yeah, close out the idea of of what you know. What was a huge huge hit and what a huge huge hit. You know, notice what wasn't in the top twenty. Dark Knight was not not uh-huh. even close. Thirty seven. Um, not Bro. a single. Yeah, <laughs> not a single Pirates of the Caribbean movie in the mm-hmm. top twenty. Not a single Lord of the Rings movie in the top twenty. Not, not Spider Man. Not Back to the Future. Not all, a lot of these movies. Ghostbusters is mid twenties. Not not a single movie that we think of nowadays as oh what a huge huge hit that was right um, so this box office thing is very deceptive so again it brings us back in to fact, why the only two that you can think of that even enter your mind in that lexicon are Titanic and Star Wars that's it yeah and Gone but, with the Wind well it's all the Star Wars all, all the original out. trilogy is on is on that list and that makes sense the original Star Wars trilogy um, Jurassic Park makes sense um, some of the others are kind of like eh. um, by the way my favorite fun fact um, <laughs> from the list number fifty five all time domestic ticket sales Animal House <laughs> number fifty six Passion of the Christ nice so, <laughs> so it's just just oh so close Passion of the Christ yeah. but sorry should it should have not had quite another, as popular uh, another, as Animal House not quite enough toga parties yeah Brian yeah, how do you feel about exactly this? because there's so many similarities yeah. Brian how are you feeling right now uh, I'll I'll let you know because I actually haven't seen this since I was an adolescent boy. Hello. <laughs> Uh, I do remember being. Char- I remember blacking out right about now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember thinking this was contrived at a young age. I, it was beautiful really? and all those things, but yeah, I, at the time I was contrived. Like, how story wise, character wise? Well, no, I just remember thinking. Wait, I, I why, just why heard that it? word earlier in the week. <laughs> no, and no, I was like hell. Well, no. I wouldn't have been able. I to, think it's I wouldn't egregious. have been able to say contrived, but I I remember thinking, why is she naked? I thought this was about boats. <laughs> well, if uh-huh. you were young, so if you have to ask. That's true, yeah. At this point, I don't think Does it's it make more sense to you now why she's naked? Oh, it, it lays in there perfectly. As we said during Phantom Menace, there's an offer on the table here, but uh, talk about an offer. Um, I, I actually am, first of all, I have tremendous respect for Kate Winslet. You know, that oh, she, yeah. she just went for this, and that's great. And, and I, think, I think she's hotter than hell. I'm sorry. I like a little softing on females. And uh, it's just, I think it's a very. It's kind of shocking. The only quibble I would have with it is I think it's kind of shocking that she would come so far out of her shell this fast that she right. would do this. It seems like a really extreme thing. But, 
You know, they've, as they've, someone who has taken pictures of nude females, you'd be surprised. Well, yeah, yeah but you didn't take no, but, you didn't take pictures of high society teenagers that's true. in 1911. That's, and that's true. my point. But, but something know, I've noticed is that everyone wants to feel pretty, and if they see that you can make them look pretty, they'll go for it. Yeah, and that's and, you know, and, and, and this that may well like be the best little, explanation. She may have that's a little true. freak in her I mean, too. Well, yeah. she, oh, no, she, she definitely got some freak in her. That's the point. Is you know, she her whole life the freak flag has been repressed, and she's letting it fly now. It's like, boy, she's she's doing it all in like a half a day. So again, these are Cameron's hands. These are Cameron. Cameron. Cameron's doing the sketch. And I, I bet you he... she's thinking, like, okay, when we get to America, we're getting off the boat, and then this is over. So I have this finite right. amount of time <laughs> to get my freak on, yeah. Yeah. and then we're isn't good. It, isn't it also a, a thing where Cameron is left-handed, so they ha- he had to draw it backwards? So. And I believe, they I believe it's it. flopped, yeah. yeah. That's just the way he is, man. <laughs> Cameron doesn't just push the envelope. He licks it and puts a stamp on the damn thing. <laughs> we were talking about that. On the disc, we're trying to, I was trying to figure out... Uh, something about the casting or something like that, and I look at the back of the box, and there's no, and there's credits. no credits, and we're like, <laughs> "Fuck!" James Cameron made this movie yeah. himself, all by himself. It's sprung sh- forth from his forehead, fully sheer formed. force of will, which I, which you know, which course, is kind of true, kind of to true. An extent. I mean, he he had the the whole crew there, but in terms of sheer force of will, yeah. if, if there's any movie, well, that looking was, at this, that know, came about that again. Way. I, you know, are we missing out on the Celine Dion right now, or is this just the theme? No, no she, Celine the, Dion comes. She never sings until the end credits. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. The tune is there. Here's the Here's major transition, one. and I, I forget. I think it's Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet's eyes stay the whole time. Yeah, but just this is her real color, and they had to change the the other actress's color. Well, oh, it's kind as, of floating. As, actually, as I know, as I understand it, they're still Kate's, Kate Winslet's eyes tracked into her face. That's how they yeah. they. Well, yeah, but the, then there's color correction. I mean, uh-huh. they're not still tracking it, but. But they, they had to color correct her. her I, l- I her love eye that color. cut. That's yeah. a beautiful oh, but her cut eyes are a like, different color now. Yeah. See, yeah. They, when they pull back, now her eyes have gone much more green. So they didn't continue it the whole time. Do I? Eyes don't change color. <laughs> That's why, correct. Why, why would they? Have, okay. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Old. Old. Whatever her name is, Rose doesn't have the same color eyes anymore, and they don't care. There's no contact or anything. Well, no, they did for the transition, but they just didn't. Every other hundred shots of the old lady, they right. didn't do a digital. They eye cut color. away to the people. Well, yeah, I wonder why they. Would, I wonder why they wouldn't. Because it's expensive contacts. and difficult. Contacts. Contacts. You know, contacts maybe, but um, now not everyone can wear contacts. Most most people fall back on the idea. This is still a, you know, like we said, it's the early, D, you know, pre DVD. It's before the children, from, you know, children from hell had to pause with VCRs, and they couldn't really get a good freeze frame. Here's, a, here's <laughs> until until DVD. That's now a, it's a whole new world. There's a really good um, uh, character moment that just kind of goes by, but um, you've got like fucking the Hope Diamond right there. The, yeah, the most valuable thing in the world. She asks him to put it back, and he does. <laughs> there's there's nothing else about he okay. just he just puts it right back. He's well, yeah. never even occurs it never, to yeah, him. it doesn't certainly doesn't occur to him I'll steal this yeah. because you know it's on a boat. Like yeah, and then I'll make my getaway. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's not going to work out. On a boat. On a boat. Now this is now here we are. Now this I'm sorry. But of course that comes up later because he's accused of, of That's having the guy that offed himself right. No, there. no, that's that's not. That's the other guy. Oh no, it's the other guy. He's a very round Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen such a flat calm. And I'm sure nothing will go wrong. Yes. And well and that's true and that that actually um, the is, black box has that on there, yeah. Yeah, it does. It's, oh, it wow. kind of, it kind of, it kind of underscores something that when you look at it, you go, "Wow, that's really kind of lame." The way they did that, where you know the people are on the all the lifeboat scenes, it looks like a mill pond. The ocean literally was like that that night. There were no waves. There was no. It was completely flat. It's like the engine cutting out in Apollo thirteen. It's like, yeah. oh well, I guess that, we had our glitch for this mission. That would never really happen. Uh, well, that happened. Yeah. So there you go. 
Sometimes life is, you know, weirder than a screenplay. Sometimes the universe just fucks you. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to say, for the, now we still have it. They have to have sex. They haven't even had the sex scene yet. That's, but right after the sex scene is when all hell starts to break loose. And yeah. finally, we start justifying, um, you know, all this time that we spent on setup and we do it on payoff. And once, once that iceberg starts to land, man, I, I think this movie is about as, you know, about as good as it gets oh, in terms of epic adventure. You know, it's great stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's the kind of movie that you watch and you're like, you're like, if you're going to make a movie about the yeah. Titanic, it this fucking was, better be this one. This is it. <laughs> this is you. You have to go for it. Um, yes, indeed. So now, now, the other thing that's going on here is uh, under the hood, I think, what uh, while there's a, a romantic, you know, wacky slapdash chase going on. And, oh, we're having such fun running from the big, my, you know, my, my fiancé's uh, guy. Um, who will shoot you. Yeah, who will shoot us later. <laughs> but really what's going on is is further, let's give you a quick little tour of the layout of the ship because yeah. you're going to want to know that later. And I don't want to explain it to you then. Right. <laughs> so here's here's kind of a quick, there's an elevator and it goes down and there's a hallway, there's Broadway down below, and then there's the engine room and the boilers. And it's he's giving you this little blueprint of right. the ship in this sequence. Because all these all these locations and all these levels are going to play into the story in, in, in later moments. James Cameron is amazing. He's quite talented. He's very good. <laughs> He's actually quite talented as a filmmaker. And again, that just underscores that if you come back to Titanic, it was all hype. No. <laughs> the whole point of the discussion of box office is that Titanic oh, yeah. is number six in a pretty, pretty heavy field yeah. of massively popular movies. If hype was it, Godzilla would have been on that list. Yeah. You know, and it, Godzilla was nowhere close. Um, think of the whole movies that have been hyped and how they didn't remotely come close to what this movie did. So there's actually more going on. Yeah, if anything, the, the only one on that list that I can think of that was all hype was actually Phantom Menace. Yeah, exactly. That, that literally was yeah. the one. It, it made it that far. <laughs> and it was number 20. And you literally had 19. 19, 19, 19. Yeah. yeah, you literally have to be the 30-year awaited sequel yeah. to one of the most popular movies <laughs> ever made. The second most popular, yeah. Yeah, to even have a chance of hyping your way into the top 20. <laughs> there's, a, there's a throwaway insert here in a second. You, you literally have that. generations of humans who were raised to want to right. see that movie going to see right. it. And then you wonder why they beat up their wives when it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Why they went home and kicked the it's dog. It's like the Stanford prison experiment. Like, okay. Dorkman, I wanted to ask this earlier and I didn't. Why were you in freezing water? Huh? <laughs> why were you in freezing fucking water? I don't remember. A reasonable question. We were, yeah, we were. It was out on the ocean somewhere and we went for We were going to go for a swim. It's like, yeah, go swimming. <laughs> idea, yeah. <laughs> then you get back on the boat and you, for, you try to forget it ever happened. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Antarctica. I can't top that story. It was I have a just I have a bu- I, I, I have did a not go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> did you, get, you you ever get into the TED talks? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was a guy that was uh, he was trying to make a point about global warming and how you can't go to the North Pole. It's just water now. Uh, there's a there's a huge portion of it that there's no ice. Uh-huh. It's not a pole. It's polarly it's polarly the top of the right. planet, but it's just part of the ocean. And uh, he wanted to make a point about that. And the best way he could think to illustrate global warming was, I'm going to swim across what you think of as an ice cap. Right. So he gets into the water, and he swims like a mile in, like, 26-degree water. Uh-huh. And uh, he was talking about how I'd done all these tests beforehand trying to see if humans could do this. And I just sat in a pool that was, like, 45 degrees, something like that, for 10 minutes. And I lost use of my legs for six months. Uh-huh. And my hands, it, it, like, swole up to the size of grapefruits. And it was this whole thing. And so he's like, so I did it. Anyway, anyway, long story short, I did it. And they, they, they roll this clip where it's like a nice little documentary of him and his buddies going up to this thing. And he's not even wearing like a, like a wetsuit. He's literally yeah. in like a Speedo and he's got a hat and he's got like a, like a 
pacemaker or something on, just something like a heart rate monitor, and he just jumps into the water and swims. And you're looking yeah. at that, and the guys in the boats next to him don't have jackets on. They've got, like, fucking parkas on. They're, they're like, right. layered up like That's polar what, bears. This Russian doctor on, on, that, on that trip was just in, like, a regular bathing suit and a little bathing cap, and she just went in. I mean, granted, she, you know, she went in for maybe 10 or 15 minutes and came out, but... I mean, she was not wearing a full-on dry suit. You know how when that video came out thing? of the radio host that was like, uh, waterboarding isn't torture, and he, he, and he, he, does it, it. he does it for two seconds, and he's like, <laughs> and he freaks out and like rolls off the table? You have the same reaction to freezing water. It's not like, well, I think I can Hitchens mind over... did that, didn't he? I, I think I can Hitchens mi- was like, it's not torture, and then he comes back, he's like, oh my god, it's torture. That was torture. <laughs> the, uh, it's not something you're like, I think I could mind over matter that. No, you get in, and you yeah. all... And you, and you, yeah. you, your, your body your, just your body's reacts, gone. and you have no control. Yeah, I think they're a little overglycerin here. Yeah, well, there was a, there was a thing because he's 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 kind of tan, and she was supposed to look really kind of like porcelain. So they had they had two um, two kinds of makeup on them to kind of give them that juxtaposition, and they would just kind of smear on each other, and they'd have to kind of reapply it constantly. Reapply, reapply, reapply. Yeah, that's a lot of glycerin. Yeah, the uh, the there's the big, some, there are some gooey actors. Yeah, the the big slap on the window is. No, no one knew quite how to react in the theater at that time. They were <laughs> oh like, is this funny? Is I this hot? I don't know. A secret David. She's, she's playing the, so that's what it's like moment pretty well, though. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, so that's what all the fuss is about. I figured 10 or 12 more times, that might actually start to feel pretty good. <laughs> Get the boy a couple of lessons, I think we'll be all set. She's just like, you know you're doing it wrong. You didn't punch me at any point. <laughs> oh, you clearly don't have any experience. Yeah. Oh, snap. Cal always says I'm the slap right. is the important part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, of course, I think it's pretty established. She hasn't given it up to Cal yet. I think that's, you know, that's, that's part of is it. Is that part of it? I that know. is part of it. Yeah. He's, he, he hasn't that's actually, part of the reason he's pissed. Yeah, he hasn't actually uh, closed the deal yet. He hasn't closed escrow on this deal yet. More like opened the deal. Yeah, because they're not, they're not actually married, and so she's, that's her excuse, at least so far. Um, so she is just a whore. Yeah, but the right kind. That's true. <laughs> in, in, 19, in 1912, she's, she's a, a whore. She's, she's 1912. By, by our standards, she's our girlfriends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, by, ours, uh, by our standards, she's approved. It's like, really? Yeah, exactly. Only once? Yeah, now? only once. But she did do it in the back of a car, so yeah, we give her points for that. I mean, cars had only barely been invented, and right. she already invented backseat sex in a exactly. car. So we have to give her props for that. She is a visionary, in a way. <laughs> she's the Zack Snyder of fucking and punching. <laughs> do, you think she, do you think that was part of the story that she told Bill Paxton? Like, you know sex in the back of the car? I invented that. I invented that. that By the great. way, mine? That's mine. You know how Jesus invented chairs? <laughs> I invented the backseat. Bump. I invented having sex in a in a back of a car. All right. So fortunately, they're up top and no longer right in the place that's about. And to get here we open. go, ladies and gentlemen. Here it comes. Now, now in a, in a funny kind of uh, historical twistage here is like, in a sense, they're saying that they're watching they're watching they're basically them, pink fiving Titanic. Watching yeah. them make out is why these guys didn't quite get the iceberg in time, which is a little bit of a stretch. But no, um, no, they, he's seeing no, it. They're on there. Yeah. 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 But anyway, here it is. And this, I'm sorry, this is a this is a pretty damn fascinating, taut little sequence that they have rocking yeah. here. This this avoiding the iceberg scene is great. Now you guys, are, I I'm, I was interested in Titanic when I was uh, a kid, but I think you guys were a little more on the ball when I was. Now, so hello, we're British. Nothing can happen. 
Part of, part Stop of the yelling. problem was <laughs> – I, I had a uh, – this, this came out my freshman year of high school. I'm sorry, Brian. It's okay. Yeah. This came out my – It's just Brian. My, oh, my, yeah, Brian is lower class. We don't have to wait <laughs> and talk. This came out my freshman year of uh, high school, and it was, it, it was all the rage. And um, one of my teachers, if she, if she – my English teacher, if she determined that uh, we were not paying attention or that she was losing us, she would suddenly scream, Iceberg, right ahead, <laughs> in the middle of a sentence just to get our attention. <laughs> For again. our listeners at home, I just want to paint the picture that Trey almost spewed. <laughs> I almost, I almost spit take on that one. That was fantastic. <laughs> Even anyway. though I knew that was what you were going to do. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Brian. What, what I, uh, this, the sequence I'm sorry to cut you off, age. Brian, but anyway. <laughs> No, go on quickly. Oh, it's it's the idea. Beyonce that- had the best video of the year. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Uh, what they do here is they, right, as we're seeing right now, they go into reverse and try to to avoid hitting it dead on. But at the same well, time, they go into they reverse turn. and they kink it over. Yeah, right. If yeah. now if they had not gone into reverse, stayed at full speed ahead, and then just veered the rudder as hard as they could, they would have missed it. And the other, actually, the other school of thought is they would have been better off just to ram the thing. Because right then, right then they would have the bow is built, they, to, and they would have stove in maybe the first compartment, maybe the second, but yeah. they wouldn't have sliced the guts yeah. out of the ship. They like wouldn't have this filled is, everything. It's the yeah. right move, but had exactly the wrong result. What yeah. they're trying. Well, to it's do. Al- it's almost like it's three right moves. The problem is they did all three of them as opposed right. to yeah. one. Yeah. If you had picked one and gone for it, you would have been well. That's better what my, off. I, my dad works in the, in the trucking industry, and they have severe penalties for drivers that swerve in the face of anything. Anything, car crash, deer, whatever, hit it. Because mm-hmm. if you swerve, you will flip the truck, and right. you will cause the traffic to stop, and you will do all these other yeah. things. And it's, it's going to get worse. Dollars, and it's going to yeah, hit it. Isn't Just hit it. It sucks. Hit the deer. Isn't that a similar thing? Wasn't uh, I've, I've wasn't that in Outliers that you were just reading? They were talking about like. It's, it's always Bing. it's always a collection of little things yeah. that any one yeah. of them would be okay, but once they all pile up together, then it's true. Well, in this fun. case, it was a uh, iceberg. And when right. these and when these things, you know, just because humans are doing so many things all the time by the millions, that every so often the damnedest con- collection <laughs> of things will happen, and that's why. You know, and when and when it does, we get to the point we just we kind of can't believe it because it's going well. That the odds against that are so high. It's like that. Well, that's true, but, <laughs> but the, they're that high all the time. They're that high right. all the time, right. and once in a while, something makes it to the end of the line, and we go, "Holy crap!" You know, and, yeah. and the odds it, against you winning the lottery real low. The odds yeah. against someone somebody's someone's going got to. to, yeah, somebody's got to, and and uh, and someone you know, like for example, uh, someone was sending me a viral video the other day of uh, you know a kid who had this incredible winning streak on The Price Is Right, and of course the guy said, "Well, it's got to be fixed." I'm like. No, it's a show that runs for an hour, five days a week for the past 30 years. <laughs> Someone was going to have a good day. Yeah. And there it is. You know. So this is, this is you know, the Titanic. Literally, we might never have heard of the Titanic. It might be kind of like, yeah, it was an old ship, and then they finally, you know, it, it was sunk in World War II or something might be the story about right. the Titanic. It, this is just every possible thing went wrong exactly the way it had to have gone wrong and became this incredible tragedy it's a clusterfuck really. yeah god it was such yeah. an awesome tragedy yeah it really was but it's you know it's the same and it's why Those people are some cold motherfuckers that right is now. and and, and these well g- i mean it's going straight through the engines at this point so it's probably like flash heating yeah it to, it's, to it's, an it's extent. Probably, probably comfy you know yeah, yeah it's, i wonder it's like why a sauna. A, it feels like there should be some steam in that sequence well that's hard to do yeah <laughs> well they did, they did close the boilers they have a few open here but uh, you know come on what do you want um, the the closing the watertight doors, of course, is uh, we, J- Jim. Oh, ah, yeah. Jim did it in uh, Jim did it in uh, Abyss as well, and and it's because it's a great scene. The yeah. the almost making it and not making it to the watertight doors is. Uh, Has there been a? Uh, can we? Imagine, we see that scene in um, 
Every movie? Yeah. Just every single one Andromeda of them? Andromeda Strain. Uh, list goes on. 2012 did it a few times, too. Yeah. I, I just saw that the other week. The, um, it's, it's have we ever, have, ever, seen, have, have we ever seen one just chop someone's arm off? Starship Troopers. Well, not arm, yeah. but it sliced yeah. the, the uh, captain uh, Panic, oh, yeah. panic oh, yeah. Room. <laughs> guy's hand. Just saw Panic Room the other day. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. There you go. He, he loses his finger in the door. I nope. was making a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, in UHF, the, the funny joke about that is because they've got a uh, he's Weird Al's dressed up like Indiana Jones and Raiders going through the Mayan temple or whatever the Hovito t- the, the temple. Hovitos. And he uh, <laughs> he like leaves his hat behind and he's like in the door. He gets through the door and the door stops. And he's like he looks around like what? Oh, and he reaches in to grab the hat, grabs it, and it goes plunk. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. that from? And in uh, Ra- UHF, in uh, in Raiders, he he just gets the whip for the lad. Just yeah. in the last. And then in Temple of Doom, he gets the hat. Yeah, it's a great bit. It's a great shtick. As we all know, the problem with icebergs isn't that there's some up there. It's that there's a lot down there. <laughs> exactly. You only look no, at... there's just some ice on the deck. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're only seeing one... Th- that's why that's the idiom. You're only seeing... <laughs> the tip yeah. of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg. There's <laughs> how much so of, much more. How much of that did they know back in... Oh, they, did, they knew oh, that the ice... They, they, yeah, obviously, icebergs are... Water buoyancy they were up yeah. to speed on in 1912. Yeah. I love that. It's like, oh, but it's I mean, fine. It, we just threw a propeller blade. Yeah. We're, we're fortunate no one was killed yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. when it came flying through the ship. Well, it, and what's... One of the things that is fascinating about it, and again, that's why... It seems like oh well, <laughs> again. I like this line. We have the we have the perspective of we have the perspective of knowing how the movie ends. You know, these people in real life didn't know they were on the Titanic. You know, that's the problem. You know, it's like it's literally like someone came up to you. Hey, by the way, you'll be dead in an hour. Yeah. Why? Uh, you won't even know why it uh, happened. It's, I don't even have time to explain. You'll be dead before I really finish the story. I don't have time. Just just read the back cover. All right. Yeah. Just just get used to the idea that your entire world will be gone in about an hour and a half. Um, you know, it's there's a mo- there's a there's a difficulty in accepting that first of all, and that's why that you're seeing that that you know that, that it's not like they're just playing soccer with the ice. And yeah, just well, not around. these people. These people obviously haven't been before. I'm talking about these guys, the the captain and the designer. Where the designer's just going to go, no, we're screwed. That's it. Yeah. Deal with it. And and no one wants to believe that because they just can't yeah, well, get their head around. I mean, that. that's but that's true of any time. I mean, there's it's there, totally true. There is a th- yeah. there is a thing where you're like, no, no, what can we do? And he's like, yeah, no, no, can't do anything. Nothing. There's nothing, nothing. to do. We're that's going it. to die. That reminds me, we always do oh, this, yeah, but that yeah. reminds me of the Patton Oswalt bit where he's like, if you're on the plane, there's some turbulence. I'm always like looking <laughs> yeah, out the window like, yeah. oh, what's going on out there? I'm definitely going to take control of my destiny and do something. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a pterodactyl. I'm going to, all right, give me the uh, nunchucks and, <laughs> and a uh, blindfold. And a blindfold. <laughs> if, if I, there's you, nothing you can do. Yeah, if you're on a plane and, and it's having trouble, you want you want to do something this and there's nothing you can do. God, we're just going to piss in God's face for five hours, see if he likes yeah, it. Valhalla. Who wants the blue potato chips? It's a great bit, which we kind of just mangled and gave you a poor approximation of. But Sorry. it's a good bit. Patton Oswalt, newest album. Check it out. Oh, we missed the bit where he uh, planted the diamond on him. Yes, he did. But uh, so, just to show how MCP, evil. Yeah. So evil. <laughs> I'll have you now. He couldn't have. You idiots! <laughs> well, of course he could have. You, you him handed him it. the diamond and said, <laughs> yeah. "Do something with this." Hopefully, what I want you to do. Yeah. And this is a character moment for her. I mean, you have to have this moment for her so she can redeem herself later by going, "I'm sorry, I ever doubted you." But you know, they have to plausibly make her kind of go, "Oh my God, did you totally just well, and, sucker and me?" And I think we did see him steal that coat earlier. Too. He did. He does so, steal the coat, again, and they're about to point it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the unfortunate one where it's like. He stole the uh, jacket earlier, and he just never for- he forgot to bring yeah. it back. I was going to return it. That's yeah, the correlation huh? does not equal causation. Yeah, right. that's a. It's, it's an indicator, but it's not not oh. helping your case. Dude, she wanted to kill herself because her life was too good. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a bummer. Gilded, gilded cage. Well, yeah. now, well, now, see, it's getting pretty bad, so she's ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's at least acquired some skills that are going to help her at this point. That would be a wonderful thing to have framed, that blueprint. The blueprint of yeah. the Titanic? I'm sure you could get it somewhere. I mean, they got it for the movie. They, they, they're available sure, yeah. somewhere. This is, Cameron you drew think it from memory. Was there, was there Titanic merchandise associated with this movie? I don't recall any. Well, well, no, I'm just wait, saying, you know well, how after oh, Jurassic wait. Park came out, they had the dinosaurs with pieces that came I was, off? I was joking yeah. just Same there, thing with course. the Titanic. They had a fake one where you could kill it and put it in your bathtub. And yeah, it. yeah, they, had, they had Titanic with dino damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make them fight the T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> go, Rose, go. <laughs> Jack, hang on to the pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we're writing a really great movie right here, we, you guys. We totally we are. Really are. <laughs> Titanic meets Jurassic Park. Titanic Park, it's called. Look, That's look what on it's that called. guy's face. That's this guy is just like, like what? Well, Don't you understand? Oh, there's your line, Trey. It's yeah. a mathematical Yeah, certainty. there's the line. Yeah, he's like, dude, deal with it. Sydney I remember, I remember dad, back no. then. Oh, no, not Sidney Bristow's dad. I remember back then, he's like, it's a mathematical certainty. And I was, really, I was genuinely like, fucking math. <laughs> <laughs> math is always out to get us. <laughs> math will kill us all one day, I which is true, liked. actually. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. But this is a, this is a case where, and you know, and and this is again where I'm gonna, you know, take a take a swipe at conspiracy douchebags who didn't even know I was coming for them. But <laughs> surprise! <laughs> um, oh, th- now you're only proving their point. Exactly. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, like, yeah, I am out to get you. But again, because we have such a hard time. Say accepting this idea that wait no this incredible chain of coincidences can't be coincidence. You know, it can't be possible that some crazy dude can read in the paper that the president is going to drive by where he works that afternoon, decide to take his rifle to work, and see if he can get the guy in the head. That can't be how a president gets killed. We don't, we don't, that was a really good uh, – yeah. she, she sold that amazingly She totally sold well. it. We don't like that idea. That's not big enough. We don't like a universe where that's how a president right. gets killed. We want more. That, we want a bigger story than that. That's how the course of world history gets altered. <laughs> exactly. Some, some douchebag goes, you know, he's going to pass right by, and I'm a pretty good shot. I'm going to bring my rifle today. That's all there was. That's how Kennedy got assassinated. That's it. There's no bigger story to it than that, and there's yeah. no evidence that there's any more to it than that. Yeah. But we don't like that. No, that, it, even that's even, a world we don't want to live in. Even sitting here right now, I'm thinking that can't be it. Yeah, but I'm like, no, it totally is. Literally, Just... it was in the paper. <laughs> Oswald read in the paper the president's route for the motorcade and said, "I hate that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my rifle to work tomorrow." And and that, you know, it's like so. Otherwise, you have to accept that he was given a job at the tech because he worked there. He didn't like show up there. He worked right. at that building. You know, let's not forget that detail. You know, 9-11, God forbid. You know, it's like, no, a bunch of guys can't just go, I know, we'll get a bunch of knives and we'll get on board a plane and we'll fly them and we'll destroy half of Manhattan. We don't like that that's all it took. We don't like that story. We want it to be bigger. We want it to be more. Which is interesting if, when you take that, take those and stack them up against the moon conspiracy theory yeah. where it's like for those theories, for conspiracy theories, there has to be more. But for the moon conspiracy theory, we can't be that good because that's the yeah. crux of the moon yeah. theory. It's not possible that we could. We're not good enough to go to the moon. And, and really, it kind of works the same way. It's like we were so phenomenally lucky that we only almost killed three guys because yeah. we could have killed all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, it's a, it's the, the chain of coincidence worked in our favor that all those guys made it and back because we really probably really should have lost a few of them. <laughs> According to the real odds, but we didn't. Um, so this, you know, at the time, you know, there was a whole, you know, this world, sh- you know, John Jacob Astor, you know, someone killed Bill Gates. 
Uh-huh. How'd that happen? You know, it would well, be. Well, I mean, be a- you, uh, they just introduced like the who's who. It's like, no, no, someone killed Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Yeah, and like yeah. you just yeah. run down. Someone the list killed the entire of- Forbes top one hundred. Yeah, exactly. Who was who's responsible? <laughs> I want to know. I want names. Somebody know? wiped out half of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yay! That's a little different. <laughs> so, so this this is just one of those things where every once in a while, in the course of human events, some clusterfuck like you couldn't believe will come together, and Titanic is absolutely one of them. Never underestimate the ability of a human being to fuck things up. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the it's the idea of law of unintended consequences and everything else. It's like yeah, you know, you could you could go the whole. You know, the Titanic could have... And she is sending the servants back to the room yeah. to die, basically. Exactly. Go get the she stuff. She does not understand. She's like, go yeah. make me tea and The Titanic. when this is okay. Titanic could have sailed for 50 years and then been sold for scrap and, you know... And, and be would... sitting in Long Beach right exactly. now. Exactly, could be sitting in Long Beach right now. And we would. And people would have said, you know, it's actually, when you look at the plans, it's really kind of lucky they never hit an iceberg. You know, they, yeah. that's... That, in an alternate timeline, that's what happened to Titanic. You know, and just as an alternate timeline, God knows what, you know, the weird things that we just didn't... You know, we what, what other bullets and that's why we dodge? Things like that are so unsettling, and they're used for yeah. dramatic. You know, the peripatia of like fringe will have it be okay, and you're looking at the World Trade Center in 2009. You're just like, whoa! That, re- that like, yeah. it takes that's your weird. stomach and just flips it. You're just like, yeah, that feels really bizarre. And that's why fucking Planet of the Apes yeah. works the way it does. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but it's so true. It's like every minute we live is another bullet dodged really yeah absolutely. <laughs> it really just is you know <laughs> how many asteroids out there that you know one one micron of their trajectory 100 million years ago means they aren't hitting us right now right you know, yeah. that's pretty much all but apophis it turns out yeah Everything but Planet X. <laughs> oh, no. I love that his name's Apophis, too, because that was one of the main villains from the early days of the Stargate series. It's also so great for fitting. death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's probably funny. where Stargate got it. <laughs> I'm sure it's a coincidence, and if we figure out how that all it's connects. Funny. God, it's Greek a conspiracy. Ma- it must yes. be a, yeah, the Greeks sure. ripped off surrogates. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone does. The damn ancient Greeks stealing from surrogates. Now, the Carpathia, of course, which has a cameo toward the end of the movie, is – there are actually two ships. There was the Carpathia, and I forget the name of the other one. Lusitania? What's funny is every time – Not the Lusitania. No, that's a, the that's another famous sinking. Right, right, the California. The California. Yeah, California. That's uh, – you know, that they – one of them actually could see the Titanic. Right. That's the really sad oh, thing. No, the story is they, they set off the flares, and they thought they were just and they're, celebrating. And oh, they having a party. Yeah. Yeah, they could they see the They thought they were having the, the fireworks. They literally know, saw this – you know, very often the disc, not like they were like 20 miles out and like, oh, look, they're sinking like crazy over there. They just saw little <laughs> lights. Look at those poor bastards. Yeah. Yeah, wow. If, if if we if we if we wanted to really be in the history books, we'd go save those guys right now. But you know, we we don't want to be in the history book. They they were you know they saw they could see the speck of light in the in the distance, and then they were like, and the ships would drift and change positions and so on. So like we can kind of see the lights, and we can't see the lights, and we can't see the lights, and we can't, and now we can't. So I guess they're gone. You know, and just missed the whole point. Like no, they just sank. You know, <laughs> that's what just happened over there. Yeah. But, and here uh, you've got you've know. got the captain. Having to be reminded that he's the captain, which is very yeah. real. Like he's at the point where he's like, uh, "They're all going to die." Yeah, and, and he's, this is my fault. This guy. I mean, again, you could not. This is a case of again, real life crafting a story that you go. I can't believe that that just 
how that happened. Oh, this, here we go. This oh, guy, speaking of yeah, guys. these guys, these guys are amazing. These the ca- are, this is real. Oh, this totally is, real. Yeah. But the captain also. I mean, the captain is like the captain is like a character from the Lethal Weapon series. This is his last voyage. He's going to take the Titanic to New York and retire from the business. This is his last voyage. This is it. He had two day. He had two days till <laughs> retirement. He's a Lethal Weapon character, and that's what's and that's what's going on within his mind right there. He's like this guy. This, this, are you fucking kidding? This is my yeah. freaking legacy. This. Yeah. Is my damn legacy. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go down in history as the guy who killed everyone. I'm the of captain these who killed every famous person <laughs> on the planet. This is probably the most horrifying thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Is Gates? Is Jeanette yeah. Goldstein? <laughs> there she oh, is again. Actually, yes. There's Vasquez again. You actually, yes. McFly? The way yeah. that the later on the way that they die. That's or sad. Implied, yeah, or implied. Yeah. That is that the, is genuinely the idea of locking people, which happened. Definitely uh-huh. historically documented. And of course, you know, people will do that. Oh, no, we wouldn't possibly. But well, my, yeah, my, mom and her, my mom and her friends always came out talking. They're all like all weepy about how beautiful it was that the couple, the old couple died spooning. Right. And I'm, I'm looking at that shot <laughs> and I'm not thinking, yeah. yeah, they're at peace. I'm not looking yeah. at that shot thinking, I'm how thinking- romantic. They're literally on top of what's about to be a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Like this water is like right under the bed. Yeah. Just going, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very peaceful, but let that shot run for about 90 more seconds. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be quite as peaceful anymore. <laughs> Party! The passengers gasp. What? <laughs> it's like a Smirnoff Ice commercial. Yeah. I love the. Have, little, we, I love, have we traveled to China? <laughs> I love the little amazed girl. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now this oh. this was I'm this is a reference to. Is it that shot? Uh, a night to remember. Yes. Because that, that's certainly, the certainly iconic shot, shot yeah. from that one. Yeah. And this is a great shot, and not an easy shot to get either. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, hey, that sets underwater. That's not easy to do. Yeah. I, again, the the big Titanic set that they built, they actually sank. Yeah, <laughs> and it actually had to hold water. I mean, I mean, I mean it, uh, and I believe yeah. the story was that that they it was supposed to sink on hydraulics, but it wasn't working. Like something was wrong with it. It was supposed to go down so they could bring it back up, and it wasn't working. And and Cameron was like, "I need to get the fucking shot. Turn off the hydraulics. <laughs> We're sinking the fucker. Yeah, We're let, actually let going sink. to sink the fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll figure it out tomorrow. That's Jim, man. <laughs> that sounds like Jim all the way. And Jim, Jim is like, you know." Again, my experience with him was on the abyss. It's like twelve years later, after he'd had a good rest, he was like, "You know what? I'm going to do the abyss again, except with a thousand actors yeah. in period <laughs> costumes this time. I'm ready. I'm ready to try that now. I'm going to put them all in the water. Here we go. Is it plausible that this guy will the lifeboats is- be seated according to class? Oh my god, <laughs> smack her! I hope I don't care who smack- you've slept with. Sorry, Fig, but. I really want to choke her, which is wonderful because that's the idea with yeah. this character, you know. She's, she's, she's Snidelina Whiplash, if there's such a name. She's the female mustache twirler. She's, Not na- the she's, Natasha. What she's is, Natasha. Obviously, the answer is she has to marry Cal. Why don't you marry Cal then? And yeah, everything exactly. will be fixed. So anyway, you were saying. Anyway, is it plausible that the valet of a rich guy on the boat would be in a position to handcuff the kid to a pipe and then... Tell him I'm not going to get you. I'm just going to let you around right Generally, now. Generally, sure. well, number one, he's yeah. not so much a valet as he's like the former CIA operative. Yeah, yeah. But at, guy the, at the same time, being paid. he's the mercenary. At the same time, remember, there's no one down there. They're all up here. Yeah. So he can do whatever he I'm wants. I'm going to get away with it, and then I can always just go. Oh, I forgot he was down there. It's been such a crazy day. Yeah. Yeah, if 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 there was some some kind of turnaround here where they yeah. got the ship yeah. back, he'd be if like, by some oh, my chance, bad. if by some chance handcuffing him into the, the, the part of the boat that's already underwater doesn't go my way, 
that's, that's a very Bond-like <laughs> moment that I would actually yeah. give the villain. Like, I'm going to leave the room now. Yeah, I'm going to let yeah. nature take care yeah. of it. There's a moment. That, that's a moment where it's like, I don't care if it was me. It's like, I could totally get away with this. Yeah. The odds are definitely in my favor that this is going to go my way. I might, I might handcuff, I, might, I could handcuff one of you guys to a pipe just to go, I totally killed a guy and got away with it. It's amazing what you can get away with if your ship is sinking. Because who's going to know? No one's ever going to know. Oh, that was a nice. That's a nice great touch. bit there. Yeah. Scary to be on a set like that, I tell you. Now this is and this is a well crafted, you know, this is where Cameron reminds you that oh, by the way, God. I did oh. by the way, I did make Alien and, and those kind uh-huh. of aliens and those kind of movies. I mean, this is a hell of an action suspense sequence. You can't you can't beat rising water, and God knows he, he used it in the abyss quite quite frequently and quite beautifully. And uh, you know, and has has given given uh, Miss uh, Miss Bucator here a, a great heroic moment to go, okay, sweetheart, you wanted a life of adventure. This is what that's like. Here you go. It's genuinely scary to me. I find it genuinely scary what she goes through. And the, and the scariest part of it is the idea that I could be down here with my axe in the rising water and the lights could go out any second is the worst part of it all. Oh, I now that you mentioned, I remember that moment when <laughs> yeah. the lights go out. I'm like, it's oh, like you're going. This is bad enough. And oh then wait, it, this and got then, worse. And then it sort Fuck. of occurs to you, like, wait, if the I'm, we're underwater, how long are these lights going to stay on? Yeah. You know, that's the that's the scary thought that'll that'll bake your noodle, as they would say in a lesser movie. <laughs> really, I don't think anybody I've ever heard anybody in a movie say that. <laughs> bake your noodle. That's really? the Matrix. Matrix, homeboy. Hello. Yeah. yeah. What's really going to bake your noodle later on is what if the lights go out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Would you still have broken it if I had yeah. said anything? I was giving I was giving the Matrix credit for yeah. having one uh, good line and one good idea. Oh, the Blasphemy. Matrix was fine, it. but the, was the, yeah. I know. I've heard those commentaries. <laughs> oh, look at I that think character I was in change. One of them. Yeah. This is a great bit when your elevator goes down and, and goes the, the the floor goes underwater. That's yeah. an indication of bad. So yeah, flooding flooding room handcuffed. Suspense 101. It's just, you know, you can't go wrong. It's hard to not do a sequence like this and have it be successful. Yeah. You have to be a real bad director to not make a sequence like that work. <laughs> oh, I'm sure This is are... good. Oh. oh, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying you have to be a real bad there director. There are plenty yeah. around today that yeah. can do it, I'm sure. Now, how would uh, how did how does William Goldman relate to this again? I forget. I know that he's connected to this episode somehow. Was it just that just he... Just that he thinks... Because we love him. Because he supports... Because he, he, like, he likes the movie, and he explains that you know you can go, oh well, this this is not good, or that part's not good, and he will. His answer is, so what? His you answer know? is, fuck you. His, yeah, his, <laughs> Goldman. Goldman's idea fuck is, fuck you. They yeah. sank a ship. Yeah. <laughs> no, his, Goldman's Goldman's thing is, uh, and, and it's a valid point that movies that are strong enough, and he counts this as being a movie that is solid enough, that it can even overcome the parts of it that aren't very solid. And there certainly are, admittedly, parts of this movie that aren't that great. Billy Zane being key, a key moment. You know, the Billy Zane character is ridiculously melodramatic and just, you know, very rarely in, in recent movie history has a character been sort of stuck in place to go, you be the bad guy and make the bad things happen. Oh, you they're, have, they're good the lights. You have no redeeming qualities whatsoever and no verifiable human emotion other than yeah. you're a dick. The yeah, whole movie. Yeah, you're just a dick. That's it. That's your job in this movie. Um, you know, the, the, but the movie, so much of the movie, according to Goldman, and, and I agree, is so strong and well-made, and the story overall works so strongly that, you know, Zane doesn't ruin this movie. And other things that are, don't quite work don't, doesn't ruin this movie. Like what? I mean, I think, I think that's really, that's almost because, you know, that, that's a testament to Cameron in a sense, because you could probably, le- you could level that charge at any of his movies, but at the same time, you come away and you're like, I don't care. Yeah, like like I could point out this and this and this, but I don't care. That movie rocked. Well, we, we talked about that in the Terminator Two commentary, where if you actually look at a lot of the dialogue, 
it's really lousy. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow, some way, he pulls it off. Yeah. Or, or as, as or, Goldman suggests, dialogue is not that important. Right. We like to think dialogue is important, but it isn't. What are other parts of this movie that don't quite hold up? Hey, well, let's see. I mean, for me, I, um, from this point on, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty solid from here on out. <laughs> Pretty darn strong from here on out, I have to say. Um, it's. I mean, I mean, you could you could say the uh, the the spitting scene is a little cheesy, and it's callback. Yeah. Um. Um. When she you know spits sure. on Cal, but, it's a bit much. Um, it's it's also an improv. They actually were kind of winging oh, that. Nice. It's fun. That's why it has at least some life to it. it feels kind of realistic. Um. I, I, there, there are right moments. <laughs> I mean, there's no. To me, there's no single that I can think of. Uh, moment of you know a, a, a sizable chunk like Billy Zane, if a major character, that I, I don't think works in this movie. There's there's just details that I think may not work, but uh, there's no movie that doesn't have that. They seem to have gotten over the fact that the water is absolutely frigid. They're, they're, like, no, no, like, she's like, she's about to get back into yeah, it once she gets the yeah, and she's gonna go Nick. Yeah, and um, that's a real reaction. It was so yeah. cold that she literally it was <gasps> it was it wasn't as cold you know, as the, cold as it's supposed the, to be. The right? water off of Baja well, is not yeah. quite the North Atlantic. Well, famously, but. the whole scene at the end where they're in the water was in like an eighty degree pool, and they had yeah. to add the uh, the fog. Yeah, and they the, ended all up, the breath fog, and, is, and they ended uh, up using that breath fog again in uh, Fight Club. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and half these people got dysentery because it's Baja water. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> movie making, movie magic. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Half the people who, like, a good chunk of the the cast and crew who w- went into the water to yeah. shoot those last bits got very sick because it's it's Mexico water, which which has a reputation, mm-hmm. like it's a cliche reputation, but it's goddamn true. Poseidon's Poseidon, revenge. Poseidon's revenge. Yeah. You call it. So this is a, it's a good suspense film, a good suspense scene, and uh, solid stuff. Oh, I like this bit. Yeah, <laughs> this is he's just so psychotically like yeah. doing his job. At least she doesn't spit on him. <laughs> she just punches him, gives him a good whack, and he's just like, "All right, fuck you then." <laughs> yeah, he's panicking. His there's no need to panic. There's no need to panic. Don't worry about it. Well, he... Then screw you. I hate when people do that. I'm not going to say they're freaking out, and they're like, "Stop freaking out! Stop freaking out!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Stop it." You're yeah. freaking me out, and I was fine. This is always a fine. <laughs> this is a fine line to walk in a movie because, of course, if you really put real human behavior on a screen, it doesn't really work in a movie much. You know, the, the you know, this, humans you are think? panicky, stupid animals. Exactly, and you know it. The thank you very much for the setup. The the you know that guy is exactly what someone would do. I don't care what you're saying, lady. I don't care what you're telling me. I'm not. I don't care if the cure for cancer is down on deck five. I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm getting you to the top, or I'm going to let you go. That's exactly what people do. That's exactly what any of us would do if it was our job to get passengers off the off the thing. That's and why you don't think that works. I do think that works. I just think that it doesn't work if you do it too realistically for an audience. Because they go, no, that's stupid what that guy did, and why doesn't she tell him? There are too many of those characters. If you put too much of a focus on it. Well, if you can't be too realistic, because what she's doing... Not a hu- there's not a human in the world that would actually ever do this. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, true. I'm sorry, no human would do it. But if she just went, if she did what a human did, went up the deck, I'd like a lifeboat now, please. <laughs> yeah, that guy I had sex with probably dead. You know that, that's. You know I love him very much. I love him very but... much, but come on, <laughs> I mean, jeez. You I'm... know what? I'll just go ride a horse later. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna just. I, I'll get over it. I'm young. I'll be okay. <laughs> um, you know, very few humans do this kind of thing. But of course, and really, what kind of future did what he I'm saying is if you, have? If, you, Come on. if you put real human behavior in a movie, people often go, well, that's kind of stupid. And that's, you know, but that's what people do. That's what people really do. Or that's what people really did in this exact situation. And it's documented. 
Um, and yet, it's, in a movie, a movie is different. A movie is not real life. And uh, that's why we want to see things like this happen. I feel like this, oh, this is, is probably – I, This is one of my favorite I feel moments. like this, this is, is probably – This probably is a very – They probably got to this scene in the script and yeah. he was like, no, she's going to have to test it. Oh, there's a moment there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is there very a moment this there? This is actually one of the – This is the biggest joke they make in this entire movie and her reaction is fantastic. They're <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to cut his hands off. It's, this is going to go so bad. It's the closest there is to the whole movie to like a joke. And it's it's a great joke. And it's a really dark joke. joke. Yeah, it's a dark joke. It's a Cameron joke. It's absolutely a Jim Cameron joke. Jim Cameron thinks that's funny. She <laughs> she might cut his hands off. <laughs> that's awesome. And I, I, it's kind of interesting to me the way they don't milk this beyond the one hit and it's over. You know, it's not like he has she has to do it five oh. times. But it's a, it's a great bit. It's a totally great oh, bit. God damn. Yeah, they kind of set god it up. God damn. They well, set it up, but then they get it over really quick. It's it's kind of an interesting choice to go that way. Well, because they know they still have a sinking goddamn yeah, ship exactly. to get off. We don't really need to milk the handcuffs suspense yeah. <laughs> because we got some other things to get to. Now, this is just scary as hell, and this is great stuff. It really is. I mean, she voluntarily was, as uh, Jake famously said in the mist. You know, the the, the line about the weapon and the flashlights. Like, right. I, I might, I might need a weapon. I may need a flashlight, but you'll never find me voluntarily requiring a weapon and a flashlight because that's just stupid to put yourself in a position like that i'm paraphrasing but uh, you know the the idea that well for better or worse they have now found themselves in this situation and they just have to get out is a great suspense setup that's a horrifying shot yeah here's this massive thing yeah and this tiny ship in yeah it. those in peril on the sea join in I don't know that one. <laughs> this is the song. Uh, the, the hymn, the hymnal. The hymn we hymnal were doing before. It's the uh, the the hymn. And the this, the concept now, and it seems almost archaic. Lots of whip pans. Yeah, movie, big whip pans. Hey, it, look! It's Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> just totally being, is. Just being a guy. Just being <laughs> Mr. Mr. Purser. Yeah. Um, the idea of women and children first is. Uh, is still kind of an idea that we kind of have. I mean, culturally, yeah. we still kind of well, go. It's well, in the burning building, you know, who goes down the fire escape? Well, first yeah, or whatever. whatever. It's, it's kind of like pff, you can get more dudes. I'm sorry, they're out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Like the women and children yeah. are, are actually. Yeah, more it goes valuable. right back to evolution. It's like, well, yeah. I've already reproduced. My seed is alive. Right. You go take yeah. my seed like, and. and there's raise a, it to adulthood. Yeah, it's going to last longer than I am anyway. Get yeah. it out of here. <laughs> See, I, d- I don't have kids, so <laughs> I'm just not so quick to go right. To, well, well, what have the women and children ever done exactly? Uh-huh. Why are they so hot? What are they, why do they deserve to go first? Especially her. What's her deal? Why is she better than me? What about equality? Well, again, you know, it's like, it's like uh, evolutionarily speaking, it's like uh, a guy can get ten women pregnant at once. Woman can only have one baby at a time. It's like we need more women than we <laughs> yeah, do men. We need lots more we, women. We really do. One guy in a boat. <laughs> Seventy women and one guy in a lifeboat. You yeah. got yourself a whole island population. Exactly. Right there. It's like lions. So this is not Lightoller. This is the other guy. This no, is this the, is Lightoller. That is Lightoller. So then who is, it, who is the one? Uh, the, the he's not the one who kills himself. He's the other roundy face guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that he's the one that kills himself, and you're like, no. And I'm like, but they just said it was Mr. Lightoller. Yeah. yeah. I, is, he, I, is he the guy that was actually in on, on the bridge when it hit yeah, the Yeah, he was the one next to the cabin. Yeah. And he was yeah, they both the were. The other guy. The other and guy he, with the kind of He's the one way to go, yeah. okay, this is what happened, and I did this. And, yeah, this was, and the whole time you yeah. see this look on his face like, we're screwed. I, fuck, this we're was so going screwed. to go well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just women only. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on. Let's have some self-respect. Ah, that would have been great. Axe handle to the eyes. Yeah. Well, he is Irish. I mean, you know, big deal. You can hit an Irish guy in the eye with an axe handle, and he's all right. 
because they've got like leprechaun. You know, I, 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 I didn't even really. <laughs> they heal instantaneously. Yeah, this they're, they're magically delicious. This wasn't something we discussed. This isn't something we set up, but it's almost bizarrely prescient. The Stanford Prison Experiment, where it's like you're in control. Yeah, he's shooting them and holding them back. <laughs> yeah, because it's his he's job. shooting them and holding them back because it, uh, the authority figure they're just fucking humans on a boat dying. Yeah, and he's clinging to the vestiges of his authority. An authority figure that told has... him to do it, and that's all he's got. So there you go. He's got no frame of reference and until and until that authority that's figure tells it's... him not to. Well, exactly. it's not but wrong. But that's why it's such no. a fucked up thing because people are always like, I, "I was just doing my job." Is not an excuse. The Nazis did that. Blah blah. Godwin's yeah. law. But when you when you test it and you can test for this. People will adhere yep. to what they were told to do <laughs> under ridiculous circumstances. He just left the rest for Bill Paxton just there. That's everything else Bill Paxton can have 70 years from now. Yeah. No, it's true. Human nature Human nature is not pretty to look at. It really, really isn't. <laughs> it's really not. It re- All it movies and literature and drama really is just this exercise in fantasizing as to what we wish we were. Yeah, we're fetishizing ourselves. Re- you know what's awesome really about like- us? Stuff we don't do. It's this massive romantic <laughs> That's what I like fantasy about us. of yeah. what we would like it's to true. think of ourselves. And it's true. But it, it also, I think, you know, and we can, boy, we, but we can get deep. Time. It also it also is what inspires us yes, culturally. Right. It's like, well, I want to be more like Luke Skywalker. Well, Luke Skywalker's not real, but that's nice that you want yeah. to be more like Luke then Skywalker. Then do that. Absolutely yeah. that's do good. that. That's good. That's good. And that's why we told you that story when you were six. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely do that unless... Unless you're from the Middle East, in which case we've decided we don't like that. <laughs> yeah, we've decided. <laughs> but if you're from the Middle East, you want to be more like, you know, Muhammad, then yeah. great. That's fantastic. Hell yeah. Do there that. You go. Yeah. Yep. Well, just like you – see, don't we hate it when the, the lower classes uprise like this? I mean, come on. Why can't they just stay they underfoot? Yeah, Jesus. Here we go. Yeah. See, that? those guys are teabaggers if they actually could, you know, had a weapon <laughs> and a door they could actually physically push open. And, uh, or just do something at something all. Something to yeah. actually fight against other than windmills. No, 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 because <laughs> yes, no, no, exactly. the teabaggers are the, the ruling guys, class. <laughs> guys. They just don't think they are. Guys. They just don't think they are. Yes. Because the working class, well, they got their guy. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Uh. The point is that we're all going to let them drown, right? Because that's that's... That's it. So here we yeah, go. Let them drown because otherwise we'd be socialists. See, yeah, yeah, they want they yeah. want socialism in yeah. the lifeboats, and and who needs yeah, that? Like, this is a great bit with that guy. I love that. Again, we that's if that's light holder. I, I I always thought the other guy was light holder. Uh-huh. I got it's it wrong. It's like I always say: privatized sailing, socialized sinking. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt right there. There's the t-shirt for the episode. Now this is some crazy. This is where there's some crazy stunt work going on that you're barely even looking at in this yeah. sequence. Yeah. Some They're people. leaping the fuck out. That's there, yeah. yeah. You try it sometime leaping <laughs> like four stories into the water, which is not that deep either. So then this with the lifeboat coming down on top of the other lifeboat is bad news. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, there's like two of them. There's yeah. one. There's one coming down on top of another one that's already coming down on another. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's a, it's a cluster, a bit of a cluster. Now they the. There's a story, um, yeah, this is where it's, like, it's starting to really turn to shit now. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's starting to yeah. fall apart. Yeah. Um, it's funny that Cal has the most clear view of the humanity yeah, of, no, here, of anyone. Cal, well, like, that's because he's, he's an like, outsider Cal, in Cal, that the, sense. Cal the he's cynic like, who doesn't see the good side of anything like, has got the handle okay. on things. Seriously, it's starting to fall apart. Yeah. We, okay. need, we need to deal with stuff right now. We're going to get a guy. We're going to give him all the money this I have. This is about to become a Who concert. This is going to be... <laughs> yeah. And the other guy's like, a Who concert? No, yeah, a Who concert. It'll make sense in 80 years. A big shot like that. Third base. That's uh, a hell of a shot. A big shot like that is definitely the one you know he was sending back to Fox, and they're like, all oh, right. That's what you're doing down there. All right. You got another week. Yeah, to get shots like that. <laughs> all right. Good luck. 
Yeah, the, the story. Guys. The story, of course, of the band is uh, an amazing true story. And See, we're not all sick animals. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Some of us are musicians. Well, this, this is what happens when you when you if you successfully create a society where you actually indoctrinate people into being this way. Right. Don't don't let them know that they could have an opportunity to go. You know what? Fuck you. I'm getting on a lifeboat. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you can have stuff like this. You have inspiring <laughs> stories about people, about you know brave underlings. This who is the guy. That, this is the guy that kills himself. The guy yeah. on the right. And I, I, I forget which. Yeah, I don't think he has a character. He's just he's just no. He's Murdoch. Murdoch. No, he, he doesn't. Murdoch. He doesn't kill himself. Yes, he that, oh, yes, Murdoch he does. is the one yeah, who kills he himself. Does. Lightaller doesn't. So yeah, Murdoch. But yeah, and that's the guy, that's the guy who's actually uh, <laughs> Murdoch and Lightoller are totally bridge. real historical real guys yeah. who really were there. They were the the unlike our romantic duo exactly or Cal. Cal is a, an amalgam of you know people like that, but uh, and and they're and they're kind of combined. There are there's some elements of real historical figures that have been used in all these guys. Like there's a Jack Dawson who was a survivor who was a victim on the titanic who was never really known who he was he probably was a steerage person and cameron always has claimed that that's a coincidence but uh, there's yeah, there's a, a, oh, really? there's, yeah. a there's a gravestone for a jay dawson there's a jay that, dawson that, that became a pilgrimage site yes, for for movie for fans family. of this movie yeah cameron says he didn't instinct you know intentionally base it on that that's but. a pretty iffy coincidence but okay oh but yeah let me, yeah, one, let me tell you the one about Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. Jay okay, Dawson. Came Doesn't that yeah. seem like something you would do, though, in the research of the movie? You would find some... I, I think it's something you would do and then forget that you saw it. There's a tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I, I'd oh, almost I say, they, on the other hand, that's something, you would, that's something you would check for and be like, oh, shit, can't do that. Because for yeah. the same reason you, as you, with Morda- Murdoch... Yeah. Um, well, but Jay Dawson isn't real, and no right. one knows who he was. There's no historical anything. Right. This has I, nothing to do I guess they do justify it in the beginning for him to not be on the manifest, the whole he wins the program. Right, right. And no one really knows who Jay Dawson was, you know, really either. The, yeah. the real one either. So there you go, Ismay. Be a douche. You douche. He's the guy who's yep. getting, he's the, he's the guy who'd be getting on the you know the drop ship as the aliens are taking yeah. over the compound. Uh, I'm gonna go. Someone needs to tell the story of your heroic deeds, <laughs> and I'm just the fella for it. I, I love like that how guy's the, look of disgust yeah, the entire yeah, exactly, way down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to die, but I'll see you in hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but no, Ismay. If you read up, Ismay, Ismay is he's he's Dick Cheney of this story. He's a <laughs> douche from start to finish. He it, he totally caused all this to happen and totally scapegoated everybody else to try and save his own hide to get out of it. Oh God! The uh, what I love is that it's I don't. I'm sure it's not a statement he's trying to make. He's just holding to the fact that he's writing the rich guys as glib. But for what for what it's worth, on screen, all you ever see are the steerage people like, fuck, boats! <laughs> and all the rich people are like, hey, it's just goes this way. and can, uh, yeah. I'm just going to... Um, I'll, t- I'll lead you to the boat on the other end of the ship. There's not a well, mob right there. Well, no, because because it's the whole stuffy, thing. Stuffy, stuffy, Again, stuffy. it's the, the, um, uh, the kind of the entitlement culture that they've got. They're like... Well, of course we'll get away yeah. from this. Yeah. We're not going to die. We're, we're far too important. We're, we're British. Yeah. <laughs> we're British and wealthy. We're far too important to die here. What are you here. talking about? Like, I don't even understand yeah. why you're so concerned. <laughs> like, it, there is no way that the yeah. universe would permit me it to be wiped there, from There may only face. be yeah. lifeboats for half the people on the ship, but only half the ship matters. Yes. Yes. So as, we're as good. As Cal we're said, too, the, not the better half. Yeah. You know, the better half is going to be fine. And Which yeah. is frankly... Once again, it's the it's the world's worst statement, and yet it's probably 
A more or less pragmatic statement. It's all well, it's true. unfortunately it's true. Totally, and there's still, although we're not as obvious about it, there's still, you know, uh, yeah, I'll go back to it. There's, there's still a very much us versus them. There's us, there's us, the people who are good and kind and virtuous, and then there's the people who we don't really know that much about them, and they're them. And that's why. So they're probably evil. And that's why we should have health insurance, and they don't need it, and I don't want to pay for theirs. Yeah. You know, who are they exactly? Uh, you know, them. Those people, the people that aren't me. Well, I don't know any of them. <laughs> yes. Gee, that's funny because I'm one of them and I don't know you. Yeah. But I, I think you should be the one to go down with the ship I, as long as we're picking. <laughs> I, I vote you die and I'll be them and you be they. And again, Of course, just... in, in little moments like that, you're like, oh, he's gay. <laughs> that's his real problem. That's why he's not happy. Oh, he's gay. And I mean, Billy Zane actually is. If but, only but he, it comes through in that, that priggish only, character. If only well. he would just admit that. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's the reason uh, he's such a douche. Then he and Jack can go down to the car. Yeah. And he can just get it out of his system. <laughs> they can just do a little camp out on Brokeback Mountain yeah. and everything will be fine. They can just let it out. Then everyone gets off the ship. That's, so that's why he, he's jealous of Rose for letting her freak flag out it, because yeah. he can't. That's the real problem. I got it. <laughs> this, did, did you get it? Okay, that's good. Got it. Okay. This reminds me of a conversation that you and I have had, Fake. Oh, specifically, <laughs> really? No, no, no. This is a segue. This oh, is the, this oh. is a new topic. Sorry, I thought we were going to have a, a, a very special episode for just a second there. Uh, a conversation we've had, specifically in regards to Cameron films, where you will like anybody if you are watching them die. Yeah. As, and it's yeah. a very, very good point. That's my, that's my thing. If Feel you sympathetic for them? That's why Star Trek, in the, the first moment, it's like, I guess I like you guys. You're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Star Trek, the, the new, the the new features? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's that's like we have fine. eight seconds to meet, you know, we, oh, he's the new dad, so I feel sympathy. For him. Even and now he's a yeah. dead man. And now he's I dead, so I totally feel sympathy yeah. for him. Well, it's not so much that you will like anyone while you're watching them die because they're dying. It's more that it's just compelling to watch people die. Sure. That's the point. Well, you, it goes back to the deepest fear, the fundamental fear that we all have, which is Well, you're, death. you're watching to see if it'll be as bad as you think it will be is basically what it's about. Yeah. You're so stupid and yet... Um, nom, 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 tasty. Nom, nom, nom. Tasty. Nom, 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 nom. A little salty. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, little, yeah, where like, you been? Like you taffy. Know, I like to mix a little fat, fat, fat with my like, nom, nom, nom. Like saltwater no, 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 taffy. No, 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 no. Salt, salty fat, fat. It's, mm-hmm. a very, it's a very rare vintage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like aged, well aged. So uh, once again, we're on the staircase where uh, one of the three main places where key events in the Rose Jack. Did you find the ooze yet? Yes. <laughs> Relationship happen. There's the bow of the stern and the staircase. That's where all the key my moments God, of their I relationship. Happen. That guy. Now I'm yeah. all like Ninja Turtles just went into my brain. <laughs> you said that David Warner had this, uh, quite a quite a resume. The, and he's he's definitely one of that. Guy. In fact, in fact, I'm surprised his name is David Warner because because he's one of those that guys. And I'm like, his name should be way more awesome than that. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with the late '90s haircut, really the Rachel? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jennifer Friends. Aniston. Yeah. yeah. Leo's I mean, kind of rocking a Rachel. He's he's very close to Rachel. He's got kind of a Rachel with the, yeah. With he's the, got. He's the actually. Back. It's funny because he has the same haircut as Young Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. River uh, Phoenix's yeah. Indiana Jones, and it would have been about the same time. Yeah, we said that before. Too. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that James Cameron was like, so the wood staircase that's not around at all, so I can blow as many holes into that thing as I want, yeah, and yeah. nobody will ever know the difference. That's right. I can shoot holes this thing everywhere. Down they go. Well, what hasn't been said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty. We're about to come up to the uh, well. The the from here on out, there's there's a whole lot of events that are going to be fictionalized and given to Billy Zane and Jack and Rose and other people, but they happen to somebody. Um, they they were things that happened to various survivors who testified that this is what happened and what they saw and what they what they experienced. 
um, one of which is their encounter with uh, Mr. Andrews, which is coming up. Mm. What could but possibly be funny? Yeah. Now, here's <laughs> this is the this is the this is one of those moments as a as a director editor that you you agonize over in the editing room. I mean, you you know they had to have like said, should we put that in? Does it give it away? Is it too much? Is it too little? Well, will will they will the audience remember? Will the audience go? Of course, we know that. Why are you telling us? If we don't put it in, will it seem like a cheat because we we didn't give them enough? You know, justification yeah. to recognize. But if that we that do was put it happened. in, are they going to be thinking about that the entire time? Mm-hmm. So Cameron, as a smart filmmaker, wrote it and shot it, and probably full well knowing that he could either leave it in or take it out, mm-hmm. depending yeah. upon how it played. And that poor kid. There's yeah. just so many moments of horrible humanity involved yeah. here. Yeah. Now, I'm, I, I, I'm sure that kid, I'm sure everyone was scared. That yeah. was <laughs> that was on that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure this is quite real. Yeah. And and half the crew is probably feeling what that kid is doing. The right kid, now. the kid is like, I'm here and I'm scared. And and is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. <laughs> the second AD is like, ah. ah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The second idea is eighties losing his mind. Oh, we're all gonna die, dude! Shh. You have to be cool. <laughs> be cool, or James Cameron will kill James us. James Cameron will, will rip off your <laughs> It'll arm. It'll make it happen. And beat you with it. So now this is again the the, the sad but true. Talking about uh, you know human nature. Um, the, the White Star Line uh, publicly their their party line was in the inquests and the many lawsuits afterwards. It's like, well, of course, we didn't leave the fourth-class passengers locked downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, if that you, would be inhuman. Face yeah. replacements. Yeah. That would be terrible. This, yeah, the, the face that replacement. That would make us terrible people. This was, this was such a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. The face replacement of them running down the hall was two stunt people, and they digitally put faces on yeah. it. Now it's fairly commonplace. Oh, yeah, but, you see uh, that all the time. It was kind of shocking. But the anyway, the, the White Star at the time afterwards was like, well, of course, we didn't uh, you know leave the fourth-class gates locked. Uh, um, and uh, unfortunately... Um, they didn't know about technology that would be coming 90 years later where the submersibles can go into the ship and, yeah, and find check. and find that those gates are, in fact, still to this day there and closed and locked. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, that's that's what happened um, as the ship was really starting to make its final plunge was when there was this huge uh, boiling of fourth-class passengers. They finally got flooded up and just out of desperation. Because they, they went down, they were told to wait down below, and they did. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's how you did it in those days. Good sheeple. Yeah, and uh, and until the water just rose up and they broke out. And by the time they come on the deck, um, and the movie doesn't detail this, but the movie does show this. Um, the original, the first loading with the first-class passengers was, was fairly sedate and organized. But at the end... The fourth-class passengers erupted onto the deck, and all the boats except for the collapsible boats were already gone, and it was just – it became a madhouse. Well, that's just because they're uncivilized. That's yeah. right, because they're, they're fourth-class. I mean, He goodness. was a good guy. He turns around. He's, he's half a good guy anyway. There's, yeah. such a, there's such a spectrum of humanity involved uh-huh. in, in this whole movie. Well, because there was that earlier really guy who, ju- who was just like, yeah. I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, and, and fuck you, and this guy's too. like, mm-hmm. I just think he's doing this so he can pretend like he didn't kill them. Yeah. And then I lost my yeah. keys. I can't do it. I can't help anyone else. Gotta go. Bye. Oops. Well, I now, tried. I'll be able to live with that. For well, the next, here's and here's yeah. a, and here's another bizarre. Well, I mean, it's like it's like okay, either you guys die and I die, or just you guys die. Yeah. Well, so, of course, the, okay, you know, the heroic notion is then we'll all die. You know, right. I'm, yeah. I, I don't. But let that's dumb. What do you accomplish then? Yeah. I, well, <laughs> all right. Remind me not to get into a life or death situation with you. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's gonna bail. You know, if, 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 if the shit hits the fan, Michael's gone. He's like, see ya, boop. Uh, this is Teague, and I'm gone too. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's Don't worry, Trey. You and I will. will yeah. Brian and I will, will <laughs> die in each other's arms. No, the, no, so, so we'll keep the, the British so end the up, question. apparently. So, Darkman, what do you want to do later when these guys are dead? <laughs> yeah. Well, lie about how Trey and I died. Yeah, exactly. pretty much. Yeah, get exactly. your story straight would you be know, the first talk step. Talk about how hard we tried to Michael save Michael and I did our goddamn best. <laughs> we had keys, they See. fell. 
They the, felt the water the old, was the, cold. The old joke about the two guys in the woods and they get charged by a bear and the guy says, okay, uh, let's run. And the one guy says, you think you can outrun the bear? I said, dude, I just got to outrun you. Yep. <laughs> so that's, Better yet, uh, want to go camping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Great suspense moment. Now, so, well, talk about uh, another... No. Uh, yeah, I, I, probably what you were about to say, but no, I'm you sure know. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, because <laughs> what I was going to say is in my head, and I don't know what's in yours. Okay, so fair you, enough. You, you try yours first. Um, l- like we were talking about before, they're really you know sinking the uh, the the set. Yeah, they're, they're really sinking a lot of this. So uh, even even under controlled situations and everything, that's got to be scary because you're like, what yeah. if it doesn't stop? What if I get stuck under that pipe? What yeah. if you know? So yeah. what if you're still talking about stuff. machines with human beings behind. Yeah, them. yeah. yeah. So Both here of which are incredibly capable of screwing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here you're seeing the 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 again they haven't made a, a specific detail out of it, but you, you know, if you contrast this with the earlier sequences, you're seeing this is when the third the fourth class broke onto the deck and it just became you know and the, and the ship started to really go under quickly and it just became every man for himself. And, and my question house. is, at this point in in this whole process, why are you even bothering to try to get the boat the lifeboat deployed? Just make sure the lines are undone so just, it doesn't and get sit on the out. deck and sit, sit on the deck there, and yeah. wait. Just sit on the deck. Well, there's, there's the suction issue. The water which will come. No to one you. is ever really sure about. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, now, Cal, this is where Cal's going to spot the little girl. He's not going to do his his cheesy, you know, evil move just yet. But he's, you know, he's, but he's, he's marking he's the location. You, you say evil, but being dark men are still alive. <laughs> in this right. hypothetical situation. Fi- you know, and you know what? Listeners to down in front, if if something should happen uh, someday, I'm just, <laughs> you know, we we. Not, Ask he's, a, he's a bad guy, but at the same time, he did the, get the kid off the boat. I guess you could look Let's at it that way. Let's be fair. The kid does get off the boat. Another, is, that, another, is, is that an ends justify the means kind I of I guess uh, it does. I don't uh, know. Question well, you could get the kid it's off the, the boat. It's the Titanic, okay? <laughs> you can get the kid off the boat, but you know, sitting with it is kind yeah, of where the okay. moral the that's, moral line is drawn. That's fair. That's um, fair. Now, another and another thing that uh, you know people were even uh, even even in them days were a little outraged is and uh, the first class group that went off, you know, the first uh, boats that were sent off, um, more than one dog survived because <laughs> they were on board the life uh, lifeboats. Um, the first class dogs uh, actually had a better life expectancy than fourth class. Here, the, uh, ooh, here's the controversial moment. Yeah. That uh, whether or not it was actually Murdoch, yeah, whether or it was, it was Murdoch or some, many many people reported an officer, but yeah. uh, which one was unclear. Really good stunt flop. Was there, there like by the way, like conflict with the Murdoch estate after this movie came out? The Murdoch family, who you know, of course, Murdoch being you know one of their family heroes who went down with the Titanic. You know, they, they felt that the, the uh, memory was so people who have been telling the story for years. Yes. Then Titanic, your, the movie came your out. Your great uncle was a great hero. And, and, you know, and it's difficult. That's, you know, when telling a historical story. So here's, here's you know, now Cal is doing something that people did. Um, many, oh, yeah. many men ended up on a lifeboat with a child that was not their own, and they couldn't quite explain where they got it from. <laughs> um, and the, the, yes, you could say that the heroic move. <laughs> In markedly different clothing. Yeah. The, <laughs> well, yeah, that, the heroic move was that, well, he was just trying to save a child, but then there are some people who suspect that they went down to fourth class. They said, we'll take the women and children, and then just grab the first child that they got handed and went up to a lifeboat. Yeah, but still, don't you think if you were the parents of a child in fourth class... At that point, you're like, please save my kid at least. But sure. That's, I'm I'm sure, sure yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're the parent, then that's now the this, best you can but hope still, for. But still, you're a bad yeah. person to take advantage yeah. of that. This encounter with, I will say. This encounter yeah. with Andrews yeah. is from the testimony of the person, the, the last people who saw Andrews live. And actually, the person said, that's what they asked Andrews. Said, Aren't you even going to make a try for it? It's literally the words they used. And uh, found Andrews here in the, uh, whatever this is, the dining room or whatever room this is, um, standing by the fireplace. And... Uh, and just like you see him here, this is this is uh, that's as, a, as this near as they can make it is, is what really happened. That's a really great little moment, the way he's all standing diagonally, just kind of Leading staring at the it. clock. Yeah, Still erect. Well, later on, the moment where he sets the, sets he the, the clock. Setting the clock, yeah. yeah just to make extra sure. poignant. Yeah. 
That, that's a great bit of human. He's yeah. to the very end. He's committed to a, an ideal beyond himself. And here's and here's Guggenheim. And this is a quote that people said Guggenheim said. Guggenheim did say we're we're dressed and dressed in our best. We're going to go down like gentlemen. Um, that but we would like a brandy. Uh, yes, no, that, I'm trying to say that. Remain, that we may not have may or may not have said. Um, <laughs> we are busy. Well, frankly, if you're like, if I make the decision, I got a tux. I think I should just do this. Yeah. That, the yeah. next thing I say is, and I'm going to need a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need something right now. Brandy, brandy will keep you. Well, it won't actually keep well, you warm, we, but it'll we make you to, feel that way. We're about to come up on another uh, character who you, you certainly don't see his entire story, but he's a real character from the from the uh, incident. It's the baker who uh, we'll, we'll see on the on the stern pretty soon. But um, but one of the things uh, talking about the difference in human nation. Andrews spent all of his time until that moment. He didn't just sit there in the dining room and despair the whole time. Andrews until that uh, that moment before then he had been running around below decks with uh, his with some some stewards trying to close all the portholes that he could find um, to try and prevent water coming in. You know, just gain minutes to gain a few more minutes before the ship went down. Why is I'm Andy Circus the violin player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. it's, it's amazing that they're still. Yeah, I mean. Is this is this the moment when they come back or yeah it is yeah and then uh, I'm surprised that they give up when they do I'm like I I wanted it to be more dramatic when they went under like a big wave comes up and kills them or something <laughs> like but it's they kind just of kind of eventually they just kind of like stop they're like well it hits their ankles well now it's like, it. okay well, now I guess we're yeah. done come on we've played they're all not... the good songs yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, we're, now we're gonna do a little uh, we'd uh, just be repeating ourselves really we'll hold down camp down ladies sing the song the benny hill theme would be the, <laughs> the way to go out with the <laughs> yeah. i'm sure it would have been fun to be an extra in shots like these just kind yeah. of run, look run, at that guy run that back and forth at, what is he doing we may be talking did you see that guy in the background we're talking oscar no he had grabbed he had grabbed a chair and he was running around with it over his head, and I was like, "Oh, he's one of the smart ones. He's doing like he's grabbing a piece of wood to go fly, yeah. and then he just chucks it over the <laughs> end of the ship." <laughs> well, I'm that. like, "What is he doing?" People what were doing that. Doing? People were, one people of the were grabbing benches are. and wood yeah. and throwing it off. Um, Here we so go. So this is uh, you know this is uh, There's Sydney Bristow's dad. Dude. Yeah, Sydney yeah. Bristow's dad's yeah. final and moment. And this there. is uh, this is um, you know. That that glass falling off probably was not on a wire. They probably yeah. tilted the whole damn thing. Wait, what's, he, what's he doing with the clock there? He was he, he was, was setting, setting it to, to the correct sure. time. So historic, presumably historians or whoever, or just for the own. <laughs> I don't think he was of, thinking that. Just because it made him crazy. Someday they'll off. invent submersibles. I, uh, I like to think that he was setting it for history's sake. This depresses the fuck out of me. Yeah. This is awful. Oh, Vasquez. Before, Who knew Vasquez yeah. had two kids? My mom still watches this and cries and, and smiles. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't smile. How, cu- how fucking... cute that they're spooning. That watercolor's holding up beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a watercolor. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Now, of course, we... <laughs> Colorful. To this, day, to this day, we have an expression that... Uh, not used so much nowadays, but uh, when, when someone says, and the, bland, and the band played on, uh, is about uh, how... You know, when something is going terribly, terribly wrong and people are just not paying attention to how bad things are. You go, uh-huh. Well, you know, and the band played on. So, um, and that comes from and, and the there Titanic. Is, there is the rearranging the deck chairs on the rearranging Titanic. Rearranging deck chairs yeah, on the Titanic. Which goes back to what you were saying. I, well, he was yeah, rearranging the hell out of yeah. those, I tell you what. <laughs> not so much that people were actually rearranging the deck chairs. But, um, <laughs> they, in, a, in a sense, I guess they were. In Michael's defense, he wasn't rearranging it. He was getting rid of deck chairs on yeah. the Titanic. Yeah, I don't understand. So so what he was cool. doing was giving people something to float on. So here Maybe. are the... Yeah, yeah. We'll I think that was the... The logic behind yeah, that. However, yeah, again, back well, to your logic originally. It's again, like, th- those will end up floating regardless. Yeah, again, yeah. but people were doing that. I mean, uh, in fact, uh, Andrews was one of the people doing it. Uh, we're just throwing all the loose wood, just detaching it and throwing it just that, so somebody, not them, not themselves, but somebody would be able to cling to it. 
Um, now, one of the things that one of the now talk about the other side See, of human humans are good. Yeah, well, but but talk about the other side <laughs> of human of nature. One of the other bizarre things that came out in the inquest was you know because they recovered a lot of bodies and they recovered a lot of artifacts uh, you know floating. Um, they found, for example, they found a floating um, a, a, a case that uh, belonged to Lady Duff Gordon, who's a character who's mentioned in this in the movie. Um, and in the case that clearly was Lady Duff Gordon's, there was other jewelry from a lot of the other. First class cabins. <laughs> wow! Interestingly <laughs> enough, um, and uh, and there was also an issue when Andrews was running around with his guys down below trying to close portholes. No one had the set of master keys, and they were trying mm. to get into staterooms where they couldn't get in to close the portholes because no one had the keys. No one quite knew where the stateroom keys were. So um, while there were people valiantly below decks trying to close portholes, there was somebody up in the first class section looting. Nice. Um, but presumably, someone who did not survive. So yeah. there's there's some justice in the world. Here that is absolutely horrible. Right. Now we've yeah, all been on uh, we've been on movie sets before, a varying size and scale and grandeur. Uh, and generally you. speaking, uh, when you have we'll say two actors and they're talking in a scene, man, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. Few that's hard. That takes all day. Lights. Yeah. There's a camera. There's about probably 25 people literally standing there, tired and cold, watching them. You get a couple pages a day. Get yeah. A, yeah. yeah, basically uh, that's called a setup. We've got the cameras up and lights up, and here's our two actors, and here's a setup. And you, if you're really cooking, you're getting like ten of those a day. Uh huh. If you're if you're unbelievable, Danny Boyle, you're getting twenty a day. Yeah, yeah. Shot like this. I, I cannot look at this. <laughs> yeah, look, I literally cannot believe they could have gotten a setup like this in less than three or four days. Setup with mm-hmm. with the, the ship's already there. We just have to turn all the lights on and make sure everything works and get all the actors there and get everybody in position, all and... in costume, all everything. All right, and go. Cut. Yeah. How long for a reset? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Jim. Yeah. This is the kind of thing um, when when you when you do have an extra in the background who like you know, dude, <laughs> don't, I'll shoot you in the head if you do that shit again. How yeah. often does that shit happen? Where some extras being an asshole wanting to be? Oh, it oh it absolutely happens. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple of mo- not huge incidents. Not like where some colossal because you know, setup like this was was ruined by uh, by extras, but it has happened. You always hear about like anytime. Here's the next time you're watching a movie. Think about this: when your when your lead character is pushing through a crowd. Everyone in that crowd is going to turn and look back at him like, hey, yeah. buddy. Dude, quit Right, pushing. incidentally, at the camera. Yeah. yeah. That shit happens all the time. It's, car- it's, it's, it's difficult to do. There's, a, there's one moment in Star Trek Next Generation, uh, Star Trek Seven, where they blow up a ship and it's a slow pan across the bridge and everybody on the bridge is like, you know, just silent. Like, yeah, that was awesome. And it does this slow pan and there's an extra in the background that does like this little arm pump thing. Goes, yeah. <laughs> and then immediately after that is, is Data, the main character, that does exactly the same thing. <laughs> if you look, you can see the extra in the background look at him and go, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 oh, well, see, now I have a reason to watch Star Trek Seven. Finally. <laughs> Finally, there's a reason. So here's poor Fabrizio. Yeah. Oh, like. Four people got chopped in half. Yeah, that each was time that was an early moment. Now this is the this is the fourth the back smokestack, mm. right? Yeah, wasn't one oh. the front the for, the front one was the dummy smokestack. Okay, I was going to say it's surprising you said, you said that one, he just goes out fake. like this. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah, it's sort a, of a weird frame an abrupt, an abrupt. Yeah, you know. I've never liked that. That yeah. always stood well. Out I think that's up. I think it's probably because it's a miniature smokestack right. smacking down and you know and water doesn't scale well. So now now Cal's little adventure. No, you'll swamp. Yeah, well well again. Oh no. That's collapsible A, and collapsible A was hell on earth because uh-huh. it was the closest to the boat, and the boat went down, and everybody, everybody in the water tried to get on collapsible A, uh-huh. 
and the and the people. Uh, the it people. was someone's. It was someone's like Cal's job to get an. Well, they just literally beat people. Well, in the that's animals. why they, the survivors. Um, you know, they they literally. This is a crazy shot. They literally they actually somebody had to focus pull that right yeah. to the background. And boy, yeah. you fucked that one. Eric, up. Eric oh. Braden. <laughs> Eric Braden looks legitimately scared, but someone yeah. had to f- pull focus on him at the same yeah. time. But and uh, I bet you that guy was more scared than he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the guy behind well, the camera is like, I can't even pay attention. Yeah. The guy behind the camera is like, I hope I don't screw the focus pull up because then Cameron will kill me and my whole family. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the the shot uh, has never worked for me. Yeah. No? Something's off about it. It's yeah. like a. It's like a. It's, it's like, like a, it's too the, deep. The, 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 the light's too sourcey. No, no, it's, it's a comp between something in the foreground, which is a a smaller lens, and something in the background, which is a longer lens. Mm. Yeah. Like, Maybe something like that because you're looking at this really nice sort of 50 millimeter feeling world in front of you yeah, and, then the, and then the titanic is this perfectly orthographic thing yeah. behind it something about it the, uh, the 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 finish the story about collapsible a is that the people the people who survive on collapsible a um in in true this is anecdotal this is true yeah, in true sort of happened. genteel you know sort of stuff they they just they didn't want to go into detail about what happened but what happened was yeah they they were full up and they just had to kill everybody else who tried to get on board and yeah. they were just you know just repelling borders is all they were doing until their borders froze to death um, and that's just how it went. Maybe they call it a stern because it was so hard to be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like a that's like a video game level. You're just you're on the boat and you're beating people back. I, you know what? Yeah, I, exactly. You got a time like, limit. Power <laughs> they all, all they <laughs> freeze yeah. to death. I don't want to move on to the next <laughs> oh, joke before I help everyone else. That's out. like modern warfare. I love I love yeah. this little bit. Uh, the the kind of dark yeah. humor there, I always thought that was funny, where he just kind of throws in, and there was no more C. And, and that's not even yeah. that's, that's not in the that's Bible. Not in the Bible yeah. at all. But no, it's no. just. I thought that was funny, and I'm sure Cameron yeah. did too. Dorkman knows your Bible. <laughs> yeah, and a nice and a nice tone shift here, where they, you know, they, 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 the prayer ends, and then then there's the the death knells, you know, the death throes of the Titanic, and the and the crack starts to happen. Yeah, is um, the background a comp, or is it a big translight? I don't I, know. I think it, it's the it, sky. Yeah, but except the, no, the star, no, no, well, no, but no, the no, stars are too bright, too yeah. bright, and you, too blue. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't true. be able to get stars as we as we well know. Yeah, if you're exposed for the foreground, you wouldn't see the stars. That's true. Unless they're lighting this by candlelight, which I don't. I, I want to go back to that. Like everything is a big lie. Yeah, yeah, that's just, right. We just stumbled. Unless upon we never ex- went to the moon. This <laughs> was well. This oh, was God. produced in a movie studio. Yeah. Why not? Anyway, yeah. we just yeah, stumbled right. upon an excellent memnotic. When trying to remember which is the stern and which is the bow, the stern is where the people went to die and weren't happy. Yeah, yeah. It was they very stay, stern. On, the, on the back oh, of the boat, it was hard true. to be happy. I'm pretty sure they died on the bow too. I'm not sure well, how yeah, good of a mnemonic device like, that's when you're on the when you're on the stern, it's hard to be happy. Now they, I think, uh, and the, <laughs> Rose tried to kill herself. The next moment, next moment is oh, it's Mister Fantastic. The next moment is. It's uh, Horatio Hornblower. The lights, oh, the lights Damn, are gonna, the lights cool. are gonna go off. Now, if you look really close, some of these cap stands, you can see they're, they're rubber. You can see them bounce off the rubber cap stands here. Mm. Um, you know, movie magic. But um, it's crazy stunt people. Crazy stunt people. Crazy. That looks like the most fun thing Yay! people probably got to do on this movie. Now, something, something else that's <laughs> about to happen is, is you know, notice how, and again, historically, this is how it went. Um, ooh, wee! Oh, her skirt blew up. It's funny the way she died. <laughs> uh, notice that the li- the freaking lights are still on now. The, mm-hmm. Now the, there's actually. I ten- think we're about to see that. It's about to go yeah, off. Yeah. We're about to see that now. Now there's a guy, a real guy, and his testimony is incredible. He he was he was down in the lighting room, um, in the, where the the guys were keeping this going, and just That's no good. Just, By the way, you would die from jumping that height. Yeah. That, well, I th- I'm pretty sure that guy did. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Now there's the baker, and he's also here. Right. We there's, go. There's the clang. Bang. Oh, nasty. Anyway, there was a guy who was in the lighting in the electrical room, keeping the lighting going. The whole crew there. Um, his boss sent him out. Out, 
and said, okay, go see what, what's going on up on deck. Um, the guy went out and literally like he was just out the door is when the ship cracked, you know, and, and, and all hell broke loose and it, it, the, the room flooded behind him. Um, and uh, and then the lights went out around then. So he was the only guy in the electrical room who made it out and everybody else, everybody else down there died. Um, but he was trying to just beat the water that was rising so fast by that point. He, he ended up he ended up climbing up out of the smokestack. And he and he so he saw uh, as the ship was you know more or less just about, just after the lights went out, which is right here we are at that moment. You know yep. he he was climbing up into the smokestack, going holy, he was just trying to get up, up, up. You know, just trying to get up somewhere. He ended up on top of the smokestack, and he saw he could see the entire ship. He had the only eagle eye view of this this portion of the sinking, and a lot of uh, what we know about what went down is based on this one guy who literally wow. had the bird's eye view of the entire ship um, about what was happening where and what was going on. Man, this wow. is. I think there's. A, I think there's a missing scene here because I, I believe there was a scene that explained why David Warner went to the, got to this condition because we never saw yeah, how he never, got bloody. We don't see how he's bloody. I believe there was a scene that was shot there I, I, for him. Probably, but uh, I'm I'm willing to just go with it. <laughs> I'll give yeah. it to him. I mean, well, it's, it's one of those scenes where you go. It's okay that you know. In editorial, it's like you can understand why we didn't like. I'm I wonder sure. what's happening with David Warner's character yeah. right now. Um, and you certainly can accept that he just happened to have gotten bloody. He probably yeah. had some way to have gotten beat up in the in the interim. There's, yeah, there's a number of things that he could have found uh, to, to yeah. There's no, probably a number the of things with. that would have uh, gotten him all bloody. Now, now, so char- so uh, on the oh, on that the... didn't that didn't scale well. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm actually going to give it to Titanic. This is all pretty awesome to me. It's 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 sure. awesome. You I think this you is can't a, not. I think this is the epic movie to end if, epic. If movies. someone hadn't and made Starship Troopers ago. that year, this would totally have deserved an Oscar for visual <laughs> yeah. effects. Now there you can see oh, the rubber yeah, yeah. cap stand there. You can see the folds in it. Yeah, well, it's surprising they didn't paint that out. Um, that that shot that was Leo the first time. I yeah, no, he just jumped over. He just went right over the side. Fuck it. Now, now the other historical character, and this guy's real too. The, the the guy in white that they're next to is the real historical last guy on the stern of the Titanic when it mm-hmm. went down. He's one of the ship's bakers. His name was Charles, and uh, that guy he was on the crew, so he was rounding up people, getting them on lifeboats. At one point, they put him on a lifeboat and said, "Okay, you can be in charge of this lifeboat." And he goes, "No, I'm not." Screw it. I'm going to get off. He actually was on a lifeboat and got off. And then, and this is what makes him so awesome, is he went down to the pantry and he got all the booze he could get his hands on and he got <laughs> hammered. He got hammered. And you can see him, you know, whip out he, a flask he, yeah, he in this scene. Yeah. He pulls out yeah. his flask. And and he was the last guy. When the ship went down, he was standing right at the stern, right where you see him with Jack. Oh, we're going to see him in a minute. Yeah. yeah. And, and you actually they look at each in other. The mo- in the, even in this movie, you, he's the last guy you see when the ship goes under uh, because he was the last guy on the stern. And his story is that. He just he just it just went out from under him like an ele- escalator an elevator and he just started to float in the water and he, he his hair didn't get wet. experienced no suction he didn't even get his hair wet he said now um, as someone who has I'm not like a diver there he is yet. there he is that's there he a, is. That's as, so, the, as someone who he's in there he's Charles fucked up in the baker he's, he's fucked up and insane like oh yeah. my god yeah. this will break your brain yeah. I'll give I'll give him yeah that. exactly just like what <laughs> I did not expect this when I got up this morning yeah. that this I, would be my life I'm not a diver but I've had a lot of experience with jumping off of cliffs. Into water uh, from varying heights. Uh, you don't. You never want to jump higher than thirty feet. My mm-hmm. my. The highest I've ever jumped into water was from fifty feet, uh, and that's one of those things where well, especially what, not into still water. Well, no. I, yeah, this was into still water. Here's the, the here's the big. This, this was in the, this was in the trailer. This, this was in the trailer. This was in the trailer when, when went, you went. Oh wow! And there's another leg breaker. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Another scale water there, but whatever. Again, these 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 stern shots from yeah. just something about them doesn't work, and I can't. It's, a, it's not the scale it. of the water. It's, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that might be it. Anyway, um, so once you've jumped, like people would jump. You could right now jump 
from 30 feet into water, and it would be like, oh, that kind of hurt like a like a bad jump off the diving board hurt, but it was awesome. Uh, 50 feet, and I've jumped 50 feet into water, hurts. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's exponential. Say, right, your exactly. acceleration's exponential. Exactly. You're going twice as fast in those 20 feet. They say that the, and bear in mind, the Golden Gate Bridge is 200 feet off the water. They say that the highest you can jump into water and expect to live is 110 feet. Mm-hmm. Right? 110 feet. Titanic, That's why people are always trying t- to t- kill themselves t- off the Golden Gate exactly. Bridge. Yeah. The, the, the Titanic was 900 <laughs> feet long, and that was half of the ship sticking out. So that guy just went four or, times farther than you would need yeah. to have yeah. massive internal bleeding and death. It just, yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, like hitting, oh, no. it's like hitting cement. It's yeah. just the same as yeah. hitting cement. After a certain height. point, there's no difference between water and cement. They do Because the water's not going to get out of your way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. fast enough. And even on Mythbusters, they did the thing where it's like, if you drop something into the water first and break the surface tension, will that help? That help. Nope. nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it changed it like 2%. Yeah. It's like, no, not you're going to die. Not Don't enough, do it. Not, 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 not so as you'd notice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't nearly as bad. Not from that height. Although, I mean, for for high divers and stuff like that, they always have the bubbles coming up so that they can break the surface tension a little bit. The world record of high diving is 120 feet, which is 10 feet higher than – you'll probably die. Uh, and the guy did like three flips and a gainer. It's just like fuck yeah. that guy. Um, <laughs> the, I would what's the uh, the Norm Macdonald joke? It's like there's only there's only two categories of of high divers. There's there's grandmaster champion and stuff on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I would be interested to find out. Oh wow, that's an amazing. That's shot. a nice shot. Well done. Uh, I would be interested to find out how high off the deck was from waterline. And if it was more than like fifty or sixty feet, if you just jumped over the side, yeah, if you jumped over the side, yeah. I wonder how high well, off. I like you probably, it's, I'm going to go with like you 60 know, talking feet about talking you'd about be able to, to though because they they do teach uh, sailors in the navy uh, how to jump off an aircraft carrier deck, and that's the yeah. f- highest off the waterline you can be. Yeah, in terms how of high ships? Seventy feet ish, ninety feet. Uh, probably, I don't remember the high. exact number, but high enough. High but enough. you have to do it in a certain way, otherwise you break your legs. Well, no, bear in mind, ship. I said fifty feet, which is way less than we're talking about. And I'm once again with the not exaggerating. You're welcome for this episode. I, I'll just tell you the truth. <laughs> that really hurts. It's not <laughs> like ow. It's not like ow. That was uncomfortable. Kind of no, dude, it, it's it, not like it's ooh, one belly of those things flop. where yeah. when you're dying and you look back on your life, how what, what what pain did I feel in my life? That's one of the things you will remember. Yeah. It really fucking hurts. Don't do it. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that when then when you hit the water, it's freezing and it's thirty degrees. Yeah. Right. Now, now, famously, this uh, all the breath in this uh, yeah, sequence yeah, is all, all uh, an entire. It's not digital. It's it's oh, it's real. It's real. Stuff, it's comped in. They, comped sh- in, they right. shot. Like they shot well. people wearing black suits in uh, a, a freezing black room, <laughs> and they and they doubled all these scenes. Uh, it's a crazy way of doing. We're it. We're blowing but, Brian's uh, mind. Brian, they yeah. pressed the make it cold button. Yeah. yeah. And, they pressed uh, the shine button. Exactly. And, and so button. literally had people... It in, would be particular now. It'd be, yeah. <laughs> it'd be It'd totally be particular and wouldn't look as good. Yeah. But uh, they they literally are people in black hoods in a black room, and then they comp it. They, I didn't they know that part. I knew the, I knew it was comped, but I didn't know the yeah, part about it was all, having moment shots do yeah, it for ex- them. It was. It was all done. And they would, they would repeat the lines and try, you know, repeat the repeat the scenes mm-hmm. as they were done, and then they had to all be composited in because this, of course, is, you know, this is, this is being shot on a beach in Mexico, so there wasn't uh, any frozen breath. So who's, who's the actor that has that? on their resume yeah, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, breath stand breath, 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 double. breath double breath double Dorkman yeah. yes tell us about day for night and how you can tell because this um, isn't quite working for me well part of it is uh, well, what it, is it what is it well, it's day very for, Cameron Blue yeah day for, is. I mean day for night is when you shoot during the day and then you make it look like nighttime because it's difficult to you, you have to throw a lot of light to, to be able to see at night, obviously, because it's dark and that's the point. Um, but um, it's like a lot of light. And wouldn't it be nice if we could just use, the, you know, the light from the sky like the sun? So we'll just Can't shoot we just during shoot the day. day and color correct it? Yeah. And color correct it. And um, 
you know, depending on how you do it, that uh, it, you can have it to varying levels of success. A lot of people who don't know what they're doing will tend to point the camera right at the sun and be like, can't you make it the moon? Yeah. Um, uh, the answer is no. Ex- except in the opening scene of Jaws. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of times what you'll do is you'll bring you, – you try to control the highlights as much as possible. Well, that's, that's always the giveaway. Bright, if you've got yeah. strong sunlight, you can't, you can't convincingly turn that Right, and overnight. I think that's what, was, what wasn't working for you in those shots because there were really powerful highlights coming off the water. Right. Um, the moon will only ever be so bright. Yeah. And, I mean you'll have highlights, but, but more like this. This is much more successful, I think. Um, but uh, – you know, you want to throw a yeah, because there's no strong source. Yeah, in these yeah. Shots. You want to throw a lot of um, filtration on the camera, like ND filters. You don't want to stop down the lens because it, it because affects the depth of field. It affects the depth of field, and it's like if it were really dark, you would not be stopping down the lens. So you yeah, want to make it, it dark in front of the lens, mm-hmm. um, and then open it up as much as possible. To, in terms to get of reasoning, look. that's the technical ex- explanation. In terms of reasoning, and this happens a lot with. Uh, I, it's, I, I think this was probably lower. shot in the evening, though, to, yeah. to be able to oh, yeah, get that so. strong of a yeah. flashlight yeah. look. You know? yeah. uh, that, that would be a real night for night. I, I, I've done seminars and talked to schools and shit. And for, but, photo, but for photo, the wide Photoshop stuff, Photoshop tutorials. Definitely. And one of the things that shows up a lot in Photoshop imaging uh-huh. is I'm not trying to convey the what it looked like. I'm trying to convey what it felt like, which is pretty much the one major... Like the the Lego that makes day for night work for an audience is like well that's yeah. probably what it felt. Well, like. Well, there's a lot of you, blue you, you, on exactly. there. Exactly, yeah. it's like yeah, sure it's like if, if you go outside in the night, it's not that freaking blue. Actually, yeah. it kind of is. I mean, I mean when it's, it's dark, it's kind of purple. Well, the, well, well, the, first, it, uh, the first to go away are the yellows and well, reds. Right. Here's my favorite. When it gets dark, the you know the the cones and rods, you switch from one to the other, and one of them can't really see color that well, and you just get kind of a blue well, tone. My, so my, it is kind of. It's, it's funny that my favorite anecdote about. Well, it felt drab, so it must have been blue. Is actually from Return of Pink Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when we were uh, uh, doing the final color correction on the, the throne room, the, the Emperor's throne room of Pink Five. Um, the first pass on it was like, well, as I remember it being really blue, and so we just made everything really blue, and it looked like a horror movie all of a sudden because everyone was blue, everyone had a blue blue skin tone, and uh, and then we had to actually go back, and it's it's more of a trick of memory. Look at it. It's not blue; it's gray. Yeah, it's like well, the the room itself is blue, but everyone is lit in good old fashioned white, you know, total full spectrum light. Um, the characters, the characters you're actually looking at, the room itself is lit in blue. But they have uh, uh, perfectly uh, normal white light. Yeah, a on lot them. of a lot of that. Um, that that's the kind of thing you definitely uh, uh, want to think about in in production or, or, that's, that's or production the, design. Right, that's the conversation the cinematographer and the production designer have together. Right. with the director. Because I mean, now you can you can color correct something left, right, and center. Yeah, you, um, you can do some but, pretty amazing tweaks to to an image. But at the same time, if you want if you want, for example, a blue feel. You should know that ahead of time so you don't fill the rooms with yellows yeah, and reds. Exactly. You know, design it right. in that direction so right. even when you're color correcting it, it all feels – Anytime you, know. you look at a piece of footage, it's always been color corrected because it's uh-huh. professional looking. And it makes you feel kind of sick for some reason. <laughs> you look at it and it's like, that doesn't – that feels really weird. What happened was they filmed it with yellow lights and made it blue in post or right. something. Or they, filmed it, with, like they filmed it really warmly and tried to make it cool or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Now back to back to this back to Titanic. You know it's Titanic. funny because well, I know he's about to I, it die. does. We, we I will get about, d- now. We talked about um, day for night being really blue. Also, they night for to day f- is also very well. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a pure joke, by the way. Wow! But broke my brain for a second. <laughs> Mike's yeah. face was awesome. Like who the fuck? <laughs> what? Um, but. Blue is also a, obviously a signifier for cold. cold, and you definitely feel yeah. that in these scenes. They're giving great performances too because they're not. Yeah, they're not cold. cold. We talked about <laughs> how much it would 
literally hurt just to touch cold water like that. Yeah. Um, but I wonder how you would not die from drowning. No, no, you, no. Your Most systems, of these, you can, your you can die from shock. Down. I mean, people yeah. had life, life Yeah, we yeah. see yeah. them just they floating. They don't drown. Like, and I wonder after the point because this is not to. I, I can't speak with this. In fact, with the here's, here's where we're about to see yeah. it. Gnarly. I can't speak of this with the authority of jumping from a high place and 50 feet isn't a big deal. But I have been in cold water. Yeah, uh, I've been in like you know 70 degree, 65 degree water, which is like this is way colder than I'd like it to be. Yeah, and this is you know that's twice as warm as this was. And after a while, you just get numb. If you don't move, it doesn't yeah. hurt. You're just sitting there like, yeah. Well, you go to sleep. Well, because your body warmth yeah, your is going body, out in a little yeah. bubble around you as well. Yeah. You're warming the water around you, you just as you die. Go to sleep. <laughs> that's the lady with the baby is the... This, yeah, the yeah. girl with the baby is the one yeah. that all the girls in school were like, yeah. oh, my yeah. God. It just gets you. This is a good like mini example of raising the stakes of just horrifying. Yeah. Just, okay, we have this first like wide-eyed, and then we just raise it until we have the dead baby. How many people did they find, and how many people pulled out? Well, I think Rose Rose gives the she old gives Rose the gives the right number. She says seven. I think seven were pulled out of the the yeah. group. Yeah, or, yeah, six. Um, yeah, it was six in real life and seven because there was a fictional girl who got <laughs> saved as well in this movie. But uh, there it is. There's but the this baby. is exactly. I mean, again, this is how it happened. The 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 lifeboats, you know, stayed away too long, um, and uh, by the time they got organized and came back. And and rightly so because you know as the experience of collapsible A is you know they they actually they also knew that there were you know a thousand people and, and they were if, all insane. And if a thousand if a thousand people tried to get on board the lifeboats, everyone was going to die. So uh, you know what do you do? That's that's uh, there. I'm with you on the moral dilemma. Yeah. You know there I'm like that's a tough call to make because you know to be realistic you have to go. We will you know it's not you're like you're not we'll accomplishing be, anything. Yeah, you're we, not helping. We won't be heroic if we go back right away because. A thousand Italians are going to try and get on board. <laughs> this, uh, you know, not nothing against the Italians, but uh, they get a little when they get a little crazy and freezing. They uh, they get a well. Lot they are hand. very passionate people. Yeah, they are, especially when cold. <laughs> Do we see like a shooting star here? Because that would just be the limit. I don't I think, think. I don't <laughs> think there is a shooting. It's funny. We pan up and we we look from the left and we see the Universal logo and pan over to the Orion logo. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Just and it, it goes to show you how successful this movie is in doing what it's doing. Because I remember watching this in the theater and like, I hope she makes it. Yeah. I know she makes it. <laughs> I hope she lives to be really old. And oh right, oh right, the whole That's other part the whole, of the movie. She, she's gonna make it. Yeah, but it does manage to to pull you in and make you even question those. I don't yeah. know, at least it did for me when I first saw yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, that absolutely yeah. happens with with yeah. really well made movies. And, and you've, like, cer- you've certainly you've certainly forgot that she's got a jewel in her pocket. Yeah, by right. this yeah. point, or hopefully so. Did we talk about, was it on the episode or before, that we talked about what makes an exploitation film? And how, if you're no, watching... It wasn't this that. commentary, but yeah. we have okay, talked okay, about we've it. we've talked about it before. Where when, when you're watching content that is literally visceral, mm-hmm. it's not really plotting. And this is not. We're back to the story now. But the last 25 minutes have been, we're, we're watching a boat sink. We're not, sure. watch, we're not watching a movie. We're watching a cinematic. It's like we talked about. It's, 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 this is about the experience. This right. is about yeah. you've you've heard about the Titanic, and you you know you've you've read the books. If you're you know someone like James Cameron or a kid who's been into it and stuff like that, and you've read, oh, it sank and it broke and blah 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 blah. But it's like no no, but also is, people died. Here's and they died in horrible ways. To be here's the hundred million dollar experience of yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It just. I can never complain because obviously, although everything else functions, this is an operable movie from start to finish. 
But obviously, the best part is they're singing. <laughs> sure, yeah. we're all, we're all yeah. on board, right? But that's what well, you're there. Yeah. We're on board with the fact that's, what, that's, that's the, the cool part. That's just, what you paid the toll. But bucks. unlike yeah, unlike a see. movie like you know, I'm gonna pull a, pull one out of my hat. Like you know, my my, my number one example is always going to be Transformers. <laughs> um, they're of, both rides. Yeah, of, yeah, of a, <laughs> of a movie that you know has has all the spectacle, <laughs> but just has no human interest in it. Yeah. You know, you come like, away from the spectacle and you're like, okay, yeah, and I saw stuff blow up for yeah, a half and, hour, and it blew one. up. It blew up awful nice, but that was it. You know, well, and it blew this up real, real good. Real every good. film is an exploitation film in one degree or another. It's just a matter of how well it exploits you. Right. Well, what do you mean? Why well, is it every film an exploitation? You, well, sure. Well, <laughs> what, what, what's well I know we had. I know we had. Well, well, just you. I mean, people. If, if right, every right, film, right. if every film is an exploitation film, the, the term has no meaning. Yeah. 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 Exploitation is. Well, is, I think. I think the yeah. distinction that people mean is whether they're offended by that exploitation or whether it does that. Whether you are drawn in by the exploitation, as we are watching these people die on the Titanic, well, or whether we're well, not by watching. If you I don't know, if you pervert the definition of an exploitation film, I mean, if, a film of Romeo and Juliet is not an exploitation film. Yeah, um, exploitation film is to take something that's you know. Pure. Of course, here's the the maddening. It's not that you want. It's not that you want to learn to be. I'll never let go when she proceeds it. to immediately yeah. do. Yeah. Just well, I guess it. I have to. And so, an expo- what you're saying, Trey, is that an exploitation film is something that's literally. I don't care. I just want to see it. Yeah, it's 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 something that you know is is like is, porn or something is forbidden or, or it's, a snuff it's, film. you know or you're or you're I mean it's, the term means or what you're, it means you're exploiting you're exploiting, it for games. I mean, you're exploiting like I want to see black people talking all black and you know then you call it black exploitation but I mean so. even the difference between like uh, you know you make Titanic and it's it's the kind of thing where you know giving giving Cameron credit and we have enough space from it that mm. that you know that it's not. Uh, Offensive. It's like I want to communicate the experience of, of right. this moment, yeah. as opposed to if someone did this movie with September 11th right now. What about yeah. well Oliver Stone, World Trade Center? Yeah, it's been done. Was it like this? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Is. I haven't seen it. I haven't but, seen I mean, it. That, but that was the reaction. Well, everyone was like, like uh, yeah. too soon. Yeah, yeah too soon. exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, this is a, this is a very old school movie. This is a movie in the tradition of Ben Hur and the Ten right. Commandments. Yeah. You know, it's a big epic. You know, but serious, important. You know, story. Um, her right, her left eye was out of focus there. Just, but <laughs> her right eye was bit. perfectly in focus. The cameraman had a stroke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was very odd. If the cameraman, Slow burn. Had, if I it, got it. If the cameraman has a stroke, he makes one of your eyes look bigger. <laughs> yeah, than yeah. One of your pupils is blown. It's the well, cameraman. If he, if he has a stroke, the whole left side goes. Your whole left side goes out of focus. <laughs> That's how you can tell if your camera operator has had a stroke. Now this, this right here, uh, we're just talking about. Cameron's not exploited, but this yeah. is kind of manipulated. Exploited her a little bit. This is well, no, but but this this is just kind of manipulative filmmaking where it's like everyone's crying and it's like, look how sad yeah. that story was. Aren't you sad, you guys? Oh, yeah. If you're not sad, there's something if wrong with if you. If you're not sad, you yeah. have no soul. Look, Bill Paxton is even sad. Yeah. Bill and, Paxton and that, is never sad. And that's my point. My point is that. All film is attempting to affect you on an emotional level. Yeah, but that's, and that's all film but is manipulative. But that's not all what film it means is manipulative. It's, it's how exploitation. Well, exploitation my my, is a my point thing. is, if it if it doesn't do that manipulation well, we consider it an exploitation film. That's my point. No, I'm not sure I agree. I'm not sure I agree. That's not that's not really the meaning of the word. I don't think I agree with exploitation that. Exploitation film but, is like you want to see car, cars crash for 90 yeah. minutes. Okay, but, but I do I do agree that that with with your point not in in terms of defining the term exploitation but but with your point of uh movies are all trying to manipulate you in some Certainly. way the question and on is on an emotional level uh, yeah yeah and the the question is does it do it in such a way that you're like uh like fix it on board and you're drawn in or is it like stop 
stop poking me. Yeah. You know? This is, this is uh, Horatio Hornblower actually telling the F-18s not to bomb the yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Also I've, a historic I've landed. secured the nerve gas. <laughs> is this the Carpathia? Or the, or the California. California. I, I California. No, 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 it's the Carpathia. She the Carpathia. W- it says. Because Cal- California. The did, Titanic was like the buzzing of flies. It did. Ev- yeah. <laughs> nice. Vigo of Carpathia. Yeah. I there see what you did there, and I like it. The Italians were like the buzzing of flies. I'm it. mad at you because I didn't do that. that was <laughs> yeah. All right. well, we and you're wearing a Ghostbusters shirt right we, now. We, we did this for uh, for Michael Bay. Mm. What sep- but Jim Cameron's a different kind of guy. What separates him from Kubrick? Because we're talking about exploitation films. And he tells and, stories. And, well, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. But Titanic, I guess in particular, I think, because you know, it's the only one that's really like, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Although all of his movies have an aspect of realism, this is literally a. <laughs> this is literally here's what fucking happened, right? And that's an experience, conveying an experience on film. I what separates this, that from? This well, is Kubrick, what it's like if, to be in the war. If if Kubrick had made Titanic, you would not have had Jack or Rose. It would have just been the Titanic and random people on it, and the experience of being on the Titanic. That's mm-hmm. might have been Jack the Nicholson. Jack Nicholson <laughs> yeah. on the Titanic. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a candy bar too. And there would have been. It would have long any, any, shots of sinking. Anything fo- long <laughs> very long, very true. Anything focusing you know on any character that would have been yeah. like a minute. <laughs> Anything focusing on particular characters would have been related more to general thematic elements rather than this is a this is a story of these people with a beginning, middle, and end. That's good. Like earlier when it said in the the subtitles, you know, the the music is the Blue Danube. That subtitle would have been up the whole time. <laughs> Still, <laughs> Titanic sinking to the to the speaking tune. of Ghostbusters, too. the band would yeah. have been playing that. Boy. Bringing it all together there, nice. Cameron. Um, now this is. A little, <laughs> I, I gotta say, this is when she says. This is when she's on the boat. She says that her name is Dawson. Uh-huh. Uh Man, what's wrong with that? That's, well, that's the whole setup. Well, that's, I know it's. I know it's. I know it's adorable. I'm with you on that trade. By the it way, is in fact, adorable. Uh, and, oh, and, well, and again, well, we said well, this I'll in Ghostbusters point. The whole, too, the whole point big. of her character is yeah. she is escaping that life. That was what you know what she wanted at the beginning of the movie was to get out of yeah, the life she had. But I feel like there's paperwork. Well, no. First of all, it's 1912, Actually, and second of all, she has a good excuse to not have ID right now. Yeah. <laughs> so she can be. She's a steerage. I mean, she can no, be whoever that, she wants. We don't know how many people died in the Titanic, but we don't know how many people were in steerage. We don't know. They, they didn't keep records of that. Even if, even if the Titanic, yeah, even if the Titanic hadn't sunk, we wouldn't know who was. And weirdly I mean, enough, you saw how easy it was for Jack to get yeah, on. You it just, was actually, you just need a ticket. It's yeah. like ticket it's, for they're unimportant. They're person not taking your fingerprint to get on board. Now, here's another bizarro fun fact. Remember, a lot, yeah. a lot of people thought it was fun to travel under assumed name. There were people on the Titanic who was like, "I'm Baron von Schnicktar," and he's actually <laughs> Joe from Schenectady. I mean, they literally are on the passenger manifest as Baron this or that. And he's like, "No, that's actually me." It was. I, I just used a false name. I said that because it was no. Funny. There's no ID. You know, it's not. There's no. You know, IP freely was seems a little bit yeah. gauche now. IP I gotta freely. say, but <laughs> so. Uh, oh. You know, so so yeah, so that's uh, she had. You know, there's her talk about seizing your moment. She goes, I can completely become a new person yeah. right now, and 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 no one will ever. You know, no one will. I can get away. I can I can disappear, and yeah. no one will ever look for me. I always like to pull this trick on my brain. I dude, smoke the cigar. Yeah, at least Don't. smoke the damn cigar. Come on. Fucking I like to pull this trick on my brain where it's like. Whenever you're watching something or thinking about something, like I went to Italy once several years ago, it's like Italy's still there. Mm-hmm. Right now, <laughs> listening to this commentary at your computer or on your iPod, the Titanic is sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not gone. It's, it's there. Yeah. It's there. It's where it was. Yeah. It, it absolutely blows my mind. It's yeah. just it's there. there. Right now, it's existing. It's, yeah. Yeah, just the, sitting there. This scene here is a little bit of a like him 
being a little too expressive, being like, I feel now. Well, no, this is I am a deep Such as it is, it's his art. Now, see, this, this, um, but, but in part of that, that scene was actually, no, no, but that scene was actually, uh, significant because at the, in the, in the original script, and they did film it, um, he basically goes, wait a second. And, like, he realizes that she has it. So there's a version of this scene where the whole crew is like, my God, no, 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 really? no. And, uh, yeah. And just before she does this. Just before right. she no does kidding. it. And then, and then Bill Paxton is like, no, I get it. And she throws it in. And I'm like, that's not real. Right. I, right. I would never and have it would not. That. it would not be, you know, it wouldn't be a good ending I to have her. Barely, we barely, have, barely We have reached the story in, in fact, I don't like this ending myself. I don't yeah, like I don't. this. Why myself. don't you like this, Trey? Because I really, to be honest, it's unfair to Bill Paxton. I mean, for her to have, for her to have, this moment, I get it, but uh, my my rewrite of this scene would be for her to to reveal the diamond here, and ma- we think maybe she threw it in the water. But actually, what she does, she goes back to her stateroom, and I would have Bill Paxton yeah. opens his door tomorrow morning, and it's That's hanging on, the, on his yeah. doorknob. You know. And, yeah, I, I I mean, you know, and I understand why, why they took away the bit with everyone discovering yeah. her because it's not a very romantic ending when they all punch her to death. Yeah, like ah! <laughs> you know, because that is the human response yeah. and throw her overboard. <laughs> You go get it. Go say hi. To, yeah, go find it. <laughs> go say hi to Jack. So yeah. I don't even like this little like oops. Fuck yeah, you. You just, did that on purpose. It's just I have what, a hard. Okay, I, what, I mean, what, I think I think emotionally it works, and I think fourteen-year-old girls ate it up with a spoon. Mm-hmm. But that's because they never had mortgage payments to make. Twilight. Uh, yeah, Twilight. That's why so, they ate this. And they got, but they the thing did go down. It's mm-hmm. sick that I lived to hear Trey go Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here's the little you know the the little uh, the. As we, little bit we, as we mentioned him at the about, beginning yeah. about the 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 photos the of of you know that she lived she did the, she lived exactly the life that she Jack said she was going hot to. in that black and white picture. Uh huh. Kate Winslet, man. <laughs> you know, but she had this amazing. Oh life. look, she was also Amelia Earhart. Yeah, <laughs> changed her name that. again. That's right. <laughs> like, and really. then she discovered uh, she discovered Taiwan and yeah. uh, and yeah, she rode look, and oh, radiation horse on the beach at Coney Island. There you go, bingo. Leg on each side, stuff like that. Now the I was I I guess that for me it was like. Uh, now is she supposed to have died? And I think it's I, pretty I think the obvious. The idea is that you know, she's yeah, supposed she's, to have died. Yeah. And and my she's theory closed is the circle. She's done everything. My she theory is that she died. And, and but wait until Titanic two comes. Yeah. Out. No, my theory is that she dies and goes to hell. <laughs> now she has to like, go to the bottom. She of the- went. She went to hell for for throwing that. I mean, really, she deserves. She's it going for to. She's, that well, she's not just served Davy Jones for a yeah, hundred years. I mean, but you know, going back to the the nine uh, eleven thing, someone makes a September eleventh movie, and it ends with them going back to the building and hanging out yeah. with everyone on like floor one hundred and forty seven. <laughs> what are you going to think about what happened? Oh ha- that God. ending. They have to yeah. That's that not moment a, over yeah, exactly. Over. That's not a happy ending. Yeah. That's a you are punished for the. But rest it's a of beautiful your, transition uh, shot. The rest of it. I mean, yeah. Actually, we're we're in the last shot of the movie. Now. That was that was yeah. two good handoffs in a row. Yeah, oh, yeah. and here comes uh, here comes the final. All right, and once again, you know, spell where, it out for where, us. Where else but the staircase? Yeah, spell yeah. it out for us. It's this ev- is her in heaven. It's everybody. I don't. I'm everybody's saying everybody's no. here. <laughs> this, oh. is, this, this is the zombie hall. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, now, now so she has join to, us, yeah. Rose. Now, actually, she has to relive Kubrick, the sinking Kubrick, every yeah. night. <laughs> Kubrick did make this movie. It was called <laughs> The Shining. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> She's going to the Overlook Hotel at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I'm oh. always sort of interested on a technical level with shots that involve 
starting as a yeah, POV, POV and, and then like, she's in. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's like there's the actor has to be floating underneath the camera yeah. just to put their hands on the Hiding scene. behind the camera. There's, there's, a, there's actually a name for that, which I never Captain's remember. Captain's the last one to start Yeah, clapping. there's the captain. He's like, yeah, whatever. I died I think that, that was I hate this ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still fucking here. Yeah. God damn it. I'm still but captain. I'm He's the only one who understands what's happening here. No, that would be right at James Cameron. I do believe you're confused. Unfortunately, we have the sound off, so we can't hear... That lovely song by Celine Dion, yeah, which was I don't know. Did you guys ever hear that song? No, uh, I, no. Yeah. I didn't listen to it's music. I, I was listening to the radio. To it. If it was on that, that would have been. It didn't get a lot of airplay. It no, wasn't. It wasn't popular. Well, song. see, I didn't have hearing in the nineties, yeah. so I missed it. <laughs> There's also a song. Oh shit! What was it called? Like Mbop or something? Oh my was, god! I heard. Was, I heard yeah. about it. Oh my god! I, I, I want to hear that. But it they're giving like it a good song. In, <laughs> we're watching it with subtitles, and they're so helpfully giving us the subtitles from my heart. Literally giving us the lyrics. It's like obligato. It's like a Disney sing along. That is how I know. That is All right, how I know. you go, you go on. on, Brian. Well, <laughs> so that's what the words are. This has been Titanic, sir. How do you feel about Titanic? All across the board. Good, bad. You like it? Awesome. I mean, really? Yeah, it's spectacular. There's you've got Cameron and his. Sometimes he's a little he's a little simple in his story, but fuck if he doesn't pull it off anyway. Somehow. I'm sure Avatar will be very complex. <laughs> oh yes, I'm sure it will. But and and bomb, I'm sure we can. Yeah, this is just gonna. But in terms of, in, it will not be the highest grossing movie. Yeah, that'll say. No. That that <laughs> because that's Cameron the one. did that. Yeah. he's the one who. I'm putting uh, all my chips on the table. Whoever this, made Avatar, this is the, this is the one that's gonna go Cameron. under. Yeah. not Titanic. Yeah. Oh, no, I see what you did there. Bam. Uh, Do you have any problems with Titanic? The same problems I would have with any Cameron story, which is that the story can be a little um, simple, halting, halting, perhaps a little simple, but Maybe a little melodramatic might be. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Definitely melodramatic. Yeah, well, yeah. whenever Billy Zane's on screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's simple, but he still pulls it off. And yeah. well, I know I've More said that before. Too? And another commentary is and fuck him for being able to pull it off somehow because I don't yeah. know how. Damn that bastard, Michael Dorkman Scott, Titanic. Yeah, movies were m- invented so James Jim Cameron, Cameron could make them. them yeah. yeah. So you, you stole my out, that. huh? You yeah. stole my out. Yeah. Right, we start with no. For so people that haven't listened to every episode, we started saying that on Terminator Two or something or Abyss, <laughs> right. or Terminator. It's like, maybe it's like movies were made so that Jim yeah. Cameron could make them. I mean, yeah. th- but you really see it, man, in this one, and and it's the kind of thing where you know this is a it's a three hour movie that you can watch multiple times. You you can go back and be like, I actually want to invest that portion of my life yeah. again because it's just. Yeah, it's it's thrilling. It's it's great to watch, and it's it's entertaining, even when it's a little bit like, like there there aren't any. It's a little simple and it's a little weird, but there aren't any real like clunkers where you're like, you know, there there. We talk about Michael Bay movies and stuff like that. There are literally bits in in those like dialogue and stuff that makes me flinch, like I've been punched in the jaw, you know. And yeah. there's there's he's not the most brilliant dialogue writer of all time, but. There's really nothing that bad, you know, and it, it's it's worth it for for the other stuff that he puts on the screen. So I I love this movie. It's one of my one of my favorites. I can't I can't always set aside three hours to <laughs> sit <laughs> yeah. down and watch it, but when I can, make it's, an evening of it. Trey, yeah. somewhere in Kansas City, there's a 14 year old boy who's saying Titanic sucks. Well. He he shouldn't go into the movie business then, um, because <laughs> I, that fuck it's, him. It's, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've, been, you've said in previous you've been saying this for forty episodes now. Uh-huh. Titanic doesn't suck, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Well, I I we we just made everyone watch it, so hopefully it was <laughs> self-explanatory. But it's it's because and, and I, I I'm, I'm gonna 
go to a better uh, commentator than me, uh, our old friend, uh, who, though he doesn't know it yet, uh, Mr. Goldman, who really opened my eyes to how how He's well really going to be freaked out if he ever discovers this we, show. We should, if, he's, if he's around, we should have him on the show sometime. <laughs> so we can go. You guys have been getting me wrong the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, not no, what I listen. said. That's not what I said. <clears throat> but uh, he was the one who really pointed out. And, and as a screenwriter, well, you know, there are different schools of screenwriting, but Goldman's uh, uh, concept of screenwriting is... The Mel Gibson key, did makeup. The, yeah, nice. Wow. The key point of... Of of a screenplay is not the dialogue, and it's not it's the structure. And uh, he says that uh, you know it doesn't matter that when Billy Zane comes on screen, he says the most horrifying, stupid dialogue you've ever heard in your life. He goes because dialogue is not important. You know, you can have like dialogue can be something that's memorable. Dialogue, you know, in a Quentin Tarantino film is like probably probably what you go to it for is to get that you know Tarantino dialogue. But um, the structure has to work. And uh, he says that Titanic is just a textbook of how you structure a, a screen story. And that's why that's why it responds to it. And I, I submit that that structure is why is why what makes a movie rewatchable. You know, that if you can go it just kind of like every moment just like follows to the next, to the next, to the next, and there's not a moment where you're going, I wonder, you know, why I'm sitting through this scene. You know, it's like everything just, just it's a it's a freight train from start to finish. It really is. Even though people like it felt long to some people, but it connects and it's a beautiful piece of structure. Right. Because, because structure is is the fact is what draws you into the story. The dialogue will not draw Structure you into the story. Structure is the story. Yeah, yeah story exactly. exactly. It's well, it's, it's the mechanism that makes you care about the characters or not. The dialogue is not. It, well, it's, it's actually, it, we simplify it even further. Structure is what makes you care what happens next or not. Um, a good yeah, way to put it. Yeah, and uh, it's like cause, because it's like if you if there's no structure, if there's just sort of like, uh, how long is it till the next thing blows up? And again, I'm, I'm referring to our friend Michael Bay. Um is uh, you know it's it's he's gonna kick our ass. It can oh, be boy. well, you know, like I said, I I I have that guy works out too. You can tell yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> kick our asses. <laughs> I I've never said that I don't believe you know, and feel free to listen to our forty some commentaries. But I don't think I've ever said that Michael Bay sucks. I don't think I've ever said that I hate Michael Bay. I just don't enjoy the movie he makes. You know, the movies he makes for the most part. Although, I am. Although I liked his Armageddon. I liked that Armageddon. It was crazy, but I liked it. Oh, Trey, but, you break my heart. <laughs> I know, but uh, but I like Bad Boys more. But the, I love the, Van from the Ranch. There it is again. There it well, is. that's Van Van Ling. Van Ling. Yes, exactly. Who even got a credit as Chinese. Man in the uh, credits, but the but the uh, the point is that you know Michael Bay makes movies that are sort of a more of a modern sensibility for people who are post MTV generation who you know they're okay with a lot of flashy visuals and they and they feel like that's a good enough movie. The kind of people who were just young enough to think Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars movie, um, you know, and even no matter how much you tell them it's not, well they're, they're they they won't have it. So oh so, the humanity, yeah I know, but the so. It, you know, Michael Bay. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say Michael Bay sucks. So please, Michael Bay lovers, don't you know? Don't take me to task for saying Michael Bay sucks. I just don't enjoy the choices he makes. I like a more old-fashioned story myself. And Cameron's of the old school, and he tells stories. For my part, this movie was another one of those late '90s movies that stuck with me. And I think in the history of Down in Front, we've never done a late 90s movie that stuck with me that you guys like, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I guess. It's, it's For me, it's this and Wild Wild West and The Phantom Menace and Austin Powers, the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Titanic is I the winner. I, I think it, I it like was, Austin It was Powers a really too. dark time for, for the Austin Empire. Powers. I think I like Austin yeah. Powers, too. Austin Powers, too. We were just watching the fun. other day, and it's... Uh, all right. Well, we should do it sometime. Funny moments. Funny bits. I saw Titanic... Literally years before I knew what a Jim Cameron was. <laughs> <laughs> what a Jim Cameron was. Before you were old enough to be told listen, what a Jim Cameron Listen, listen, we're lucky there's only one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there is only one Cameron. <laughs> this movie's awesome. I really enjoy this film. I like watching it. I enjoy watching it with the subtitles on and the sound off. I mean, it just works. 
it's it's a good picture. Yeah. I enjoy watching it, and this has been fun. I, I actually, it's it's interesting, mostly because Trey knows so goddamn much about Jim Cameron <laughs> and the fucking Titanic. Cameron and the Titanic. Well, I'm, you know, I like I'm I'm into archaeology. I'm into oceanography. I'm a diver. I mean, it's just it's a perfect storm of of topic for me. You know, so I'm gonna get a, get all uh, crazy about it. Sure, and I hope you enjoyed it. By oh, the way, I, this oh. is especially because we we started this one with our mandate of of everyone says Titanic sucks. All the kids say Titanic sucks, and so so it's like, all right, well, we've given you. First of all, we just made you watch it, presumably. Uh, God although damn it, you probably didn't watch it, but uh, you know, it's like, well, use our comment section. Why do you still say it sucks? Yeah. What's so sucky about Titanic? Yeah, let's. Why hear do you it. think it sucks? At downinfront.net, go to the forums, register, and tell us why. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Most of the time, slash down in front will get you there. And if you don't buy a T-shirt, you're totally not. Cool. We've got Cafe Press set up so you can. If buy you a don't hoodie. buy a T-shirt, you suck worse than he, Titanic. He, he, yeah. People have been on the forum saying, "Dude, I bought a hoodie. It's cool." So that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Until next time, my name is T. Christie, and I'm Ryan Finister. Hi, Scott. Uh, Trey Dawson. And this has been. <laughs> hey, wait a second. I just changed it. <laughs> down in front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Gentlemen, it has been a privilege commenting with you tonight. I, I, I'm not sure my heart will go on. Trey, don't let go. Uh, don't let go, Trey. Brian, you're going to die an old woman. Warm in your bed. <laughs> It'd be an improvement. Yeah. Well, I, Do they even have Coney Island anymore? No, they shut it down. Oh, well, there goes that dream. Trendsinyourhead.com.